Welcome, everybody, to episode 232 of the Thumbs Like Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Corey's in studio for the very special 2015 Thummies Award episode. What, uh, what number annual is this? This is our third Thummies? Third annual. And our fourth uh, kind of game of the year mm. game, game, game award show. Yeah. Because Corey uh, went back and listened to all of them, right? Yes, yes. And the first one was a little more informal than our, our past three have been, right? Yeah, it was like episode <laughs> 39 or something like that, and it was just like Dan saying, like, what do you guys think was Shooter of the Year? And then we just like briefly said, oh, Battlefield 2 or 3 or whatever it was at that point. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it is our fourth awards thing, but our third official Thummies. Third, third Thummies. Yes. Credit uh, to Ken for the name. Credit to Ken, yeah, he who, who was on one of our episodes back in the day. UFC. UFC. Probably, yeah. what, two, three years ago? Yeah, probably. Maybe even more. Yeah. Might have been three, four years ago. First well, year thummy, Thumbstick Athletes, you think? Could have been. Could have been. Uh, but, yeah, for those that are tuning in for the first time, uh, we are – not games journalists. We don't do this for a living. We, uh, in our, you know, all the games we play, we buy with our own money or borrow from friends or rent, I guess, is that's the third option. Um, <clears throat> so we don't get a chance to play everything. We have limited time. We have jobs and kids and that stuff. So uh, not all of us were able to play everything. But right. that kind of factors into what we choose to spend our time on. So yes. I think that's an important distinction. Uh, we need to make for our awards as opposed to other awards. Yeah, here, here. Un- unlike uh, unlike a lot of <laughs> journalistic uh, focused websites, our reviews and discussions are less objective and more subjective based on something we always talk about with uh, the context, what you want to play at any given time, and and you know what the marketing sells to you versus what the game is itself. Right. So it's a little <laughs> bit different from from what you're used to in most uh, game of the year discussions. Yeah, right. definitely. <clears throat> Uh, one of the things I like about it too is that we actually have a discussion on it because <clears throat> that's something you didn't get, uh, like at the game awards. Uh, you know, you just got a, a winner and that was it. You didn't get to see any of the. Uh, I know we're, we're all a fan of podcasts and they they do a better job of talking about what their game of the year is because the format lends itself to that. So uh, that's a nice thing. So uh, our, our, all the categories are on our website too if you want to check that out. But it's a www.thumbstickathletes.com. I'm sure it's on our Twitter feed at some at some point where all of our categories were. So, <coughs> excuse me. You're right, with, Dan? Yeah. Without further ado, yeah. I, of course, I woke up today with a little bit of a frog in my throat. Ooh, a frog. Uh, yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah. Don't you kind of like that raspiness that you get. In the I do. Throw when you have a little bit, like a little bit of laryngitis. I, I get that after a heavy night of drinking. Yeah. I should have done that uh, in preparation. You should have drank um, last night, huh? Yeah. After, like, back in the day when we go to concerts, the day after a concert when you were hollering at the top of your lungs was always the best because you could barely talk and you sounded raspy and cool. Sexy. Yeah. Sounds sexy. Yep. Sexy voice. Without further ado, our first category. Uh, this category, <clears throat> now next year I think we're going to come up with names for all the awards, too. That's another thing I wanted to Clever remind names. everybody about, yeah. Um, so this category <clears throat> is called Game You Wish You Played. Uh, so this is a game that we individually voted on that we didn't get a chance to play, but we obviously wanted to. Kind of self-explanatory, this category. <clears throat> and the winner is... Oh, boy. Do you want me to go start with three? Yeah. Yeah, count yeah, up. Yeah. Count okay. up. Second yeah, runner count up. up. All right. Man. <clears throat> so the third, the third game on the list is a tie between... Her Story, Metal Gear Solid Five, Kerbal Space Program, and Halo Five Guardians. Okay, so that was obviously uh, one we all had picked for number three. Yeah, right. 
Could be, yeah. Sounds that way. Or no, not necessarily. Never mind. Yeah. Math is hard. Stop it, Corey. <laughs> Stop We it. should also say uh, the way the, the points were scored was first place was worth six points. Yeah, you got a bonus point for having a game be first. Fourth place I was... I think the, <clears throat> the only one of those I had on mine was her story. Okay. Uh, number two was also a tie for The Witcher 3 and Ark Survival Evolved. Oh. Yeah. Did Ark <clears throat> come out? Yeah, Ark. It's out, officially? right? I don't know if it came out officially or not. Doesn't matter. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, well, one whatever. of those early access games that everybody will forget about. People yeah. are playing it regardless. Yeah. Uh, and then the winner for the game you wish you played, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Nice. Uh, that's a good pick. Yep. Nice. Uh, which also, that was my my number one on my list. So I can tell you. Who was that, Dan and Corey? Head. My number one, for sure. <laughs> I figured that Dan would have that as his number one. Mm-hmm. Solely based, for me, um, I didn't play the last Tomb Raider, and I know you guys spoke very highly of it. Oh, you should it. definitely play it. Right. Uh, for me, it was on my list based mostly on the discussion that we had and the look of it. I thought it was a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, the, in in when it came out, it was the <clears> kind <throat> of game I was looking to play. Maybe something a little more linear. Uh, not with, super long. Right, not super long, just beautiful and, and mechanically sound. Uh, and that's why it was my number one. Okay. You want to read off some of the other games on your list? Sure. I had Kerbal Space Program at number two, a game I fully intended to get to, uh, but I didn't because I devoted what little time I had left in the year to a couple other games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Until Dawn is another one I intended to play by the end of the year. I didn't get to it. That was my number three. I wish you had. Yep. Uh, and just quickly running down, because I had a bunch of these uh, games I really wanted to play before the end of the year, but just couldn't get to. Uh, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, the game that sounds like it's going to be awesome when it comes to virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Um, Galaxy was one that came out for <laughs> PS4 and then was later ported to PC this year. The roguelike kind of asteroids whatever shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grow Home. Splatoon is a big one. Uh, Audio Surf 2 is probably exclusive to my list. I don't think any of you guys care about that. Um, Just Cause 3 was another one. The playground aspect, I think that's all cool. City Skylines, Jotun, Tales from the Borderlands was uh, the last one I could think of. So There was a lot. Yeah, <clears throat> there really was. It was hard to pick five Yep, for me. Uh, my list, real quick, one was Rise of the Tomb Raider. I had Halo 5 Guardians at number two, Until Dawn at three, uh, Life is Strange at number four, and Tales of Zestiria at number five. So that was my list real quick. Will, what do you got? Uh, at five, I had Cities Skylines. At four, Ori in the Blind Forest. Three, Bloodborne. Two, Metal Gear Solid Five. And one, The Witcher Three. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Eric? At five, I had Downwell. Four was Soma, which I actually bought today. Yes. So I will be playing that at some point. Uh, three was Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether I like it or not is a different story, but right. I, did, I, w- I did wish Would I could try play it. it. Mm-hmm. Um, two was Her Story, and one was Ark Survival Evolved. Okay. Dinosaurs. So, yeah, the winner of our 2015 Thummy for Game You Wish You Played, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Do you think that would be where it is if it wasn't a Xbox ex- exclusive? Do you think you would have played it? Dan, oh, I would have bought it. No, Dan, question. I, no Dan question. definitely would have. Yeah. No question. And Will, you, does, did that play into... <clears throat> Wait, you played it. I played it. It's oh, a, that's right. It's another thing okay. for me. Corey, spoiling. Would you have... Oh, you you played it all the way through? No. Okay. I probably would have even, because Eric offered to let me borrow it to play it for this year. And if I didn't know it was coming out on PC early this year, mm. I probably would have played it. But I knew it was coming out in, like, January. And my, my game schedule was kind of full anyway. I knew it was, like, right right around Christmas time. I knew I wouldn't get a lot of time to play it. So uh, Otherwise, if I if it was coming out, like, even in the summer, I probably would have taken Eric up on his offer to, to borrow his Xbox and, and play through it. But. Yeah. 
because it was one that I did really, really want to it, play. It's also funny, though, because uh, just doing this podcast, like, I take what you guys say as gospel more so than any other outlet that I hear from. Well, you, you know? trust us more. You right. know us. You know the ga- the kind of games we like and what we don't like. Exactly. So. Yep. Totally. Um, just uh, putting it out there, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I think I'm the only one watching the chat, right, on mm-hmm. Twitch. Mm-hmm. It's not working, so I'm not ignoring you. We're not ignoring you. Yeah. It's just not loading properly. Okay. I'll keep working on it. Okay. Right. Yeah, sounds good. That's a pain in the butt. Yeah, it's <laughs> it really is. Typical. Really wasn't it the thumbies last year that we just stopped live streaming because it yep. just wasn't yeah, it was cooperating? Wasn't yeah. yeah. Could be. Okay, next category. Category number two for the 2015 thumbies. The one that got away. Now, this is a game that we did play, uh, but for whatever reason did not get to finish. Uh, and would like more time to play, obviously. Uh, that can be for any reason. Um, you know, the reason's up to the to the voter. So, I probably should have brought a knife for this instead of using a dull <laughs> bottle opener. <laughs> dull bottle uh, opener. It plays into our thing. Classy probably. as always. Yeah. All right. At number three, a tie between Bloodborne and Pillars of Eternity. Mm. <clears throat> number two, Dying Light. And the winner of the the one that got away, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Again. No kidding. Winner of two awards in a row. Probably both Will and I. All right. (laughs) That was my number one. It is my number two. Okay. Yeah. Now, didn't make my list because I don't play it at all. Right. Yeah. Same here. Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, I had Bloodborne at number one. That's one I really wish I had played more. I could have gotten to play more. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had Invisible Ink at number two because that was a game I loved. I just never... Never I'm interested it. in that game. It's, it's pretty sweet. Is it? Uh, it's really good. And it's not too long either. What is it? It's a stealth, like, it's a turn-based stealth game. Oh, okay. Kind of like XCOM a little it's bit? a little bit, yeah. It's a little bit of everything, though, too. Yeah. There's, like, L- RPG elements yeah. and, uh, yeah. Rogue, roguelike elements. Roguelike, yeah. Okay. It's really really well done. Yep. Uh, and then I had Heroes of the Storm at number three. <laughs> Don't I, do that I, to yourself. Oh, I wish I could have kept with it, mm. you know, because it's, it's part of the conversation, still part of the conversation. I wish I could have. <laughs> kept playing it but i didn't have the stomach for it so mm-hmm. that one got away from me too so that was my list i had uh pillars of eternity at number one mm-hmm. it's a game i played and absolutely loved but just stopped i don't <clears> even <throat> remember what stopped me from playing it, it might have been the witcher or I something think the like witcher that came out while you were playing that. Uh, which is why i had the witcher 3 at number two a game that turned me off pretty early on for a lot of different reasons yeah. um i'm sure we'll talk more Witcher a little bit later on. I'm sure it's going to pop up at some no. point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I had uh, Telltale's, I <laughs> Telltale's Game of Thrones at number three, which I played the first episode of and adored. Um, but it was one of those things where I was waiting for the entire series to release before I actually got into it. And it dropped um, at the end of November. Exactly. And I'd actually wanted to play that before the end of the year, and I just I couldn't. Yep, and at that point, I was just invested in other things and, and didn't get around to doing it. Uh, I had Metal Gear Solid Five at number four, another game I thought was uh, fantastic, but just for whatever reason, you know, the, the sheer size of it um, turned me off a little enough to, you know, find something smaller to play, and yep. then I got distracted, of course. In Syndicate, game I Assassin's was, Creed. Yep. Assassin's Creed Syndicate, yes. Thank you for you clarifying. Uh, yeah, uh, another game that I, I actually really, really enjoyed the two hours I gave it, um, but another, you know, end-of-the-year game that I was just invested in other things here. at that yeah. point. So, uh, Assassin's Creed was my second one, but uh, number five for me was Dying Light, mm-hmm. and that's mostly because you guys liked it so much. I liked it. I wasn't as hot on it as you guys were. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do wish I had given it a little bit more time, and I do want to repurchase it at some point. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, number four for me was Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, I think that was one of those ones where it was just bad timing. Bad timing, yeah. Because that game has everything that I should love, I feel like, mm-hmm. and it just didn't grab me. Yeah. I think part of it, too, was that I bought it on PC, right. honestly. Yeah. Right. And I, it's a platformer too, so it's yeah. like it's you can play it with a controller, but I know you prefer to like sit on your couch and play your games. Very so. much so. Yeah. Um, so I think if I had bought it on Xbox, I probably would have played more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, three, I had Life is Strange, which I've only gotten partway through the first episode of. Uh, I don't know. I'm really interested in that game. I've heard really good things about it. Did Will? Did you end up playing that? Oh boy, did to I to completion? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, I I really really want to play that. I started playing it with my fiance, which was fun. We were kind of making decisions together, and uh, it was a good time. Assassin's Creed Syndicate was my number two. Uh, seems like it's going to be uh, in the line with Black Flag as an Assassin's Creed that I actually like. Mm-hmm. Um, like Corey, I, the the couple hours that I put into, I really did enjoy. And number one was Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, I've probably put like. I don't remember, like 15 hours, 13 hours in, somewhere around that. But that game is awesome, mm-hmm. and it looks fantastic, and it's just, <laughs> I, I love everything about it. And I'm excited for Dan to play it because of how much he liked the last one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't give that game nearly as much time as I would have wanted to. Mm-hmm. So, that's Close. mine. It was it came it did come out at a really oh, bad time. Oh, it was poor time to come out. Really poor. Same day yeah. as Fallout 4. <laughs> you know, in retrospect... Might be the better game. Yeah, I haven't played it. So I'm I not going to disagree with Eric. I'm I'm going to be anti Fallout tonight. Just so you guys know. That's fine. I understand. <laughs> I'm not, but <laughs> Rise of the Tomb Raider might be the better game. Yeah, De- and, definitely and is. Very, very much it. more technically solid. Anyway. Yeah, um, it's just a, it's such a good, it's tight. It's a great package. It's a tight and, experience. And one of the things that I love about it too that I've heard other people talk about is like. How it's got, it breaks things up in such a nice way. Like you have your main story quest, and then you get to like a hub world, and then you have all your like mini little collectibles and little side quests and your um your tombs to raid and shit like that. Is it's like it's it's almost like its own separate thing, and it never feels overwhelming. They put just the right amount of stuff in there, and I it, I think they just did such a good job with mm-hmm. it. Um, uh, just jumping here briefly, I, one of the things I was thinking about and going back to what we were talking about our awards being very subjective. Uh, I was thinking to myself, what is the game I can that I really enjoyed and also considered to be flawless? Uh, I don't know if that's a future award category, but I just thought it was an interesting thought experiment because my my game of the year is not the oh, most flawless per- game. Right. Uh, it has lots there of flaws. There aren't many flawless Exactly. Games. That's why I think, like, for me, I, I can think of one specific game that I find flawless. Or but also close to flawless. Or close to flawless, but also not, it wasn't as big or as, you know, it didn't draw me in as much. Um, so, I don't know, it was just an interesting yeah. aside that something I would it's ask you guys to think about. It's definitely and, a different category. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I love Fallout 4, but it was it's a deeply flawed game. Yes. Yeah. You know, exactly. So. Yeah. Go ahead, Will. Uh, my number five, and this is based solely on zombies, is Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, the potential that zombies has for fun with friends is endless, and me and Eric never really got to experience it, which is unfortunate. Uh, four is Mario Maker, three is Massive Chalice, two is Rise of the Tomb Raider, and one's Dying Light. Mm-hmm. Massive Chalice is one that I didn't even think about. Yeah, I forgot about it until I was going over the games that I played this year. Yeah, that would be one that I missed. That I... What kind of interests me, uh, you had Dying Light on your list. Eric, did you? Yes. Yeah, it's number five. That game 
sort of came out at a time when <laughs> nothing else came out. Came out. What do you, the, what is it end of January, that you I think. think like stopped you guys from playing that? I didn't have enough money to buy it when it came out. Oh, okay. And my computer, I was waiting until I got a better graphics card to play it on computer, dance copy, and then it was over the summer, and I was really busy and never got a chance uh, to put just, more than four okay. or five hours into External it. influences. Yeah, but yeah. this is a game that, it, by all accounts, is what I would love. Okay. So. Did that come out on PC before it came out on Xbox? No, no, I think it was a simultaneous release. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't play it. Yeah. I'm just I don't curious. Remember I'm, yet. I'm not. You know, you said it came out when? I think Early. at the end of January. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, Dying Light's interesting for me, and I'm sure it'll come up later. But uh, it's one of those games we kept talking about through the yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, which speaks highly to I, it. I wanted for to me. try and play it again, but yeah. I just didn't have the time, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, this year's winner for the one that got away uh, for the 2015 Thummies is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Two Thummies for, two for thummies. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Two for two. Damn. Good start. It won't win this one. I can tell you that much. What's this one, Dan? This, the next award is this year's last year's game of the year. So this is a game that came out in 2014 that's you, that you played this year that you loved and you know would give it give it game of the year give it its this props. year for coming out last year. I guess that's yeah. how that yeah. works. Yeah, giving it its props for for you know for coming out yeah. last year for paying its which dues. was for the most part a bad year for games last year. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, well, I mean, relative to this year, relative which to this year, was fantastic. <laughs> probably one of the best years since we've been doing this. Oh yeah. my god, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, yeah. This year's last year's game of the year uh, number three uh, is a tie between the Talos Principle, Dragon Age, and Forza Horizon. <laughs> number two, <laughs> Mario Kart 8. And number one, Super Smash Brothers. Wow. With the win. Okay. I'm sad that my number two didn't make it. What was what was that? I actually only had two games on here. I okay. realized that I really didn't play a lot from last year this year. Right. Uh, but Destiny. Okay. Because of the Taken King. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I have that on my list, too. Yeah, I really wish I had made it because um, the Taken King... Uh, really added a lot to the game and kind of fixed a lot of stuff that was wrong with it. Um, I, I do feel like it belongs on that list. Mm-hmm. But my number one was Forza Horizon 2. Okay. Um, that is such a good game. Like, the Forza packages are always so nice and yeah. slick and classy, and Forza Horizon 2 had its hooks in me pretty good, mm-hmm. which has never happened to me with a racing game. Right. Um, and I want to go back to it still. Um but I don't know when I'll be able to. I, that's if you have an Xbox One, you should absolutely buy that game. Mm-hmm. So good. What do you got, Will? Uh, I had Destiny at number five. I kind of blew it off last year and hated on it, but I played it this year, and it was a game that I played a little bit like throughout the year, and I loved every bit of it. And the Taken King stuff, which I haven't done yet, like I'm really excited to play through it. Uh, at number four, I had Hearthstone. Because I played a lot of Hearthstone at the beginning of the year. Did that come out last year? Yes, it did. Because you wanted to on make computer. It. Mobile came out this year. Yeah. Okay. Because um, you remember me and you had the discussion about Hearthstone's Game of the Year? No, I don't remember. You don't remember? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I believe you, though. Uh, at three, I had Sunset Overdrive, which is a game I played for four in February, which was really, really good, and I wish I didn't uh, not play it last year. Uh, and then two is The Walking Dead Season 2, and one is Super Smash Bros. Wii U. Okay. Corey? Um, I had, uh, I think this is no surprise to anybody, but I had Dragon Age as my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, a game I liked last year uh everybody kind of got the impression that i didn't like it but i was just the anti you guys 
uh, in that case. <laughs> I also you probably will be that again this year. The wild card. I also uh, rare uh, rare thing that I do, but I 100 percented it, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. I spent probably 114 hours. I think and I think was my total in the game. Um, I really like Dragon Age Inquisition. I don't want anybody to think I don't. Uh, it's just one of those things that there are a couple things that turned me off to it. I didn't think it was worthy of the game of the year. Last year, I still don't think it is. Uh, but overall, a fantastic RPG. I know I made the comparison this year to The Witcher 3, saying uh, as a game, as a whole, uh, mechanics, user interface, all those things involved, I still think Dragon Age is a superior game to The Witcher. Granted, I didn't play The Witcher quite as much as I played Dragon Age, but uh, yeah. Anyway, that was my number one. Mm-hmm. It's hard to not make it my number one when I spent 114 lot, hours yeah, this year on it. Uh, but that was followed up by Mario Kart 8, a game that they did a fantastic job with the DLC that all came out this year. Um, kept me interested, kept me holding on to the game to play the DLC. Mm-hmm. Some of the tracks weren't great. Some of them were a lot of fun. Uh, but but they did a, at least a good job uh, with the marketing of that stuff to keep me engaged with Mario Kart long past its release date. Uh, Mount Your Friends was my number three, <laughs> a game I played once with some friends drunkenly uh, visiting on a weekend. But I think it's fantastic, and it's a great party game and so much fun. Um, and then Super Smash Bros. my number four, and Hyrule Warriors came in at number five. That was kind of, I think I played one other 2014 game this year so Hyrule Warriors at number 5 is just you know the other game that wasn't last gotcha. year's game oh, gotcha um, my list last year's game of the year last year's this year's game of the year number 1 Talos Principle Talos Principle would have been my game of the year last year if I had played it last year you loved year. that game oh, it was fantastic wow. uh, I cannot say enough good things about that game um, it held me enraptured for the week or so that I was playing it Loved if only it. it didn't give me motion sickness. I know. we got to figure that out. I've, I've read Field of View. Uh, too narrow of a Field of View can give you motion sickness. So maybe try changing that. I did. Oh, did oh I definitely did. Yeah. I tried it. Oh, field stinks. of View. I turned the motion blur off. I messed with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I only played it once. Right. And that one time I started to get sick and then I changed all the settings and I was still sick. So maybe I just need to revisit it and, mm-hmm. you know, have some pretzels or something while I play. Yeah, because out of all of us, I think you'd like it the best. I think you're right. I love puzzle games. I love the the um, sort of science fiction-y aspect. There's a lot of phil- philosophical exactly, yeah. thought processes and stuff in it, it too. It sounds it's right really, up my really alley, well done. for sure. Yeah. Really well done. Thanks for buying it, Eric, so I can play it on Steam. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, because that was, that was one of Eric's. Eric has a pretty good games on Steam. It's a lot of stuff that I don't have, too. And I never fucking use my computer. Uh, so that was sure. number number one for me. Number two is Mario Kart 8, because I, I spent a ton of time playing Mario Kart on, 8 online. Uh, number three is Far Cry 4. Oh, yeah. Uh, that I play, that I played recently and really, really liked. Good. Uh, number four was Super Smash Brothers, And then number five was Skylanders Trap Team. Uh, before we get too far ahead, do I still need to play Far Cry 4? Is that required game? Nah, I don't think so. No, if no. you played Far Cry 3, you've got the idea. It's just a good... It's fun. It's Wait a lot for of Far fun. Cry Primal. Okay, it's right. a, yeah, it's a fun game, but if you like, it's not super different. The story doesn't have anything like meaningful in it. No, uh, it's I think the story is even less meaningful than Far Cry Three. Just mechanically, uh, but there's some really cool stuff. It's very tight mechanically. Yeah. Okay, because um, that's one I keep looking at and being like, I really should play this. I really should. Play it's this. just fun. I really should play this. Yeah, maybe a four in February or too long. Yeah, no, that'd be a good four in February. I think it, I think it took me twenty one hours to beat. There's, long just, you just don't do the collectibles. Yeah, 
I only did a little bit. The main story is not very long. Just don't climb any towers. Yeah, you got to climb towers. Yeah, because first it of all, that's a, that's a must. So, yeah, it's a Ubisoft game. And it uh, opens up the like so you can see stuff on the map. Although you, you, you can fly. Have you can fly the gyrocopter to the that's, towers. See, that sounds fun, cool. Which that is what fun. I chose to do. And jump off of them. Jump I know off I landed it right in there. Oh, see, mine would always like tip off. I couldn't get it to oh. sit nicely. On the top. Gyrocopter Master. I love those things. That was a lot of fun. Uh, So the winner for this year's, last year's game of the year, Super Smash Brothers. Which we haven't really talked about, but well-deserved, I think. Oh, yeah. We played that a lot together. I didn't play. I I forgot about it. I never played it by myself. It wasn't on your list. It wasn't on my list, no, because I forgot. That was one of the the only uh, categories that I didn't come up with five games for. Uh, Would it have been if you had thought of it? Well, yeah, simply because I played it this year. Right. Um, It wouldn't have beaten the other two, though. Okay. I mean, yeah. the way they supported that game with DLC. And still are. And still are. You know, they just talked about Cloud. Yeah, coming Cloud's too. out. Right. Yeah. No, it's a good package. It's just um, I'm terrible at it. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing. It's something I'll never play by myself. No. Dude, I'll same. play it with, with, with us together, and it's a lot of fun, but I'll never never play it alone. Yeah. Yep. So. I still play it every couple of days, so. Sure. Yeah, nice. Fantastic game. All right. Next category, best competitive multiplayer. Uh, fairly self-explanatory. I don't need to go into what best competitive <laughs> multiplayer means, right? I swear to God. <laughs> you fuckers. I wouldn't worry about it, Eric. All right. <laughs> I, think, I think it's this a lock. A, this is a shoe-in. It should be a shoe-in. <laughs> should be, yeah. You never know. No, it's, I gotta get that's right. Sharper. You don't. <laughs> All right. You shitting grin will over here. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine, yeah. Nine votes. Number three, Splatoon. Number two. Here's of the storm. Number one, no surprise, Rocket League. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well deserved. Yep. Absolutely. Well deserved. It was actually closer than I th- would have thought between Heroes of the Storm and Rocket League. I well, I, mean, I did not have Rocket League as one. I didn't either. Well, I'm not surprised you guys didn't have it as one. Yeah. I and figured. I, ha- I figured Corey and I would. Yeah, I actually had uh, Rocket League at one and Heroes of the Storm at two. So, so, so uh, I had Heroes of the Storm at three. Hmm. Halo Five was my second. Uh, Halo, really? was, Halo Five was my three. That so. multiplayer is fucking awesome. I have it at two. I'm sorry. Okay, let's go down our list. Yeah, Eric, go ahead. Uh, so at five, I had Splatoon. Uh, really good game. I think we'll probably be talking more about mm-hmm. uh, four. FIFA 15 makes my list every year. <laughs> uh, it would be 16. FIFA 16. Yes, I wrote FIFA 15, but it's 16. Yeah, FIFA. Uh, FIFA. Yeah, Heroes of the Storm. Uh, one that kind of came out of left field for me. Mm. <laughs> I had never played a MOBA before, and it had me right by the short hairs for yeah. months. That's, that's kind of that's oh. kind of my thing too. Like I had I put it on my list, and even though like I would never play it now, it was really important for me because I learned how to play MOBAs. I learned what it's like to play a MOBA. Yeah, and you understand them exactly. Now, now I can watch like the international stuff and sure. kind of know what's going on. And I think that was you important understand for the me. different roles yep. and what people are doing. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's. It's an awesome MOBA. I mean, if you're if you're looking to get into it, it's great. Yeah. It's a it's a little more uh, newbie friendly than sure. the other the other two main ones. It's a MOBA light. Yeah. Um, at two, I had Halo Five Guardians. That multiplayer is so good. Like I love SWAT so much. And the only complaint I would have about it is that the Warzone mode that they they put out didn't really deliver mm-hmm. as well as I would have hoped. Um, that was partly because of the wreck cards requisition packs is fucking stupid yeah warzone yeah. was pretty stupid i think it it's a good starting point yeah and you know if they put it out in halo 6 it could be awesome yeah 
Um, I, a giant bomb described it as it sounded like they wanted to make Battlefield mixed with Halo, which sounds great. Yeah. Um, but because of the rec packs, you don't, you can't just get in vehicles. Like you can't just find a warthog or a ghost sitting around. Which I think kind of takes some of the fun out of it. Yeah. At the same time, like I don't know, maybe did they do that for balance reasons? Like I don't think so. I'm not really sure what they, they said. There's microtransactions with rec packs. Yeah. Uh, so it could be mo- monetary reasons. Yeah, to make make money off um, the multiplayer. Because, like, you get a limited number of rec packs and a, a very limited number. You know, if you play like I do every once in a while, you get a very limited number of good, like, vehicle cards. And if I drop one of those and I get killed immediately, there goes my vehicle. Right. Fucked. That kind of sucks. This yeah. is, uh, before you move on, Eric, and you give us your number one. Yeah. Which we all know. Uh, <laughs> zooming out a little bit, I f- I'm thinking, uh, which came first, Halo or Battlefield? I mean, I think Battlefield yeah, came yeah. first. Probably Battlefield. The first Battlefield. But I feel like there's a lot of similar. It's just something that just clicked in my head. I feel like there's a lot of similarities between th- those two games. No. No? <laughs> no. Well, maybe not now, but I'm, I'm thinking, like, the, the genesis of, of Battlefield and Halo are similar in terms of, you know, the, the vehicular combat and all that stuff. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, okay. I, I can see that point Now that you bit. spring up vehicular combat, yeah. then I could say, yeah, but, yeah. but like... Uh, one to one, the multiplayer is different. The, the battlefield's a bigger scale, okay. I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Yep, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. All right. <laughs> no, but you're right. With the ve- the vehicles might have come from like a well, battlefield type of, and, and that's for me the biggest thing that made Halo so interesting for right. me was was that aspect of it. Yeah, it added a which, whole other strategic layer on top of the standard, right. which I immediately shooting. relate to to battlefield. Right, and that's the only reason why I brought that up. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, and my number one for competitive multiplayer in a game that I literally play almost every day, Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus. I mean, that game is just fantastic. I played it for five hours today. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that was a free game that I <laughs> yeah. got on PlayStation Plus months back. What, what month did that come out? July. Like fairly early. July. Right? Yeah. And, I, I mean, they just keep hitting out of the park with these DLCs that they're putting out, you know, like three, four bucks here at a time, free maps, uh, you know, the free uh, car, what's the word I'm looking for? To make your car Skin, look nice. bodies. Skin, yeah, bo- bodies, hats, uh, things to put on your antenna, the cosmetics. That's, cosmetics. that's the word. Mm-hmm. Car cosmetics, just stuff like that, and they knock it out of the park, and, like, it's just such an addicting game, and it's perfect for me. Like, it's got the competitive aspect of FIFA, it's kind of like soccer, which is awesome. It's kind of like hockey, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a game you can jump in and out of quickly. You can do a match in five minutes. It's got leaderboards. It's literally got everything I could want. Like it's hard to master, but easy to get the hang of. Yeah. Um. It, it's it's just got everything that you could ask for in a game. One of the interesting, the more interesting, I heard Dan, Danny O'Dwyer talking about it, and he t- talked about it compared to FIFA. He's like. When you're playing FIFA, it's you know satisfying to score a goal. You know you you whatever he you hit this kick button and you wire one into the goal. He's like, but in Rocket League, it's all you. You set up the angle, you set up the speed. He's like, it's the most like accurate to actually playing real soccer. Yeah. that you can get in a, can in any that. video game. Uh, so that's that's the the where you get the elation from doing something awesome. And you or, do, or you feel like shit when you screw up. Oh yeah, it, like, comes, uh, it comes from that because it, it's all you. Been there. You yeah. Know? I'm probably going to mention Giant Bomb a couple of times because I've been listening to them a lot. But during their uh, game awards, 
in their best moment category, literally one of their best moments that they brought up was scoring a goal in Rocket League. Yeah, that was one of their best moments. Like, absolutely, it's it's the best, dude. That that I can I'll never forget the first time I scored a goal in Rocket League. It was forget everything. So so (laughs) rewarding, but uh, like your first overtime and your first overtime goal, Mm -hmm. like so so many great. Hurrah moments. Even better than an overtime goal is scoring one at the last second. Oh, yeah. Like, by keeping it up in the air. Like, time has expired or like still juggling the ball. One that you've managed to, like, dribble down down the field and, like, fucking fake out the goalie. Like, you know he thinks you're shooting left, but you somehow manage to get your car turned around the right way and you go the other way. Like, oh, it's just too good. And and just going off the competitive aspect of it, that that night when we were doing – the extra live stream and we were playing Eric was playing and uh listener Tito in LA was playing like we had such a good time being competitive with the other team where Will was just like ramming the other yeah. team and demolitioning them yeah. like that was just so much fun and it got under their skin and they got annoyed and like it just became a very competitive game mm-hmm. because yeah. of that yeah that's the thing and like I'd love to set up like a tournament or something and it like Corey was saying, like you can get under people's skins, and there's so many different ways that you can play the game. Like Will plays it way differently than any anybody else I know. He goes out and he fucking tries to like get under people's skin and demo them, and he's so good at yeah. demoing. I don't know yes, how he, he does it. Yeah. I can't fucking demo people. Like I just can't do nope. it. I have to I do it on accident. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's how I do it too. I'll be demo flipping and I'll, and then I'll get like turbo going and accidentally hit somebody in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, Will has already demoed like six people. Yeah. I, I just don't know how he does it. But really like, impressive. there's different ways you can play. You can play super defensively. You can play like super offensively. Kind of both, which is what I like to do and like it's just so good yep agreed mm-hmm. that's my list go ahead will uh at five i call it black ops three this is because i played very little competitive <laughs> games that i just kind of threw black ops a, a bone sure Fair enough uh four is splatoon three is rocket league Did you played splatoon yeah oh, i didn't know I, that. I played and beat it and played a lot of multiplayer oh nice uh three is rocket league two is halo five and one is heroes of the storm Pretty much how Eric said about Rocket League, about the competitiveness of that, just apply that to me with Heroes of the Storm. It's a game that I play nearly every day still, uh, still. since February. I have, like, nearly a thousand matches in the game. That game put a fucking dent in my wallet, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, a dent. I'd hate to see how much I spent on characters and skins and shit. I was sitting there calculating how much money, and it was over 200. Could have bought a couple more consoles, probably. It was over 200 <laughs> when I stopped. Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't more than that. Honestly. It's probably more. I stopped because I was because that was just based off characters. When I was playing like every day, I was buying stim packs weekly. Like yep. it was like a weekly purchase for me. Mm-hmm. I was buying whoever the fuck was on sale. Yep. Like, oh man, that game had me by the balls. Yeah. And a MOBA is the last thing I would have expected. <laughs> that's, a, a, that's why it was MOBA on my list too. On PC, nonetheless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. It's 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 great. It, the my top three, I had a really hard time going through uh, between that Rocket League and Halo Five. I just went as I said with Heroes because it was basically my Rocket League uh, with Eric. So those uh, and Halo Five, as Eric said, the multiplayer is pretty awesome. It's probably my favorite like shooter that I played this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those those were mine. Okay, Corey, what do you got? Uh, I had Rocket League at number one, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, I'm going to work backwards. Here's the Storm at number two. Um, Here's the Storm is interesting for me because as much as I 
think that game is very well made in a lot of different ways. It didn't factor into my awards very much. Here's the storm. Yeah, uh, and I'm still trying to parse out in my head why. Right. Uh, for a lot of people, like like gaming media, here's the storm. Was I didn't not, hear anything about it. Was not around. It was such a huge yeah. part of my gaming. Exactly. Era. Huge part for months. Yep. Yep. Um, but when it came time to think about these awards, it was just one like for for a few categories. I was like, oh, it's a lock. But for a lot of the bigger ones, I was just kind of like. It leaves Forget a sour it. taste. And I had the yep. same issue with another game that I'll talk about later. I think you're right because a lot of, uh, like, my memories of Heroes of the Storm are very bitter. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, no. I, I don't know about you. I don't know how much you played of it. But, like, playing as much as I did, I also had a lot of similar, like, Rocket League moments where, yeah. like, you pull off a good kill or a good team fight and it was, like, Fuck yeah! And I would like, sure. literally yell. You come back from like almost yeah uh, impossible. It odds. looks like you're getting rolled, and you just somehow you come back and oh my god! Th- some of those games like such a good feeling. Like I got the last hit on a core once I remember, and it was like right down to the nitty gritty, and the whole team went for the core. It was like do or die. You had Everybody like else died, health. and I got <laughs> yes. It was it was either I was hitting the core last and winning, or I was dying and they were going to kill us, and I hit the core last. Uh, I mean, yeah. what a good feeling! Mm-hmm. Yep. So good. I'm with you too, and it's 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 funny because, uh, like, I had a lot of those moments too that I can think about, but still, like, the bitterness of yep. the salty. Yep. Heroes of the Storm MOBA player. The MOBA crowd is is tough to stomach. Oh, yeah, it's really, awful. It and, really is. Yeah. Which is unfortunate um, that they put that. And over really, the game. like, because that flavored a lot of my thoughts. Yeah. on the game. And even, I think it's uh, uh, mechanically very sound uh, in terms of a MOBA, very creative. De- from a design perspective, I think it's fantastic. The, ca- the character designs and the uh, map designs are unbelievable. And I also, yeah. I love how they're all Blizzard characters. That's yeah. just such a cool thing. Because mm-hmm. like, you can recognize... Playing as Diablo. Yeah. yeah. That's it's not like, something a lot of other companies can do. No, it's not. I, Blizzard did a great job with it. And, and the create, creativity behind uh, the three dwarf... Uh, Lost Vikings. Lost, Lost Vikings, Vikings and the new character. Um... Who's the, the other one the, that's fucking weird? Uh, the alien guy. Not Murky. Ch- Chogall. No, 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 no. Older guy. A. Starts with an A. It has an a- Oh, or Abathur. Abathur. Like, yeah. they have just some wacky-ass characters, but, like... Yep. And I'll, I'll always remember playing this, and I'm sure I've talked about it before, but I got in a match with uh, an Abathur once who, like, took the lead of our group. And it was just a perfect storm of this guy wanted to be the leader of the group, and everybody else was okay with it, which you don't find often. Right. Um, so he was like, just do what I say and we will win. And he was Abathur. We we did exactly what he said. And, like, he was just sieging the shit out of these walls. And next thing you know, all three of the lanes are pushed. And we're, we're like, killing this other team. And it was just so good. Like, f- finding somebody that knows how to play characters like that is yeah. it's, it's yeah. amazing. And picture him like the dude in uh, oh, Make Love, Not Warcraft. No, like, but he... Like- See, I don't picture like he's like a fucking wizard back there, grapes. man. He's yeah. a wizard behind the keyboard. Yeah, that's, that's funny. cool. <laughs> a he's a fucking wizard on Abathur. I had uh, NHL 16 at number three. I know nobody's talking about NHL this Ooh. year, uh, but I mean NHL will show up later for me. But only because we had uh, a few good matches at Eric's. Uh, oh yeah, guys, bachelor Did party. Did I go weekend. undefeated? I think you so. lost, you lost one. one game to Alex. Yeah, to Alex yeah. of all yeah. people. Yeah. Was it me and Alex or No, it was just Alex that beat me. Just Alex. He beat okay. me, yeah. Uh and then Frozen Cortex, a game that none of you either guys played. I've never heard of it. <laughs> uh, I talked about it on one of the podcast well, episodes. It's like 
futuristic football, like sci-fi football game. Yeah, okay, I remember Sounds this. Right. A lot of fun. Like um, Bill Lambeer back in the day, combat basketball? A little more mechanically interesting. Sound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot more going on. You set plays. You uh, execute those plays. The enemy sets the play. It's a lot of fun. Um, go back and listen to the episode in which we talk about it. I couldn't tell you what episode it is, but uh, a really good competitive multiplayer game, I thought. And then my last one was Block and Load. Uh, shooter kind of in a Minecrafty world mm-hmm. where there's characters that can do uh, some interesting things. I also talked about that on the podcast, but I don't expect any of you guys to remember. I remember Block and Load vaguely. I think it was free-to-play. Mm-hmm. Uh, free-to-play shooter that did pretty well on Steam review-wise, but... Uh, I don't think it. I don't think it took, you know, the popular vote mm-hmm. anywhere. So okay, uh, my best competitive multiplayer. I put Heroes of the Storm at number three. I actually went back and forth on whether or not I should put Rocket League or Heroes of the Storm at number three. Ultimately, I I chose Rocket League at number two and Heroes of the Storm at number three, only because if you guys were getting together and say, "Hey, let's play this game," I wouldn't play Heroes of the Storm, but I would absolutely play Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I would still. I only play Rocket League with other people, um, but I would definitely play that with with you guys if if you so chose. Uh, and I put Splatoon as my number one multi- competitive multiplayer game. Uh, I probably seventy five, eighty hours. I played Splatoon. Probably ten of that on the single player, and the rest on multiplayer. Real, um, it's really good. Yeah, it it fits my multiplayer ness very well. Um, one of the things I really like about it is is. Because I don't play a lot of multiplayer games, part of the fun for me in multiplayer games is crafting a build to suit my play style and my lack of ability. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that one, it was fun, you know, getting all the clothes to boost the stats that I knew that I knew I Would needed help to help with, me. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, using the old paint bucket that ended up being my my weapon that I it, I chose. This game is something like why I like Plants vs Zombies so much. The yeah. shooter is because it's so different. Yeah, and how it just, it's silly. How it is? It's yeah. silly, like fun, different, out there type of shooter it's all silly though it's really fucking good it's really good uh and and one of the things i like about it too is you cannot play for a long time and the i don't know i think nintendo is like a mad genius for coming up with this but like the purpose of the game is not to kill other players it's to paint the ground so even if you're not very good territory if you're not good you can if you can if you can hit the ground you can be somewhat effective (laughs) yeah Uh, you can at least play a role yeah Uh, and if if you're really good at splattering players that helps you but not as much as being good at splattering the ground with me so i feel like there's a lot more uh, strategy and creativity involved in painting the ground than there is shooting somebody in the head yeah you know i I traded in all of my Wii U games when I bought something. It was your uh, Xbox One. Your my Wii Xbox, Xbox Elite. One. That's right. Splatoon is the one that I want back most. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to get it again. You can borrow from me, too, if you no, want. No, no, no. I, I, I want to buy that buy game it. again. Yeah, okay. um, it's it's really good. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see why you put that at number one. Nintendo. You're wrong for not putting Rocket League, <laughs> right. but it's a good option. I had it at number two. <laughs> for Dan, that's acceptable. Yeah. At least at one. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So T- yeah, Tito said he was going to throw his niece if Rocket League didn't win number oh, okay. one. <laughs> yeah, I mean we all played a like a, 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 a. I've probably played it the least, and even I played it like fifteen or twenty hours. Mm, so. I played but, it but, least. But like you said, like if if Corey or I was to be like, hey, you want to jump on Rocket? League? I'd be like, oh yeah, fuck, oh yeah, fuck and yeah. We had like a week there where we were playing every night. Yeah. in like November. Yep. It's a shame that our gaming schedules. Are I just, know. Like mine is like. Five in the morning, Stupid, I'm up yeah. and playing. Like your mine's five. starts at ten at night. Yeah, exactly. It's a shame because otherwise, I would pl- I would definitely play it. More. Yeah, 
pee break. Can we take a pre- pee break? Yeah, we'll take we... a quick pee break before we do the next uh, next quick little break category. So yeah, uh, we best competitive multiplayer. The winner for the 2015 Thummies. What's is up next? Rocket League. Uh, coming up next after the break will be best co-op multiplayer. Okay. So we'll be back with that in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 232 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. It is our 2015 Thummies Awards episode. Moving on to the next category, best co-op multiplayer. Um, again, this category is self-explanatory. So, without further ado, we should... Uh, you know what? I'm going to get something kind of sharp. Before we get too deep into this, thank Father Bill. Yes, absolutely. Oh, for, yeah. for tabulating our results. Once again... Uh, third year in a row. Third year running. Mr. Bill Murtha, who has been on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Thank him for tallying the votes. Uh, he does an excellent, excellent job, even though uh, he has a myriad of mistakes. But we forgive him for that. <laughs> and I'm sorry for getting my submissions to you today and then changing <laughs> them when I woke up. No, I tease, of course. We, we try to keep it a family business. So, you know, Father Bill's in there. Sure. That is correct. Okay. Tallying in the vote. Best co-op multiplayer. Number three, Rainbow Six Siege. Hmm. Number two is a tie between Heroes of the Storm and Rock Band. And number one, Rocket League. Yeah. Uh, as it should be. That's funny. This is funny. Let me tell you something. I didn't put Rocket League on my co-op. I didn't put any of those games on my co-op. You know, it's funny. I huh. put Rocket League as number one. Reason being, I ju- I tried to separate the co-op and the competitive uh, online experience more than I have in years past. I tried to keep it like different, mm-hmm. different games on there. Yeah, um, I'm happy it won. That's great, and I think if you use it as a cooperative game, it's awesome. But number one on my list was Rainbow Six Siege, um, and I don't. Will's the only one other than me that played it. You four. Played- Four online matches? Only because I didn't play it very much. It would have been higher if okay. I played it more. Yeah, I mean, and my basis for putting this at number one was really more of a, a potential than an actual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did experience a few games where, like, we played as a good team and stuff like that with, with randoms online. But the potential that that game has, I feel like, with people that I, I know and friends that, like, I get in a party with... And talk about strategies and who's going to do what, who's going to be which different um, operator or specialist, whatever it is. Um, I think that that game is just such an awesome cooperative multiplayer experience. Mm-hmm. And that that's why I put it at number one. Gotcha. Um, let's see. I had uh, number five, I put Helldivers uh, on PS4. I actually started playing that last week with Alex. Okay. Um, Rock Band 4. Obvious, I don't really need to talk about that. <laughs> Halo 5 Guardians I put on my list um, because I played the last part of the campaign with Will and two other dudes, mm-hmm. Johnny and Tom, mm-hmm. correct? Um, because I had a bastard of a time with that shitty boss fight. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. So I did some of the campaign there. Heroes of the Storm I felt like was more of a co-op experience for me than Rocket League has been. So that's why I put that on there It's instead of Rocket League. 
It's funny how you and I are the exact opposite with that because I, with me, I have Rocket League at number one because it's more of a co-op to me, and Heroes yeah. of the Storm wasn't the winner for me. See, I play I play Rocket League by myself with other people. It doesn't matter any any time of the day, always. Um, where Heroes of the Storm, I much preferred to play with you, with Will, or Alex, or whoever wanted to play. Like I just found like anytime we could get a good team together that's when I had the most fun with it absolutely whereas Rocket League I can have a great time with it by myself yeah um, so that's why I didn't put it on my list um, that's a really good point and, and just going off of that um, when I play Rocket League it doesn't really matter who I'm playing with yeah. I'm still in the same position setting up the same kind of play yeah exactly yeah I can see your point with that because everybody kind of plays the same way yeah which actually I wanted to shout out to Tito in LA one of the listeners who I play Rocket League with on a you know fairly as, as regular basis as I can one of the things I like about Tito when I play with him is he's always trying to find a way like I guess you could compare it to like in the NFL you know how there's always a team that other teams are trying to copy Tito always tries to find that new way to play that other people are going to want to copy. Like mm-hmm. he he when he sees that other people are one of the things he pointed out to me when we were playing it was yesterday or today. He's like, "You know what he's been trying to do is because people try to force the ball into the corner and try to have it pop up across the front of the goal. He's been trying to take more of like a direct approach and just like crossing the ball as like a direct pass." Yeah, like which is hard to do. It's, yeah. it's much easier to just send the ball up the wall. Yeah, um, and hope that it goes in front of the goal. But he's trying to actually do direct passes in front of the goal, like to another player on his team to their car. Hmm. Um, and that's one of the things I like about playing that game with Tito. But um, I don't know why I started talking about that. But <laughs> yes, Rocket League. Yeah, Rocket. Yeah, League. that's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, my, I also had completely none of those games were on my list at all. None of them. I went for straight co-op, like no competitive element whatsoever. Okay. Um, so my number one. You was play Mon- a lot more of those games than we I do. Play, don't well, you? I played with my wife. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so my number one was Monster Hunter Four Ultimate, which I didn't play with my wife, but I played a little bit with Eric, and then I played. I did a bunch of monster hunting like online with people, uh, which was a blast. Uh, for number two, I put Rock Band. Um, number three, I put Yoshi's Woolly World, even though I only played briefly. Uh, that's a very, very good co-op multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. And then number four, I put Skylander Superchargers because briefly played that, but it was also excellent uh, co-op game. So those are my co-op games. Cool. Okay. Will? Uh, number five, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 because of zombies, even though I played it once. but That's why I couldn't justify it. See, I with Black Ops being my number five for a bunch of these categories, it's because I ran out of things to put in. Yeah. So I played a lot of games this year. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't I, run into that. I I mean, when we go over the beaten game stuff, I only played like 12, 13 games from this year maybe, so I ran out. Um, at four, I had Rainbow Six Siege. I wanted to have that higher, but as I said, I didn't play as much of it as I wanted to. I think to. it would have been if we were able to... To find time to play it. Oh, there'd be no doubt it'd be one or two for me. Uh, three, Rock Band 4. Corey and I have been playing this whenever he's home a lot. Yep. Uh, been playing a lot of Green Day recently. I drunkenly purchased American Idiot. Sure. The whole album. Did they not have Dookie? They did, but uh, I opted for American Idiot for the you were drunk. rock operas. You were absolutely hammered. Dude, the rock operas are really fun <laughs> to play. They are fun to play. Yeah, but <laughs> you also have to listen to them. You don't like them? I thought you were an uh, American Idiot proponent. It's okay. But I'll never choose that in any situation, rock band, whatever. 
over Dookie or Insomniac yeah, ever. We're going to have to agree to disagree for the first <laughs> time tonight. All right. Because that Probably album Probably not is the last time tonight. Awesome. Uh, but I can see that. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's Steve, Dookie's man. a great album. Oh, Don't yeah. get me wrong. I just think for rock band, uh, I'm going to play a nine-minute rock opera. Okay. And enjoy the hell out no, of it. No, I see I, I see your point. Yeah. I see it. See, my favorite one to play on that is Holiday. I love how the guitar goes. Yeah, but uh, Jesus of Suburbia. Well, that's fun, too. That's a good song. Dude, that's so much fun to play. What, it, do, you, what do you play? Guitar, drums, drums? Drums. Drums. Anyway, uh, Heroes of the Storm is my number two. Uh, for all the reasons Eric said, number one is Rocket League because I will only ever play this with you guys. Cause Why that's, is that? Uh, I don't have as much fun playing alone as I do with people. And okay. I, mm. it's one of those things where I can't really explain I why. I wonder why. I'm the same like, way. What but is it about Will? I'm the same way. But it's because when like when I have a chance to play a game, I'm going to play like something with a story usually. Yeah. Uh, and, see, and, you I understand. Right, okay. I see. I'm surprised that Will, Will doesn't like... Play Rocket League more you. by himself. I think there's less to gain by playing by yourself. I know, but I do it constantly. See, I get. I, I think get, we get more out of. I think you and I um, both get a lot more. I know, a just, lot more out of that. I'm than, just trying to compute why. I get highly frustrated with the unorganization of people online. Yeah. Uh, if my car gets bumped by somebody I don't know, as somebody on to, your team, this, uh, yeah, on <laughs> my team so that I don't know, as opposed to one of you guys doing it, I get furious. I I know, and it's. I try so hard to to bear with people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I really do. Um, but, man. No, I hear you there, Will. It's, it can be frustrating when you're playing with people you don't know and somebody but, fucks up. And I'm the one. I, I'm uh, one of the players that will bump my teammates <laughs> a lot. And I feel like shit when I do it. Yeah. I always have ball cam on. And it usually, like, if it's up high. I, I always apologize. Yeah. I always say sorry. Yeah. And usually then it's fine. But when I look at like the, our extra live stream, or when I was playing with you and Chris Dan, yeah, uh, just, a lot of fun. Just how much fun it is when I ha- when I play with you guys, and yeah. how I will literally play it for however long you guys want to keep playing it because yeah. it's so much fun. That is interesting that we had like such a different look, yeah, on Rocket League, yeah, <laughs> like as a co-op or it, a competitive it, experience. It's weird because, like I said, like mine and yours thoughts on Heroes of the Storm are like swapped, yeah, and Rocket League, yeah. <laughs> Or, yeah, here's the storm in Rocket League. That's interesting. So co-op, Corey. Uh, Rocket League, I had had it number one, but after talking to Eric about it, I'm, I might drop it. But it's too late. What's well, too late? Uh, yeah, number two, late. a game I'm disappointed that Will didn't consider is Rampage Knights uh, as best co-op multiplayer. Did that come out this year? Yes. Yeah. See, I, you know why I didn't put it because I didn't list it in the games that I I have a games I beat category. Uh, I should start keeping track of games I play too yeah. because I forget about those sometimes. It's easy when you got to keep your notes, guys. I know. Oh, I do. I do every year. Temper um, your expectations. <laughs> right, right, right. But Rampage Nates was a lot of fun. Uh, role playing game slash roguelike. Uh, a lot like Rogue Legacy uh, in a lot of different ways. I had a great time playing with it. Will and I did it on our Extra, extra Life stream. We put um, a lot of hours into it. Just silly, over the top, kind of crazy power ups and spells and stuff like that. Uh, I had a great time with it. Uh, that was my number two. Number three, I had Heroes of the Storm for all the reasons we've talked about already. Number four, I had Rock Band 4. Um, I don't think that game's very good overall. I really don't. Uh, I don't either. But you mix it with some alcohol and, and some friends, friends yeah. Yeah. and then it's it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then at number five, I had Monster Hunter 4, a game that early on uh, I had a great time with. And that was on my list for a while. Right. Um, that's the problem. Like... And this comes back to objective or subjective. Uh, it came out really early in the year, kind of faded as the year went on. Plus, and it was on a handheld, just, which yeah. 
And that's just the nature of the beast, I guess. In a know. Nintendo handheld, which is makes grouping up even harder. Right, right. Because you got to, like, enter codes and <laughs> yeah. get everybody's social security it's a, number. It's a fucking chore. You have like, to fight with it. Yeah. I got to have Dan email me his birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the certified copy with the raised seal. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You got to have somebody notif- notarize it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just stupid. It really is. Um, but... I also had a really good time yeah. grouping up with uh, a number of people and doing the big hunts and stuff like that. Uh, really, a, a great memory from 2015 that sort of faded with time. Yeah, you know, it's just uh, yeah, a victim of time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so the win, the winner, wiener, the wiener for Ooh. the 2015 Thummy for best co-op multiplayer game, Rocket League. Okay, moving on. Best handheld slash mobile game. All right. This is a runaway. This winner. is a this is a paltry category this year. <laughs> paltry. I couldn't even come up with five. I, I really I couldn't, couldn't give up, a shit about this category. I couldn't come up with well, five either. I said to you guys at dinner, uh, I think I'm the one that fought to keep this one in, and then when I was doing it, I'm like, Ugh, I don't have much to go <laughs> on. Yeah, I, I remember saying, hey, I mean, we got to get rid of that one. Yeah. Paltry. Yeah. Okay, so number three. Story of Seasons. Number two, Lara Croft Go. And number one, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. No surprise there. That's really, for me, that was the only good handheld (laughs) game that came out the entire year. Now, you what about Codename Steam? Not good. No. Okay, I thought you liked it. Uh, It was okay. Okay. Uh, it's it'll be in another category, which I I, oh, I won't. Uh, Dan okay. stood up for it a little See, bit. See, Dan, I thought you liked it. I, it was okay. It, I don't think it was as bad as some people thought it was going to be, but okay. uh, it was also not as I wouldn't put it on a uh, a list of okay. best handheld slash mobile games. Fair enough. Um, yeah, because I only put I only ended up putting three. Uh, Monster Hunter was was my number one. Uh, for number two, I had Lara Croft Go. Did you play that? I did. I bought it. It was ninety nine cents. Uh, and I played it at a family Christmas party <laughs> because I was bored. You liked it? I nice. really liked it's it. It's good, right? It's surprisingly good. Yeah. Uh, it's not a great game by any means, no. but it's a, it's a like for a toilet game, it's fantastic. Sure. Um, they did a good job with that. And then I, all the way down at number five, I put Fallout Shelter. Um, I skipped three, four, three and four uh, <laughs> only because like I really liked you didn't it for give like it the points. yeah, I really liked it for like four days. Yeah. And then I was done with it's it. It's longer than I so. got out of it. Yeah, uh, I really liked it for that brief time that I played it, and then it was then I had no interest in touching it again. So, that's my list. Will, what do you got? Uh, at three, I had Fallout Shelter. At two, I had Hearthstone because I was really reaching for stuff. Did that come out this year on the phone on, on mobile? Yeah, oh, all right. yeah. Uh, and at one, Story of Seasons, which is the only handheld game I played and really really liked. So I didn't play. Uh, I probably would have liked that. Yeah, I think you guys definitely would have liked that game. Yeah, uh, if you want to borrow it, I don't have a 3ds. Yeah, it wasn't right. e- it wasn't even close actually. Monster Hunter got eight, eighteen points, and Lara yeah. Croft got eight. Not Those, surprising. Yeah, yeah. Mine, I had um, Ali Ali two at number five for the Vita. That's a good, that's a good vote right yeah. there. Yeah, I mean it was more of the same from the first Ali Ali. Yeah. Uh, number four was Fallout Shelter. Uh, it was okay. <laughs> it was fun for a few days. Yeah. I couldn't could not in good conscience put Fallout Shelter. Why? That's why I put it at number five. Why? Because I've played that game a hundred times already. <laughs> it just happened that tiny, this one, tiny tower, this one had a Fallout skin oh, on okay. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I actually, uh, never mind. Okay, go on. Number <laughs> number three was Hotline Miami Two for uh, Vita. Oh, okay. not as good as the first. 
but still good. Um, Lara Craft Go was number two, and Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate at number one. Mm-hmm. Corey? Um, I had, what did I have? Monster Hunter 4 at number one, for sure. Um, again, had a great time with it. Not we, even close. We talked about it a lot. We had a good time. We did a whole episode on it, I believe. Uh, my number two was Etrian Mystery Dungeon. Uh, I think I'm the only one that played that. Did that come out this year? Yes, it did. Okay. Uh, in, sure. in in North America. It came out oh. in Japan, I think, last year. Of course. Um, but they're slowly re-releasing all the Etrian games. I think the Etrian games originally came out for Vita, and they're slowly Coming trickling out, for out for 3DS. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not super familiar with the, the franchise. Um, but, yeah, that was uh, a lot of fun I had. Um, but I traded in my 3DS, so I kind of gave away that one at the same time. Uh, Downwell was my number three. Uh, a rare mobile game that oh, was you played just that fine. Did you like fine. it? I got it for ninety nine cents. Um, it was okay. Would it know? be better on PC? No. Okay. <laughs> no. You would get nothing out of it on PC that you couldn't get out of it. So I shouldn't bother. Either. No, absolutely okay. not. Uh, Pokemon Shuffle. I had it number four uh, as a Pokemon mild enthusiast had a little bit of fun with it but it's also free to play bullshit that you have to deal with uh so whatever and also final fantasy record keeper was my number five and same thing like free to play bullshit you just have to deal with it and it's just how much can you put up with i don't know i like final fantasy a whole lot and it's nice to like record keepers good at like exploring that whole universe and incorporating all the characters and levels and equipment and stuff like that but at the same time, it's just like, I like Final Fantasy. I don't like it enough to spend m- mad, mad money dough. on it. You know, Man, like, I, don't, I just don't care. I hear you. So, I think it's well done if you're into that, but yeah. I'm just not. I get you, right, Eric? I covered your mobile games? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, the winner for the 2015 Thummy for Best Handheld Slash Mobile Game, Monster. Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. Can we... Not a ton of competition there. No, and also uh, the new 3DS. Two exclusives. Two exclusives. Two. Two. Dose. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I actually read it, read an article about that briefly. Um, and they said, they said they said they kind of understood because they didn't want to fragment the 3DS player base, which I get. And for me, it was it was a worthwhile purchase because I had one of the little yeah, old 3DSs. I still feel like a chump. Well, you had a 3DS XL. You, it wasn't that big of an upgrade for you. It was a pretty big upgrade for me. Yeah, so that's fair. <laughs> I feel like a chump, too. Yeah. I traded it in. Yeah, I traded it in. I bought it, and I was like, this is awesome. And then like, I played Monster Hunter, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Back to the store. I'll, I'll go get the upgraded Xbox One yeah, Elite. Exactly. And, yeah. Silly. Yeah, I think me and Will are the only ones. And that's it. Like they're not going to they're not going to put anything else out. No, of course not, especially with all the not NX speculation. No. Yeah, cuz the NX is supposedly supposed to be a mobile. I feel like a chump. I'm usually too. good at detecting that stuff You too. are. If yeah. any of us are, it's you. Yeah. The like Oya chump. Like I said, it was a, it was a good uh purchase for me because I was upgrading from the little one, the old one. And you know what they said, uh actually, maybe not an entire chump because the 3D in the new 3DS. It's much better. It's much better. It was yeah. better. And I played high, uh, uh, Monster Hunter? Ocarina of Time 3D, and it was awesome. Yeah. It was really good. Right. So maybe not a huge chump, just half a chump. Okay. Next category, best rainy day game. Um, this one's kind of arbitrary. 
left up to our own. Uh, I like this category. I do too, and that's that's what we'll give you. We'll give you we'll give you those where some, a lot of other places won't. So best rainy day game, whatever that means to the individual voter, can mean a number of things. Yep, and I'm, I think we actually I think we've argued about this category. We have in, in years past. past. Corey and I usually have a different take on this. Number three, Fallout Four. Number two, Until Dawn. And number one, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Really? It's a good rainy day game. Wow. Now I'm surprised this is a, by that. Huh? I'm surprised by that. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, I'll start in, by saying that that was my number one, was Xenoblade Chronicles X. I freaking love that game. No, I will be, say I, it right now. I get it. I forgot that you two both played it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but Corey seemed pretty cool on it. I was pretty cool. I, I didn't play it enough, really, to for a 100-plus-hour game. Um, I don't think I played it enough. I also had res- it. It doesn't respect your time, though. I also had it as my number one, which for me, it's that's the rainy day. That's the sign of a rainy day game, a game that does not respect your time. Uh, and we talked about this last year, maybe the year before. Uh, what I look for in a rainy day game is something that transports me somewhere, somewhere else. else yeah. uh, and Xenoblade Chronicles X does a great job of that in the, the, the universe that they put you in, that mm-hmm. expansive planet with all sorts of different biomes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I've put about 35 yeah. hours into it so far, and I freaking love it. It's yeah. right up my alley. Yep. I, I can see why a lot of people wouldn't like it. it, but I, I love it. I mean, I still haven't gotten my scale yet, by the way. Oh, you got to <laughs> Still haven't gotten my mech, but I've been doing a lot of side stuff. Right, right. Like I like to do. Right. So, but yeah, I love that game. Oh uh, yeah, I put The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt at number 2, Fallout 4 at number 3, Splatoon at number 4. That was my lone competitive multiplayer game. Uh, and then Pillars of Eternity at number 5. Uh, because like Corey, I like to be somewhere well, like rainy day game to me is putting myself somewhere else. Um, but I, hmm. you know, I played a lot of Splatoon. So I'll just go, go since ahead. we're uh, yeah. we're since we're chatting. Uh, Xenoblade was number 1, Pillars of Eternity was my number 2. That didn't show up in 1 2 3? No, I mean it was my number 5. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Uh same thing. Um you know, get lost in a medieval world, uh, fantasy RPG yep. like just so much going on. Mm-hmm. Uh Sunless Sea was my number 3. I wanted to play that so bad. I thought you did. You never no, played it? No, I never I have it installed and I just never got to it. Okay. It's a uh, one of those 4X kind of games yeah. with a uh, with a really really interesting aesthetic uh and universe. Uh Monster Hunter 4 was actually my number 4 like laying down on a rainy day and going out and hunts with your with your pals. That's another one you got to kind of with your randos. Get the hang of too. Yeah. Uh and then Tales of Zestiria was actually my number 5, another game that you could just you know, lay on the couch while the rain's cut, lose yourself pouring, in. and just kind of lose yourself in. I don't sure. like Corey's view on this category. <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. What do you got? Uh, number five, I had Witcher three. Uh, I believe Dan had that on his list yep. also. Just you know, that's one that uh, you could sink a lot of time into and kind of get lost in some side quests. Mm-hmm. Number four, I had Super Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised that Corey didn't have that on this one. Yeah. You know, I've never really considered it. For sit this, down yeah. and pump out a few levels, yeah. maybe beat a few Play levels. levels. Yeah, you make a real hard one and spend your day trying to to beat it to upload it. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. Uh, Fallout Four, similar to Witcher Three, just kind of getting lost in there. Uh, number two for me on a rainy day, I just play Rocket League because right. I can play it all <laughs> fucking day. Right. Uh, my number one was Until Dawn mm-hmm. um, because 
that game should be played in one sitting if you can do it. And a rainy, shitty day is the best time, time to do it because it's a horror game and you can sit there for eight hours, eight and a half, nine hours, whatever it is, and just play through it. Yeah. Like, that's that's the perfect rainy day game to me. It's it's a game, too, that didn't get a lot of love, like, when it first came out. It got good reviews, but I think now everyone's starting to realize, like, what a good game it, it was. It got great reviews. It did not get a lot of publicity a- or marketing yeah. from Sony. Yeah. No, which is surprising because it was... One of their better games they put out. Kind of Funny Games talks about this a lot because they're PlayStation-centric. They always talk about how they're kind of surprised that The Order was one of the exclusives that got the the publicity from Sony that probably should have gone to Until Dawn. Yeah. And they didn't know what they had. I mean, I think everyone thinks that Until Dawn is a better game than The Order was. Right? I just, I don't... I like The Order. This this comes back into, into like, a a bigger... uh, contextual thing for me i feel like a lot of marketing and and uh advertising energy is spent towards people our age versus the people who are actually sitting and playing a bunch of video games all the time and that's kids yeah you know yeah and i think uh uh until dawn is a, a much more maybe not i think until dawn is a more kid-friendly game i really do I don't think Until Dawn or The Order are kid-friendly yeah, games. Yeah, I wouldn't say Until Dawn's kid-friendly. I think if if you're a uh, teenager, seven to thirteen-year-old kid, you're a lot more likely to play Until Dawn than you are. I disagree. I kind of disagree. Okay, I didn't play it. So. I gotta disagree. With I didn't. That. I didn't play. I didn't play Until Dawn either. But yeah, I don't know. I guess if, looking at it from like a parent's perspective, if I'm buying the game, I would have been much quicker to buy them The Order. Than I would until dawn. But did as a kid, did you rely on your parents to buy your game from for you? seven to thirteen? Yeah, you would absolutely. Really? Yeah, okay. I didn't have any fucking money. I just wouldn't rely on my parents to make. The, I would rely on them to buy the game for sure, but not make the decision on which game it was. I guess I'm coming from if I were the parent. Yeah, that being somebody who is familiar it's with familiar, video games, right, like right, I would right. be making that choice. What do you think you'd be more interested in as a kid? Um, probably the order. The yeah, order, to be that's honest, it's got werewolves in it. And it's a shooter, shooter. Like, yeah. Until dawn is like uh, it's, it's, it's like your, a movie almost. You're right. You know? it's, it's more marketable uh, towards towards kids. And, uh, Until dawn also is like um, it's like a campy, shitty horror movie mm-hmm. where seven to thirteen year olds don't know about those yet. Yeah, where people our age kind of grew up with that. Like we watched. Sleepaway Camp, one through however many. <laughs> so, well, let's forget about let's let's talk about the in between the fourteen to you know twenty seven. Now I'd say until dawn, yeah, in that range, yeah. I don't know. That's just yeah. No, it is interesting. I'd I'd be interested to see why they chose the order as the game to get behind as opposed to until dawn. Yeah, I think they just really didn't know. They just didn't know that didn't people know, were going to like Until Dawn. I, mean, I guess what I was getting at by saying that was the people who are probably making those decisions are maybe in their late 30s, early 40s, maybe not entirely connected with the audience who was mass consuming their product. Yeah. that That's all I was getting at with that. Sure. Out of touch marketing departments. But it happens. Yeah, I, th- I think Until Dawn's a perfect rainy day game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will? I have two different types of rainy days. So at five and four, I have my more competitive flavor for a rainy day. So 
Halo 5 and Heroes of the Storm are at 5 and 4. Uh, both my favorite competitive multiplayer games this year. Uh, and then at 3, I had Fallout 4, which is a great game to just sit down and play and get lost into. I mean, you guys both mentioned it. Mm-hmm. And then at 2, I had Until Dawn. Uh, mm-hmm. For what Eric said, that is a game that is best served playing in one sitting. Uh, and my number one is another game that I think is best being Life is played Strange? Is Life is Strange. Uh, and as little sittings as possible. God damn it. Gonna say that. I, wanted, I really wanted to play that. I really did. By the way, me and Corey were talking about it. When we talk more about that game, we should be able to talk about spoilers. Yeah. I would like to be able to talk about spoilers on you, this podcast. You cannot talk about that game without spoilers. Have you played it? It's the same, yeah. thing, with, same thing with Undertale. Played the whole thing. Oh, you did? Yeah. Undertale? You can't talk about Undertale without spoiling some of it. Exactly. Is that, that's, I think when we do these thummies, we should do spoilers because it's just silly Ooh, to not talk If you're talking Life spoilers. is Strange, I'm leaving. You yeah, don't want spoilers? I mean, no. I, don't, I don't want Life is Strange spoilers for me I'm going to step out if what if, what if they're vague? What if they're spoilers, but if they're vague enough that you'll probably forget by the time you play it? But I'm okay with that. I think that's the best way to talk about games. It's fair. Really. Yeah. Okay. It's like not so- talk specifics, but oh, there's a point in life. Anyway. Life Who's is strange where so and so does so and so. Because if names come at you, you're not gonna. Have no, any you won't idea. process it. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'll try to tune out anyway. You're right. You're right. But okay. yeah, life is strange. So the winner of best rainy day game for 2015, Xenoblade Chronicles X. All right. Shocking. Shocking turn of events. That is a surprise, honestly. I was very surprised. Is it? I don't know. I think it's a perfect rainy day. I came out of nowhere. That's what I picked for number one, too. But I'm surprised that you picked it, too. I guess. So am I. That's that's what I'm surprised at. Dude, I can't wait to sit down and play. You seemed pretty cool on that game, I thought. I only played like four hours. Fuck you, Corey. (laughs) You were fucking cool on it. It's hard to judge a game. Uh, like 100 plus hour game in four hours, you know. I think I thought your thing this year was kind of like you didn't care for games that disrespected your time. Oh, and that's definitely one of them. Yeah, for sure. But in the rainy day, in the rainy day category, that's right kind of what I'm looking for. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I can. All no, right. you won't see Xenoblade anywhere else. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you, you might, but not for the reasons you'd expect. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> All right. Next category. Most welcome surprise. Um, yeah. Again, kind of self-explanatory. Uh, a game that surprised you the most, obviously. Uh, number three, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I no- like that pick. Number two, Rocket League. And number one, Dying Light. Wow. Really? Hmm. That sucks. So, okay. Eric, we'll start with you. What, do you, like what, do, you, what do you got on your... I had Dying Light at number five. Mm-hmm. Um... Huh. I don't know. I did, I just felt like it belonged on this list. I thought it was it was really good, uh, especially coming off of kind of Dead Island, which I hated. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Dying Light was far. Why'd you hate it? I've got a similar game on my list. <laughs> yeah, that I'll talk about. When yeah, I so I just I felt like it was a quite a step up. Until Dawn was number four. I did mm-hmm. not. It, we just talked about that. I don't yeah. need to talk about it again. Nobody uh, expected that. Nobody one. expected it. Right. Uh, Fallout Four for me personally. Right. Because I'm not a fan of the Fallout series like you guys and many other people are. Mm-hmm. I, I tried to play Fallout 3 numerous times. Could not get into it. I didn't even try New Vegas. So for me, Fallout 4, the amount that I enjoyed that game was surprising, was surprising. to me. Uh, the city building stuff, I fucking loved. Like, that's one of my favorite parts of it. Like, I was just really, really surprised by how much I enjoyed that game. Mm-hmm. Rocket League, I mean... I think if you guys remember, if you think back, when I played the beta for Rocket League, 
you will remember me saying I could see this game being my game of the year. Yeah. I'm almost positive yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah. I believe you yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, so I vaguely bef- remember that. Rocket League was my number two. Um, that game just like blew me out of the water and continues to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've talked about it to death. Number one was Heroes of the Storm. Mm-hmm. As I said, I would have never expected a MOBA. a MOBA on PC to take up months of my gaming year. Yeah. It got to the point where it ruined you trying to play things for the podcast. No, it did. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean, Jake, Idaho Jake would attest to. <laughs> He had to like suffer through hatred, many of Yeah, a, his hatred of Heroes of the Storm. He's not probably, the only one. I feel like we had a couple. Yeah, it probably grew exponentially it's, because of how it kind of took <laughs> Will and I over. <laughs> it consumed us. Yeah, it, it, I would hearken back to Dan's obsession with... Um, Guild Wars. Guild Wars. No, me and, me and Corey. Crusader Guild Wars Kings. and Crusader Kings. Crusader Kings. Both of those games. Okay. It was like every week for like yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, it's kind of, it was kind of yep. a similar thing to that. Um, so, I, you know, I was really surprised that uh, that game did that to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Go ahead, Corey. I, I, I like, Eric, I like your honesty on that list because I know you're you're a huge proponent of Rocket League mm-hmm. and to put Heroes of the Storm above that. Um, well, I, think I respect that. If you think about me and the kind of games that I like, like me being a, a right. FIFA fan and stuff like that, like yeah. I've always liked a good competitive online game. So it's not surprising that I like that game. It's surprising how much I like that yeah. game, I guess. Yeah. You know no, that, I mean? that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. That's why I, I really admire the way you, you listed that uh, one through five. Uh, I'll jump in here. I had uh, Sunless Sea at number five, a game that sort of came out of nowhere and had a great, uh, like I said uh, on the last group, uh, great aesthetic that whole like dead sea kind of thing like like necromancer on the dead sea kind of thing mm-hmm. uh fantastic i had a great time with it massive chalice was my number four uh, another game that i don't think will get its due on any of these lists but uh i had a great time with it did the XCOM kind of thing the the uh I should play um, that. the strategy the, the aspect of Pretty it we've, i mean we've talked about it that's another game we've talked about all year, really. Yeah, I played it late, it so I didn't get to play it. I didn't get to experience it when you guys did, but that was a hit. Around it was here really good yeah. with you three. Yeah, big hit with us, uh, Mirtha nerds here. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Invisible Ink was my number three. Another game like there's so much in that game that if you like video games and you don't like Invisible Ink, I'm going to ask you like why? Yeah, because there's just there's so much in that game. Mm-hmm. Really, it's it takes so many different aspects of other games and combines them into something that is so much fun to play. Uh, really impressive product overall. I had num- I had Dying Light at number two. Again, we've exhausted that game, um, and I had Rocket League at number one because that game's awesome and so surprising. Nobody, I'm surprised nobody saw that coming. Surprised? I'm glad you had that at number one because I'm surprised you like it as much as you do. Yeah, it's impressive. I mean, it came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, nobody saw that game coming, and, yeah. and you played like the beta or something like that, didn't yeah. you? And you're like, "This game's really good," and I'm like, "This uh, game oh seems stupid." Oh my god, I was blown away by that, how good it was. Yeah. I when Eric told me how good it was for the beta, that's the reason why I signed up for the beta. Absolutely. The, and, the other thing about it, <laughs> keep going back to the Rocket League, but anyway, uh, the other thing about this game is as much as I play it. Do you have any idea how excited I am to play that game with my friend Jeff on Xbox One? I believe it. We played he's FIFA. He's your FIFA buddy. Oh, yeah, he's my right. FIFA buddy. And I we played FIFA last night, and I said to him, Jeff, you have no fucking idea how excited I am to play Rocket League with you. Like, yeah. I cannot fucking wait. It's, yep. Ugh. I have to buy it again. But uh, overall, this is one of my favorite categories because it acknowledges, you know. Yeah, something came out of nowhere. Right. 
um, in, in, in all these games, for me anyway, Rocket League, Dying Light, Invisible Ink, Massive Chalice, Sunless Sea are some some of my most memorable experiences. I gotta of the check year. Invisible Ink and uh, Massive Chalice out because yeah. I loved XCOM. And if they're anything like that, Massive Chalice is on Xbox One. No, I have it. It was oh. free for uh, gold. Yeah, I go. have it downloaded. There you go. Perfect. Uh, all right, I'll go next. I skipped number five on this one. For number four, I put Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I thought it was a dumb idea for a game, to be honest, when I first heard about it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but then I played the beta. It was the global test fire. The, oh, yeah. the stress when test. When they had like an, an hour. Yeah, it was like an there. hour. And I was like, oh, I'll play like two or three matches <laughs> and, and, Nintendo. and move Nintendo. on. And I ended yeah. up playing for like 45 minutes yeah. until the, so the server crashed. Such a Nintendo <laughs> um, move. It is a Nintendo an move. Hour. And I was like, wow, that was really good. Uh, and then I bought it and played it I almost put hours. that on mine, Dan. The only reason I didn't is because like I've always kind of been into the online shooters, yeah. so I wasn't shocked that I liked yeah. it. Yeah, I hear you. Number three, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Uh, It was a surprise that I liked it because I hated um, the shorter one, Ground Zeroes. I hated Ground Zeroes with a passion. Sure. Uh, Well, they they wanted forty bucks for it, right? That was part of it. That was part of it. It didn't. It didn't have all the different systems and stuff that that the Phantom Pain had. Konami. That I ended up really liking. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck Konami. But anyway, yeah, that was a surprise that I liked that. (laughs) Number two, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I've wow. been hating on Assassin's okay. Creed for years now. Uh, uh, so the fact know. that it was good and the fact that I liked it is saying a lot. I had to play that. It's unfortunate that this game isn't going to get more credit from me for how much I liked it. Yeah. It was surprisingly good. I really didn't have a lot of bad things to say it, about it. It really, really was. Didn't. Yeah. So, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. And then number one, I put Dying Light. Um, Dying Light, mostly because it had all the telltale signs of being a shitty game <laughs> when right. it first came out. You're didn't right. reviews not the come reviews out? The reviews came out, like, I think they didn't... They, the day it There came was out? no review copies out for the game whatsoever. I think, uh, like, journalists had to, like, buy the game to play it. Yeah. And I had it pre-ordered because I thought it sounded cool. Uh, I ended up canceling my pre-order because none of, like, at the very last minute... Because none of the review sites that I follow right. like had reviews out, so I was like, "This game's gonna suck." You don't want to get screwed. I didn't want to get screwed exactly because you know the whole zombie thing. Like I, I like you, uh, hated a lot of parts of Dead Island. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was, well, a, there, was, there was a few good things that I liked about it, but you know, I, ultimately, I didn't. Why didn't don't you like it? That. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was my most welcome surprise. Yeah, no. You know, I, I kind of questioned that when I first heard it, but you pointing out I had all the telltale signs of it being just an awful game. Yeah, yeah. completely right with that. No, I did. And I, I ended up loving it. So I don't. I wish I hadn't won this category, <laughs> but but no, Dan's right. Yeah, definitely. Wait, Dying Light was the number one. Winner? That yeah. was the winner. Okay. Well, I guess. What's your list? At five, I had NHL sixteen. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Was this? Was it Dave in Boston who said it was pretty good? Yep. And for whatever reason, he said that, and I went out and got it. Uh, and I thought I was going to hate it. Cause, it's a decent game. Because hate I've hated every NHL since, like, 11. Well, they've been bad since 11. Yeah, but this one's actually pretty good and fun. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any complaints or negativity about it. No, we had, we had a good time playing that at uh, my bachelor party. Yeah, That was did. good times. We for sure did. Uh, it's still insanely frustrating to lose to you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's any game. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, like to lose that. That will persist forever. Forever. for the rest of your life. So. <laughs> uh, at four, I had Halo 5. Now, if you guys remember for the Thummies last year, I played the beta, and I said on here that I remember that Halo's going to be terrible this year. I am not going to like it. Uh, 
I get convinced to buy the game because of the podcast, uh, Hide the Truth, or Hunt the Truth. Hunt the Truth. Hunt the Truth. You're welcome. Uh, so thank you. And I end up loving Halo. And cool. it's my favorite like shooter this year. This so. is a really good multiplayer. Halo? Halo. Really? Halo 5? Okay. Oh, it's multiplayer is so fucking great. It's really, really good. That's awesome. So, like, um, it, it blew my mind that how much I liked it for how much I hated on it. And I don't like having to eat my words, but I had to there. So, uh, this is kind of an aside, but in going through my notes for the thummies, I saw my predictions mm-hmm. from this year. And one of my predictions was Halo overtakes Call of Duty as the be- the most popular. That didn't happen. Competitive, No. It sure didn't. Because Black Ops well, Three was huge. I, and didn't yeah. we talk about it at the time? But part of it, part of it is the platform exclusivity. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah That's a big, point. big good thing point. against yeah. Halo. Sure is. Because Call of Duty's on on even the old gen systems, multiplayer right. I mean, only. Camp campaign and, then, and multiplayer uh, are both superior in Halo. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Halo Five and Black Ops Three. I definitely think Halo Five is the best shooter. For Black Ops Three campaign was good about until halfway, and it fucking fell off the rails. <laughs> I fell off the fucking rails. I want to play it just so Something I can hear it. it. Okay. Um, but three, I had Assassin's Creed Syndicate. As I said, it's unfortunate that this game's not going to show up more for me for how much I loved it. Uh, and then two is Until Dawn. I knew I was going to like it, but for how much, I'm surprised. And then one is Life is Strange. I didn't yeah. think I would like a game so much about two teen girls finding themselves. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't as surprised by that. Weren't? I wasn't. Well, you know, I could see you liking it more than Will. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I heard about that game. I knew very little about it before I played it. Um, but thinking about it, I was like, that sounds like something I would enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. So I was not surprised by it. If um, I could pick one of us to play the game, it would have been you. Yeah. yeah. And then and then gone home immediately after. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you're the most open-minded to those artistic games. Okay. I'll accept that. Yeah. I'll take it. It's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Fussy. I think fussy is a good word for it. <laughs> fussy. You're, no, you're right. You're, fussy, but... Uh, you're well, artsy. My big thing with this year is this is the year I discovered I don't like video games. Right. Well, no, we've been talking about that yeah. all year. Yeah. So there's a big theme there. <laughs> okay. It's common. So 2015 Thummy for most, most welcome surprise goes to Dying Light. Yeah. Next category, biggest disappointment. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty, Yeah, boys. I don't need to explain this one, obviously. Let's get into it. It's fairly self-explanatory. <coughs> All right. Number three. Tie between Batman Arkham Knight and The Witcher 3. Number two. Really? Wow. Wow. Tie between Evolve, Codename Steam, Hotline Miami 2, and Everyone's Gone to the Rapture. Wow. And number one. In Runaway, Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. That game sucks. Oh, God. I have so much to say about okay, this. Okay, so I put Star Wars Battlefront as my number one. Number two, I put Codename Steam. That was a disappointment for me. I expected more from Nintendo, but that's all I have we to all, say on We that. all kind of looked forward to that one before yeah. it came out. I it, was new, it, was, it was a new IP. It was an XCOM-like game. Uh, it just ne- wasn't nearly as good as it, it could have been, I thought. Yeah. And, and on paper, it sounded great. Oh, yes. oh Abe yeah. Lincoln is yes. uh, a mech kind of steampunk. Punk, where you yeah. fight aliens. Mixed with X- XCOM. Yeah, yeah, XCOM, like strategy RPG. Disappointment. Just did not deliver. You know, 40-second turn low Oh, that speed. was brutal. Plus. Brutal. Yeah, I can't believe that was a thing. Disgusting. Like, disgusting. who thought that was okay to put out like that? 
I don't, and they fixed it later, which means they could have uh, done it. Kind of. Mm. I think they, didn't they lower it from, was it, it was like 40 seconds to like 24 seconds yeah, or something like that. which is not It wasn't acceptable. a huge change, but <laughs> right, it was, yeah. it still it was too long. Still too long. Yep. This day and age. Yeah. yeah. So, that was my list. Will, go ahead. I only had two. There was only two games this year that I was disappointed with. That's um, how I was, too. Go ahead. Two is Evolve. Um, solid five plus. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. This game on paper uh, is would be amazing. Evolve? But, evolve. But it's yeah. just... It, I don't know if it's because I played it alone a lot, or... Yes, that's exactly why. Uh, that's, a, that's a theme for a lot of games this year. Yeah. You're right. It kind of is because this is the year. Like it's something we need to talk about at length tonight. Well, okay. Well, I'll start it. This like the four v one gameplay style is really cool idea, but it falls really short if you don't have anybody. And my friends didn't get into it or buy it. It was only one other person. And playing online with people wasn't that much fun because you didn't really have the teamwork. Then you had the occasional person trying to be a jerk to you over everything. Right. Uh, so it's just, it fell really short for me. Uh, yeah. and I was really disappointed because this game sounds awesome. And this on top of the DLC was pretty dis- Yeah, the whole DLC thing was very confusing. Yeah. As even I was confused by it and I usually am decent at parsing those things out, but it put a sour taste in my mouth oh. too, right off the bat. Like I now would like to try it just to see what it's like, but I don't know like what I'm supposed to buy that I can I, actually play it. I think I saw it for $10. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, you need this amount of – you need this and this and this for the, DLC to yeah. be able to play with other people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, like, it's it's very confusing. The only reason this isn't a steamy turd for me is I got it for free. Thank right. you, Galuzo yeah. family. Yeah, that's uh, a pretty good deal. For helping me that's out with that. Deal. I think you still should have put it in your steamy turd. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. There wasn't something this year that I was just like, that's a Sim City. Game yeah, or that's next. We're, that's next. That's the next one. We're getting there. We're getting there, bro. <laughs> We're getting there. But one is Star Wars Battlefront. I didn't think this was a steamy turd because I didn't think it was that bad. It was just a little disappointing with it, with how much, uh, how much. I hype. did a lot of wrestling in my head. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> you can go. <laughs> uh, for my biggest disappointment, number five was Just Cause Three, and that's not to say it's a bad game. Yeah, because it's not. Yeah. But. It should be better. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit let down. I felt like it was going to be better than what it was. The load times uh, are supposed to be better now, and in all honesty, I haven't played it since they put the patch out. Um, but they were fucking bad, like really bad on console, um, and that was awful. This day and age, like people want things immediately, yeah. and if you can't deliver that, then you're done. Um, so that sucked. Uh, I don't know. I just yeah. it's very repetitive. Repetitive. That's yeah. the biggest complaint I heard about. It's just fun, but three. it's it's just super repetitive, and the load times are too long. So Dude, I was I was disappointed. You, the, you know where uh, Just Cause Three exceed uh, succeeds for me is when I'm on Reddit and people put gifs. Yeah, of, yeah. Like, crazy. No, shit. that's that's the that's kind of game it, it is. Starts and ends for me. Really. Yeah. And the thing about Just Cause Three is uh, I'm not creative as those people are. Yeah. So, it's, I kill everything the same way. You yeah. can get all you want out of it by watching those right. exactly on YouTube yeah, or like, Reddit oh, or what whatever. What a clever way to like throw a helicopter exactly. at a soldier! And, and I never think of stuff like that. Right. Um, number four, and I, in all fairness, I did not play this game, mm-hmm. but I think it's okay for me to say that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five was a pretty big disappointment. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Sounds, That's sounds fair. Yeah. As somebody who is a big fan of the previous games, uh, I mean, Jesus Christ, I put a lot of time into one and two, at very least. Hell yeah. The Superman. So good. Like, the, the gameplay, the soundtracks were fantastic. Like, just everything. I put so much time into those games. Was really, like, when they announced they were doing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, like, fuck yeah. Like, it's, it's back. It's back, yeah. The series is back. And I couldn't even buy it because it was so fucking bad. Yeah. Like, from all accounts. Yep, everyone everyone said Good it was thing, dude. I heard. I heard with that one that they were losing the licensing to it, and they wanted to pump I out. I told you that. Was it you? Okay, I didn't remember where I heard that. Yeah. But that's, they were going to lose the licensing. That's sad. <laughs> Number three was Batman Arkham Knight. Did anybody else have that? I would have if I played it, probably. As a huge, I liked Batman. I did not at all. I, I understand as a, why. As a huge fan of the previous games in the Batman series... And I think listening to Giant Bomb kind of helped me realize one thing about this game that I didn't even think of. I didn't need any more Batman. Yeah. I didn't need it. It was done. Yeah. Somebody else said that on there. I don't remember who it was, but yeah. I, I just didn't need it. And if I did need it, I sure as fuck didn't need all the Batmobile. Yeah. That's that's the thing. That that game lived or died by whether or not you liked the Batmobile. And I didn't. Which I did. I didn't. You didn't. And a lot of other people didn't. I think, yeah. me and, I think Idaho Jake also liked the Batmobile stuff. Yeah, but I think you're right. That was it. That was the only people that liked it. From it was what I a good-looking game, all that kind of stuff. Like you know, still got the combat and all that. But like, there's, I, I, I don't know. I just, I couldn't get into like being in a in the Batmobile and turning into a tank. Like, yeah. really? That's not Batman. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I just felt like the other games were far better yeah. than that one was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was let down by that. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture was one that I was. Fucking pumped for it, yeah, and by are. all means, should have been right up my alley. Like I'm a the biggest Journey fan. Like mm-hmm. I will, yeah, dude. to the day I die, defend how amazing that game is, and like yeah. Flower, and just these weird like artsy games. Like I think Corey and I are probably the biggest yeah. proponents of those like kind those, of games here. Those stupid art games, they're great. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture is fucking terrible. <laughs> 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 that game is not a game. It's not enjoyable. It's not fun. Yeah. Uh, slow walking simulator. Slow, it's a it's a walking simulator. I, I feel like they missed the boat. Like, they did. Like that game should have come out like four or five years ago when that thing was big. You know. Well, yeah. Like if this was the first kind of that game, but it's not. Okay, it's but like it's, it's not the fiftieth. And they should have learned yeah. from the previous games. Like yeah. okay, you know, we, let's build let's build off this. And they made a very basic like shitty game. I was very disappointed by that one. I like that. Very basic shitty game. Yeah, yeah. My, my biggest disappointment is Star Wars Battlefront. Um, and I think it's fair to say that Will and I purchased this game this past week. Mm-hmm. It was on sale on PlayStation Network, and Will and I split our games on there digitally. So we bought it, and what, 20 bucks a piece? Yep. Something like that. Uh, one of the deciding factors was my friend Alex got a PS4 for Christmas and his parents got him Battlefront. So I said, yeah, you know, I got a couple people to play it with, whatever. Battlefront is okay. And that's why it's disappointing. Yep. Yeah. I think everyone's agree, agrees on that though. It's, it's got great sound. Yeah. Good visuals. It looks fucking amazing on my new TV. It's like a movie. It looks incredible. It looks so good. That's it. Yeah. The yeah. game modes are boring. Totally, dude. Yeah. The game modes are boring. I don't care if there's nine different game modes; they all suck. Yeah. Like, 
I've heard the only one that people play is Walker Salt, really. And right? I, I don't even like that. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you hate it. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. The, the maps, I like the Endor map. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. I like running around in tree forts. But at the same time, it's, like, too condensed, and you can't see the players very easily, which makes it tough. Um, I have decided that I really have a problem with these multiplayer games coming out with just multiplayer. Yeah. And I did not feel that way coming into this year at all. Rainbow Six, Star Wars Battlefront, and what's the other one? There's a third. Evolve. Evolve Evolve. didn't didn't have a campaign yet. These games that don't have the campaigns, campaigns... It's bullshit. And it, it's just like, it's so shitty to the consumer because, like Dan was saying, like, now the I have to buy all these DLCs to, like, keep up with everybody else. And the game lives or die by its player base. It does. And they have no legs, like you saw with Titanfall. It, it was right there for yeah. everybody to see last year. Like, these games are not going to live. They're just yeah. not. I'm sorry. Even with the Star Wars name, that game is just not going to live on. It's yeah. just not. It doesn't have the legs. It's, I bet you six it, months from now it's going to be a wasteland. Yeah, and, and if the, it's even six months. The shitty thing is, is that I gave them my money and <laughs> whatever. Call me a sucker, whatever. <laughs> I'll probably get the DLC too, but I'm going to have to. Right. Yeah. Going to have to. Otherwise, it makes that other twenty bucks I spent useless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the people that are going to play that game are going to have the DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the multi, the unlock part of the game isn't deep enough. Uh, like a that's battle. an understatement. Yeah, it's there's nothing to it to work for. Yeah. So like once you get all that unlocked, like you got nothing to do, and you're just shooting people. Which I guess people like that, but it's boring and not much fun. The it's so casual. I was yeah. gonna say even I've heard like a lot of the people that I follow, you know, games people said that even for a shooter, like it's it's a little bit erratic, uh, and there's yeah. not a lot you can do as right. a player to change the tide of battle even There's if you're not. really good yeah. you, I, I feel like i have no impact on anything i do like yeah. you know e, e, like when i was playing with alex it's better playing with friends but yeah. like you should usually i feel like like if i was playing heroes of the storm or, or rocket league by myself i have a pretty good time yeah but if i'm playing with friends it's like exponentially better yeah mm-hmm. battlefront i have a pretty shitty time playing by myself it's okay if i put with friends Dude, it's I okay. feel, I, no i feel like we're still stuck in the 90s with battlefront really yeah. like the ebb and flow of battle and stuff like that it's just silly you may you have no impact like there's usually one or two players in the match that have an impact that go like 35 and 8 or mm-hmm. something like that because just, they're just because the, they know the specific and, strategy on that one map and to even that succeed. is silly and that's that takes away from what makes star wars so great like it's it's what makes Star Wars so great is the feeling of being a hero. And mm-hmm. you don't get that at all with Battlefront. No. It's silly. You, d- you don't. No. And I don't know. It's just, it's just I really, really wanted to like that game a lot. And yeah. I just don't. Yeah. It's just such it, an average, casual game. And the on-map power-ups are the worst part, in my opinion. I like some of the power-ups. I don't like having to walk around a map to pick up a card to take a knee to go into a vehicle. No, that's stupid. The vehicle power-ups are stupid. I want to They know. should just be Point- sitting there. Pointless, want- too, right? I mean, yeah. you really They're don't... hard to control. Yeah, hard to control, and, like, you don't feel like you affect the battle at all when you're in them, right? Well, you don't feel like you affect the battle at no all, No matter what. Period. <laughs> okay, like, I gotcha. The, exactly. the flying yeah. is horrendous <laughs> in the game. It's oh, bad. my God. The, the dogfights in... in, in in uh, Battlefront, Battlefront, the dogfights are terrible. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and I just played the beta, so it's not it's, much better. No, from what and, you and like Will said, the unlockable you, stuff sucks. 
you got a good enough taste playing the beta of what the no, actual you, game you was going to be like. Yeah. You absolutely did. And like, Which is why I felt confident in voting this one as biggest dip- disappointment because I didn't buy it. Oh, yeah. But the beta was the reason why I didn't buy it. It was uh, it was my number one biggest disappointment um, coming out of E3. Like, I thought it looked awesome. I love Star Wars. Everything looked great. The thing is, is it does look awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Playing it sucks. I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> and then then you play it, and you're like, "This is stupid." I feel like I'm playing a DOS game. Yeah, on my bumping PC. No, it's silly. It's so mindless. It's silly. Yep. So the winner, two, deservedly, 2015 biggest disappointment, unanimous. I didn't get to run through my category. Star Wars Battlefront. Go ahead. Do we care? Yeah. I care. I care. Does anybody care? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Hotline Miami as my number two biggest disappointment. I thought that I thought might have been you. I thought it was stupid. I really did. I wasn't because of the first. Didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed the first one a lot. The first uh, one was fantastic. Playing the second one, I was not impressed by any of it, really. I was just annoyed. I thought it did was... Did you need any more? No. 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 They should have left it. Yeah. Should have left it alone. Um, I get it. You know, like cash grab kind of thing. That's fine. Like, they can make some money off of it. I, I paid for it. I bought it. Uh, so did I. But just no innovation on Hotline Miami 2 mm-hmm. over Hotline Miami 1. Um, like, yeah, the style and the music and everything was great. but Music uh, was the great part. Yep. Yeah, but overall, like, I just thought it was worthless and a waste of my time yep. and everyone else's time. I didn't get anything out of Hotline Miami 2 that I didn't get out of Hotline Miami 1. Um, I just thought it was stupid. The Witcher 3 was actually my third biggest disappointment. Um, as a huge fan of The Witcher 1 and 2... And a reader of the books, uh, I was very let down by the impression they gave of Geralt in The Witcher 3. Um, I did not feel like they captured everything that made Geralt so great in in the first two games and the books series. Um, I it, it just felt like another open-world RPG to me, and that offended me as a fan of, of the previous games. Maybe we'll get into it more, maybe not, I don't know. Eric Kane is in the same boat as you, Corey, yeah. uh, of Forbes. He feels the same exact way. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was ridiculous, honestly. Um, and, and, and that was really hard for me to put that on Biggest Disappointment because I really don't feel like I played it enough. But based on what I played, you know, the first four or five, six hours, whatever, um, I was really disappointed. Mm-hmm. But I had – my phone will straighten out here. Where are we? Biggest disappointment. Uh, Titan Souls was my number four. I thought about putting that on my list too. I was pumped for that game, and and I didn't yeah. play it based on your. I bought it, and you guys played it on my account mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And based on your guys' thoughts, I didn't play. It. I was yeah. bummed. Yeah, no, it was, okay. it was a good. Honestly, it was a good game, uh, and they build it as boss battles that you can't take any damage from. And I was like, okay, uh, but going into it, it I feel like. I feel like the Titan Souls 2 will be way better. Okay. Um, Jumping block. Yeah, they're working on some kinks and stuff like that. But uh, overall, I was just kind of disappointed with Titan Souls um, because it was just boss battles. Yeah. And and, and, and the in-between was kind of annoying, uh, which is fine. Like, that's how they build it. But overall, as a game, I just wasn't super into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And my last disappointment was Rebel Galaxy at number five. See, that's what I want to play from other podcasts I've listened to. It's not good. What I like, I really don't think it's good. No, what? What? It's what a is waste it? of time. What is it? It is Eve Online for people who don't have the time to play Eve Online. It sounds all right. Yeah, 
Try but and play it. It's not. No, it's super boring. It's stupid. Okay. It is it lists... the type? Of, what, what, what would it appeal to more simulation fans? Like, no. Is it the type of thing that you need to sink a lot of time into to get value? No. Out you of know it? what? It, it appeals to people who like Firefly, like like that aesthetic of the country, uh, like cowboy, space wild west, space wild west. Uh-huh. It appeals to that. I like that for like five minutes. Oh, okay. And then once you hear all the music, hear all the voice acting, you start playing the game, and you're just like, this is stupid. I had no interest in playing it. It was, uh, I did, like, granted, I only played, you know, like, four or five hours of it. But it was very basic, like, oh, take this and take it here. But it was just the same thing over and over again, like, taking Mm. one thing. Fetch quests? Yeah, fetch quests. And, you know, the style of it was very, very intriguing, but... I feel like once that wore off, the game itself was just not interesting. Gotcha. That's Rebel Galaxy. Okay. All right. So winner of the 2015 Thummy for Biggest Disappointment, Star Wars Battlefront. And we're going to take a quick break. Uh, after we come back, we're going to be kicking off with the Steamy Turd category. <laughs> so that'll be a fun one. So we'll be I'm right back about that. in just a minute. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 232 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. Uh, continuing our 2015 Thummies episode with the 2015 award for Steamy Turd. Yeah. Now, Steamy Turd. for a little explanation, this is a award that goes to a game that, quite frankly, sucks. Nothing redeeming about it, yes, really. Yes, or very little redeeming about it. The, the problem with that is uh, just going off our premise of being a podcast that focuses on uh, the positives for the most part is that we don't play a lot of steamy turds. I was going to say we're also we a little afford we're a little more selective with our purchasing, I think. Yeah. Um I would love to be able to play like every game that came out. Sure. Um but that's just not possible. No. Uh, any game that we play like I said we have to buy or borrow from someone or rent. So also we don't have time to spend on crappy games. Yeah. You know. Mm-mm. So, without further ado, Number three, Grim Fandango Remastered and Angry Birds 2. Tie. <laughs> what? Number two. Where are we? Million Arthur. Yes. And Star Wars Battlefront. Tie. Okay. And the winner is also a tie between Batman Arkham Knight and Colat. Okay. Um, I believe what we used to do. Um, maybe a uh, year, uh, two years ago. I don't remember, but I feel like we determined live what was our winner I overall. We, I think okay. we should do I, that. Based I think, on conversation. I, I think you're right about that. Okay. Uh, I abstained from this category. Oh, I did too. I did not feel like I played <laughs> any, games, you, huh? any games that I felt were steamy turds. Battlefront, I was very disappointed by. Yeah. Steamy turd. Steamy turd category. Eh, I didn't play enough. Yeah. I didn't buy it. I didn't play enough well, to make my to calculate it into the steamy turd. <laughs> I can't uh, wait to hear category. This. So, Will, you guys go ahead. Uh, no, Will. Do you have any input? No, him and Dan didn't yeah, vote. We, we, both, we have abstained. It was just you um, and I. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm okay with Battlefront being our steamy turd. Well, no, that wasn't my number one. Okay, right, Arkham Knight on PC. Yeah. Was my number one. Yeah, I could. That's 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 a very fair thing because that still doesn't really work. I would be okay with Arkham Knight or Battlefront as the Steamy Turd. Let's let's do Arkham but, Knight PC. But as the people who didn't vote, like, do you have any input? When Eric was talking, you about, couldn't play it. 
Yeah. Well, when Eric they was, took it off the Steam store after it was on there yeah, for that, a day. And that they sounds took it off. like a steamy turd to me. Yeah, it when, took them three months to fix it. It's not fixed. They will never add SLI support to it, which is something that's in every game that comes out nowadays. Yeah. They just said they can't do it. When Eric was talking about Arkham Knight being a big disappointment, I was going to say that the PC port was a steamy turd, but I held off in case Eric brought it up. So that's what I would vote. Uh, I'm totally okay with Arkham Knight being the steamy turd. That's fair. Um, it's very fair. But but it wasn't. It was number PC two. With the PC distinction. Right. It would have to be this PC distinction. Okay. But that was number two. What was number one? Number one was a tie between Battlefront and Colat. Wait, how is that possible? Would, you and you I are the only ones who voted. You put Battlefront, I put Colat. No, I put Battlefront as my number two. So well, you had it on somewhere on your list. Oh, I must have, yeah. Must have been my second one, yeah. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have been second. It would have been like fourth. Third or fourth, yeah. Fourth. No, you're right. Fourth and second versus okay. one. I don't even, I've never even heard of the game you put. He what talked was about your it. one? It's the Russian game, right? On the mountain? Yeah. My number one was Arkham Knight on the PC. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. Number two was Three-way tie, right? Oh, no. But Arkham Knight... No, Eric was right. Arkham Knight and Colat. Oh, okay. Those were were the tie. Battlefront was number number two. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go with Arkham Knight on PC. I'm fine with that. I really am. Because Uh, that was legitimately (laughs) unplayable for a very long time. But I still want to discuss my my picks. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Number five, um, I kind of went a little off the board with the steamy... Well... Outside the box with the steamy turd category. Mm-hmm. Outside the toilet. You could take it however you like. Outside that's, the that's, turd. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Number five, I picked Rainbow Six Siege. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I love that you picked that, actually. And I like that game. But it's fucking bullshit that it doesn't have a campaign and, like, everything's locked behind all these fucking, like, renowned points that I suck at that game, so it takes me forever to earn them. It's almost like it expects you to have more fun with the game than you're ever going to give it. That is a free-to-play game. Yeah. It just is. It seems like somebody got a hold of it during its development and changed what it was. Because if you watch the trailers, it looked incredible and what they were going for. And the thing is, is that I like the game, but it's a steamy turd in the aspect that people are being ripped off by it, and I don't like that. I still say $60, it's too much for a multiplayer-only game. That is... Too much for that game. Yeah. And I wouldn't have bought it if, if Will didn't split it with me. Right. Um, number four for we me. split it? Didn't we? I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, we did. We did? Okay. We did. Number four for me was um, a specific part of Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> yeah. The insurance policy. Um, I don't like how Konami was able to charge people money. Yeah. To get insurance so that they didn't take your resources mm-hmm. out of your base. What the fuck is that? Yeah, you're right. That's I was, a crock of shit. I was lucky enough because I I I play. I think I spent fifty hours on it and beat it. I was lucky enough to never have my base raided once. So uh, that was very lucky for me because I did not I did not put any time into that any of that online stuff at all, and I had no intention of ever doing that. It was a pain in the balls to turn it off. Um, you had to you had to go into like Steam offline mode, I think, to be able to turn off the offline. There was no like option in the menus to turn off that part of the game. But they could take so. your stuff whether you were online or offline. Exactly. What? Um So yeah, that's not right. Did didn't you play through it though don't before wor- don't that worry. was a thing? You can buy insurance. N- uh, no, How much? I ended up beating it after that whole part uh, came okay. out. 
Okay. Too much. What a Which bunch of bullshit. In itself is a conversation. Yeah. Really soured yeah. that game for me. Because that game's great. Totally understand. Yeah. Number I, that, I was frustrated by that stuff, too. Oh, it's bullshit. Yep. Number three for me was Grim Fandango Remastered. Like, I don't know what my expectations were for that game, but I fucking hated it. <laughs> you do I hate remember, that game. I remember. Absolutely <laughs> hated it. I yep. just Maybe I don't like, like point-and-click adventure games, but my God. Mm-hmm. Number two was Battlefront. Um, and like I said, it's an okay game, but I don't like that it's basically a $150, $160 game. And yeah. that's what it is. And has no campaign, campaign, has no depth to it, has no character, has no heart, it has no soul. It's just a shitty, casual shooter that, like, I, I don't know how anybody could argue that. I really don't. And I, that is a steamy turd because that game should have been so much better. Yeah. And it's just not. Yeah. And for, for them to basically charge you... $60 plus the $50 for the DLC pass, which you're going to need unless you want to be segmented away from everybody else. That's bullshit. Yeah. That's steamy turd territory. You, you know what the worst part of it is, too, is I read, I think it was today, that that, that game sold 13 million copies. <laughs> well, of course it has Star Wars attached to it. And they're not going to learn their lesson from it because they sold that many copies. You're you right. Know? Ugh. That's embarrassing. I hate it. And I'm fucking one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> at least you didn't buy it day one. You waited for sale. That's that's what makes it a little bit better. And you only spent twenty. No. No, Corey's right. I'm with Corey. Fuck me. Yeah, you're a fuck. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I want to buy it. I'm just waiting for the right sale. Because I do. Want, I want to play it for four hours. It's only fun with people, and even then, it's not fun. Right. Well, I remember me and Will played it together, and there was no way for us to like stay together. No. No. It just wasn't. Oh no 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 no. We couldn't. Sit. You can get a partner. Yeah, but it kept changing. Oh, see, yeah, it didn't I haven't stay had consistent. See, no, I haven't had that experience. And you can spawn on your partner sometimes. Yeah, but you no. die constantly. So who knows if your partner is going to be up? No, I was. I was. I had mine set, so I would. I would fo- follow. Will was my follow. However, it works anyway. And it kept changing to someone else. Like, and then I would just yeah, have to try. That. I would have to try to fix it so that it would be Will. But yeah, again, it's not it, easy. You, to you fix didn't that. always spawn next to your partner and. Uh, it didn't matter because you just got blown up by orbital bombardments and stuff anyway. So. And the ATSTs or whatever. Yeah. Oh, was brutal. Orbital strikes. Such yeah. a stupid Ther- game. Thermal imploders. Really yeah. stupid game, but uh, great movie. Yeah, That's I can't wait to see discussion. it. Force I'm Awakens hoping, is a fantastic movie. I, I'm hoping next weekend. I'm supposed to go tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and as I said, uh, I, when you can't play a game, that's a steamy turd. Yep, totally. Oh. Uh. Batman Arkham Knight PC wins. PC version. But I, what's this other game you're talking about, Corey? Um, so I had three Steamy Turds. Uh, three games that I played this year that I felt worthy of the Steamy Turd Award. Uh, and number one of all was the game called Colat, which is from, a, I believe, a Russian yep. uh, production company. And it's based on the Dyatlov Pass incident of uh, realistic uh, fiction, nonfiction. Yeah. Uh, in Russia, in Siberia, Russia, the hikers who were destroyed by some strange beasts that they're unable to figure out. Uh, what a terrible game overall. I remember when you talked about it. Yeah. I, I love that story of the, you know, they found the, the, the group of hikers uh, without their clothes and their, like, chest cavities ripped open and, like, weird, like, a very weird experience overall. Uh, and it's 
very unsolved, but they made a video game out of it. This game called Colette. Um, and it's just terrible. It's a terrible <laughs> game overall. But my second Steamy Turd game was Million Arthur, a JRPG played through the iOS that I don't know if you guys remember me talking about it, but it was one of those games that was highly reviewed well. Yeah. Um, that I started playing, and I'm just like, this is so bizarre and stupid. Uh, as a Western consumer versus what they like in Japan, like just the crazy like slot machine, just bizarre weirdness. Oh, I remember this game. Yeah, now. yeah. I'm just like, I, I don't. This is stupid. I'm not. I have no interest. <laughs> um, but it was fed to me in a way that said like, oh, you might like this, but no, it was stupid. Um, and then Angry Birds Two was my last steamy turd, which. We also talked about for a little bit while, yeah. a little bit of while. But uh, the biggest thing with that is just the the free to play aspect of it consumed that game to the point where it was not fun mm-hmm. at all. Um, as someone who loved Angry Birds, Angry Birds was a good series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a lot of good uh, side story, like Angry Birds Star Wars. Like that was all fun. But uh, when Angry Birds Two came out, I don't think anybody really liked Angry Birds Two. I don't know. It was stupid. Whatever. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, so the winner of the 2015 Thummy for Steamy Turd goes to Batman Arkham Knight PC version specifically. So well deserved. Mm-hmm. I think everyone can agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> well deserved. Steamy Turd. Yeah. Okay. Next category: Best Under the Influence Game. This is a little more fun. Now we're getting into it. Now we're getting into it. The nitty gritty. He's <laughs> nitty gritty dirt band. Number three, a tie between Super Mario Maker and Until Dawn. Okay. <laughs> God. Number two, Rocket League. Wow. Yeah. And number one, Rock Band. Yeah. Shut up. Yes. Really? <laughs> Me and Will. I didn't vote. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. You abstained. Will yeah. abstained. Will abstained. Who else Stupid picked Rock game. Band? I did. Yeah. That was my number. That was I all of our number did. one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All of us, yeah. Uh, of course it was. I had Rock Band at number one, Rocket League at number two, Hotline Miami. I think the colors um, when you're <laughs> when, when, when you've yeah. been drinking. Yeah, sure. Or what else? Whatever else. <laughs> Whatever else you may be doing. Uh, Splatoon was my number four. Again, the colors and the the multiplayer part of it, and then I had Invisible Ink at number five. All right, that's so. a good that's a good roundup. Eric, what do you got? Uh, best under the influence game number five, Just Cause three, because you're just blowing shit up and that's fun, especially when you're drunk. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! I put Star Wars Battlefront at number four because <laughs> it's just so mindless and stupid. Like yeah. you can just play it when you're drunk or whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on that. That's fine. It's stupid. That's a stupid pick. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Number three, Super Mario Maker. Check it out. Okay. Get drunk. Make some Mario levels. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. See right? There, that's good. That's a nice You night. probably come up with some different shit than when you were sober. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick, Eric. Number two, Until Dawn. <laughs> that would be interesting. Right? Very interesting. How about this? How about this? Get drunk on a rainy fucking day and, and play, play Until it. Dawn. That's very, yep. Come on. It's Fair enough. <laughs> Sounds like a key afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Clutch afternoon. And number one, I mean, Rock Band 4, I mean, yeah. what's better than getting drunk and playing Rock Band with, with your butts? Friends? Yeah, totally. Nothing. So I uh, I kind of struggled with the Rock Band 4 thing. I, 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 I nominated it. Because it's a it. shitty game? 
I don't know that. You do know But that. I think that. You know it. Yeah. What it's a, a bad, shit it's game. It's a bad game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how does it compare to Guitar Hero Live? I, I've been tempted to purchase yeah. Guitar Hero. Does Guitar Hero even have, like, two-player co-op, or is it yes. just single-player? I think you can sing. Okay. Oh, I'm just guitar and super confused. I might be totally wrong, but I think you can. Yeah, I'm super confused. Um, but I went with Rock Band 4 as my number one. <laughs> but I'm embarrassed by it. Why? I think it's silly. It's fun to play when you're it's drinking a with your friends. terrible video game, though. Like, oh. It is what like it is. I don't like the drums. I don't think they're good. No, no, no. I like, that part of, like, I, I can't even, I can't even grasp grasp that part of it with me it's all about like the songs that i want to play versus the cost that they are and yeah. they need to come up with a solution that <laughs> you says have some deep pockets yeah they need to come up with a solution that says like you can play all these songs but you're not going to spend a million dollars because every yeah. time i've played rock band with will uh i felt guilty because it's will's credit card that's attached and i'm myself an idiot yeah myself <laughs> and the people i've played with we've played and they're like oh play that one and it's just like credit card charge, credit card charge credit card charge credit card charge. and they need to come up with something better i don't know what it's guitar not, is guitar not, hero similar like it's do not they streamlined enough either it's clunky the menu's clunky uh-huh. to buy stuff it's yeah it's not consumer friendly at all yeah. um they need almost like a like a jukebox feel on, to the thing you on know? top of the exorbitant buy-in cost of it you're right, buying all the songs and stuff. And one of the ways they remedy that is by, by allowing you to carry your previous song purchases in. Or is that Guitar Hero that does no, that? No, it is. It's Rock Band. Okay. But even doing that, like but still, downloading them is a pain in the yeah, fucking no, ass. You're, you're absolutely right. They should have like a – do you think they should have like a, a pay four ninety nine to play all the songs you want? Maybe like if you have – you know, yeah. you're going to have friends over. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. That's like, – Like a Spotify premium type I thing I don't know for, for sure, but I feel like Guitar Hero has something like that, but I am not positive. I think you're right. I'm not going to – yeah. I'm not going to quote anybody on this, Don't but um, there definitely needs to be an answer to that. And yeah. I think you're right, Dan. If that doesn't exist, something like that should exist where, okay. I want all I the have, songs exactly, for a week, I have, $10. Yeah, I have a lot of people coming over. Um, people are going to want to play different things. It's almost like like the touch tunes We're going to get real like, drunk. We're going to get drunk. People are going to want to play everything. Uh, here's here's my like five ten dollars for the week. Just give me access to every little song that's out there. Yeah, and I don't know if that exists or not, but it really should. Definitely not uh, in rock because band. based on what we played in Rock Band, it's like two dollars a song, and it's stupid. It's do you, stupid. Do you know how many that's songs fair. I downloaded? Too many. Seventy one. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Which is like one hundred forty dollars. Because you wanna know what the soundtrack in the game's awful. Yeah, there was not one many songs to begin with. And two, there was four songs I liked in it. I don't like playing U2. I don't I just you. Well, which song is it? I don't even care. I, hope, I actually <laughs> like some U2. I hope there's not any Dave Matthews band in there. There is for DLC, but I don't think in the base game. I don't think he's in base game. Thank God. But there's just Dave like, Matthews sucks. Nothing I, ruins your day like listening to Dave Matthews Band. To a little crash. Sorry, anyone that crash likes Dave Matthews Band. God. It's just like, I don't like older rock, really. I don't get into it. So, like, I like more stuff from, like, 2000 on. I like pop punk. I like rock. I like heavier music. And none of that's in the game. So I have to buy it all to find it enjoyable. Yeah. So. Okay. But that being said, pretty goddamn fun when you're under the influence. Oh, yeah. You have a few beers, you'd be a drummer. 
for sure. What's, what's the rest of your list, Corey? Um, Rocket League is my number two. Mm-hmm. I had a good time being under the influence playing Rocket League all year. Uh, Undertale is my surprising number three. Did anybody else have Rocket or uh, Undertale on I there? I didn't play that. I had it. I had it on other lists. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, Undertale does some really interesting things uh, for people who may or may not be under the influence of things. Um, especially with the music that we'll get to in a little bit, but uh, it's very creative, and especially when it comes from one, one vision, one dude, one dude's vision, uh, that amplifies it a little bit. Uh, I had Axiom Verge at number four, which I know a lot of people are are being really cool on the, especially this year, are being really cool on the retro. Um, Metroidvania know, type of game. Bit, yeah, 16-bit kind of things. But I had a great time with Axiom Verge early on in the year. I don't know if you guys remember me talking about it. but I wanted to play that. It's one I'd missed out on. Yeah, I had a, I had a really good time with it. Um, and I thought the the soundtrack and, and, and the, you know, overall, the whole package for what it was, I think I paid like $8 or something for it. Oh, really? It ridiculous, yeah. It's not bad. Um, great deal overall on on Steam. Um, what category are we at? Best under the influence. Oh, Mario Maker is my number five. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm surprised um, you didn't have that higher. I never played it under the influence, honestly. But it sounds fun, right? Yeah, definitely, absolutely. Um, it's just one of those games. Uh, yeah, that would that would probably benefit from unlocking the inner sanctum of the mind. Yes. Yeah, that's with not some always available under the influence kind of things. Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Did I cover? Did I get your games? You got there? me. Okay, Will. Oh, uh, Will abstained. Abstained. So we're we're covered. Uh, so yeah, winner for best under the influence game. Uh, the 2015 Thummy goes to Rock Band. Four. Wow. That was unanimous too. I think that is honestly that's exclusive to us. You think so? Yeah, because I've always gotten the vibe that Guitar Hero is better than Rock Band. I thought it was the other way around. Up. For the longest time, really, I was yeah. always more into Guitar Hero. That was my. I, was, I had the Guitar I Hero games. I, I, have think, no, I, I have no opinion. Well, I think it's we I haven't always, played Guitar Hero live in a long time. Yeah, I haven't you know, played we, Guitar Hero since I first moved into this house. I don't think we opted for oh, yeah. Rock Band because you can play it with multiple people. And that's the yeah. one that we Guitar Hero on. World Tour had all that stuff. Had the two, the guitar, bass guitar, right. drums, and singing. And that was the last one I bought, like when we first moved into this house. And for a while, we had people over to to play. Sure, it's fun to play with with friends. So, next category: game you are least likely to play. Uh, this is a game that came out this year that you don't think you're going to get around to playing at at any point. Yeah. So, cha number three was a tie between Godzilla the game, <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five, number three, Batman Arkham Knight. Number three. <laughs> number two, Evolve. And number one, everyone's gone to the Rapture. Oh, oh interesting. Good for you All guys. Right. Good for you guys. Good pick. You shouldn't <laughs> fucking play that. Game blows. <laughs> I'll, Will, can, uh, we'll start with Will. Okay. Mine are completely off the wall. Uh, <laughs> number five is Godzilla the Game. Number four is Five Nights at Freddy's. Four. I'm surprised. Why? There's, I don't care about that game at all. Mm. 
I want to try one of them. It's a random pick. I'm interested. It's just like it's not random. I'm the, surprised you picked does it. Does there need to be four of these Five Nights at Freddy's games? Like, I don't. Have you played well, any it's a of them? Cash grab. I feel like they come they're out like, every two months. Exactly. Like you're pumping them out left and right. Like cash grab. I don't, that's why I don't want to play it. People love it, and I don't get it. I watched a streamer play it, and I was like. I'd rather play a real. It didn't seem that scary to me. No, I'd rather play a real good horror game, like yeah. until dawn. Anyway, Outlast, Soma, Soma, Outlast. Now we're talking. Um, I can't wait to play Soma. God damn it. Same. Three is PewDiePie, yes, Legend of the Brofist. I heard even, that was good. I didn't even know this was a game. I didn't know until right now. PewDiePie is a game. Yeah. I heard it was good. I heard it was pretty good, too. It reviewed pretty well. That's beside the point. Great, guys. Shut up, Corey. Stupid. Well, we're, I'm saying that's beside the point. I don't want to yeah. hear your stupid picks for this. Okay. <laughs> right. uh, and then two is Telltale Borderlands game, and one is Telltale Game of Thrones game. I don't really care about Telltale games for How things dare you. I don't care about. Borderlands, the Borderlands got a lot of uh, individual Love. people's awards. And I, it's probably amazing, but I'm not interested. That's fair enough. Uh, in Game of Thrones, I I don't know why. I just haven't watched it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm tired of the Telltale games. I'm, I'm balls deep in the Game of Thrones universe right now. Balls, balls deep. If you're into me, it. Me and my wife are watching it. Because if you're into it, this would that would be an amazing game to play. It's, I wanted to play it this year before the thummies, and I just didn't get around. Didn't to Didn't get a chance to. It's just like I, I I'm not into it, so yeah. I won't. I don't get anything out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Telltale games are coming fast and furious. Fair enough. So, Corey, what? go ahead. Game you're least likely to play. Come on, Spark. Game I am least likely to play. Uh, I had Batman: Arkham Knight as my number one. Good um, for you. As a PC guy. I don't think that game's ever going to come to PC. I think we we determined that last round. Yeah, we really did. Uh, But I had Everybody's Gone to the Rapture as my number two. Um, I've played enough of these kind of games. I played, uh, what are the Chinese room room games? Um, Gone Home? No. uh, I know what you're talking about. I can't can't think of of them now. The Room. Dear Esther? No, Dear Esther. Thank Mm. you. They did another Um, one, too. Yeah, yep. Uh, Uh, Vanishing of Ethan Carter? Yes. Was that theirs? Yep, yeah. I I think you're right. Um, which I played. I played both of those. Uh, you can only manage so many of those before you're not impressed anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I feel like that's the case with a lot of these, like, coming of... I'm going to call them coming-of-age games, but there's, like... Video games are growing up, and that's a category of game that is relatively... Stagnant. Stagnant. Um, but once you play one of those games, you have no interest in playing another one. And I've, I've, based on what Erica said about that game, I feel like Everybody's Gone to the Rapture is one of those games that is just trying to rehash what was done in the past, but to another level. And I just have zero interest. In that level. And that's why that was my... Uh, number two. Numero, numero dos. But I have a number of... If my phone will work here. Um, me. <laughs> Being silly, Corey. Guitar Hero Live is my number three, uh, based on what we talked about really? for Rock Band. I don't like. I don't know. You don't See, need two I'm, of them. I'm interested in Guitar Hero Live. I mean, I guess, but I've always been about uh, for these games, drums and singing, and I don't care about anything else. Part That's of it, a good point. part of part of it, Me you too. have part yeah. of it you have to factor in too is you don't you can't get it for 
a console you own. It's not on the Wii U, right? Exactly. And it's not on PC. Like, Will has Rock Band. I factored that into some of my choices. And I've been told that Guitar Hero is better than Rock Band. Um, but I really don't know. N- nor should I care. It's a good point. I don't, I don't know. I've always been the drums and, and vocals myself. I still think there needs to be some sort of uh, give for that kind of game, like the licensing of that kind of uh, music within one of those games. Yeah. It's it's silly. Uh, and my number four is Evolve. Yeah, don't, uh, don't play that. Console game that Eric talked about? No, no Will like, talked about. Will talked about? Close. Eric talked about? <laughs> <laughs> Zero interest for me for Evolve. Um, and, and in number five, a game I actually uh, came out of E3 very impressed with was Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, that actually least likely to play hit my number five. Yeah. Oh my god. And it's sad because that's a game I was super excited about. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was beautiful. The the terrain kind of manipulation. Um, Steamy turd. But I'm never gonna play it. <laughs> I'm never gonna play it. No, you're not. At, there's no reason for me. No. Like at this point, there's not. I'm not gonna touch it. Mm-hmm. For you specifically, there's no reason. Yeah. You're right. Fair enough. Uh, I had Evolve as number one on my list. I will never touch that game. I forgot about Evolve. Exactly. And that's why that's interesting to me that you chose that as your number one. Yeah. Like a game you will never touch. Never touch. Nope. Uh, Number two was The Order, 1886. I don't own it. 30 frames per second. I refute that. 30 frames per second shooter. I can't do it. No. I can't do it. It's not a shooter. I'm sorry. It is a shooter. It is an interactive it's, story. It's third-person shooter, isn't it's it? It's kind of a shooter sometimes. <laughs> cover, cover shooter? Is I it like Gears of War? that argument. Is it like Gears of War? Is it third-person, like, cover shooter? Third-person third cover pers- shooter, but not much. Right, okay. Like, five minutes here. I there. liked The Order, and I will stick by that. Fair enough. I, like I thought it. it was a good game. Um, As somebody who doesn't have a PlayStation 4 or, like, 30 frames per second games, you're, yeah. yeah, you're not going to like it. Right. Uh, it, thir- 30 frames per second for that type of game I yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't like uh, number 3 everybody's gone to the rapture uh, I watched Eric play most of it so I don't feel any need to play it so that was number 3 on my list uh, number 4 WWE Mortals for iOS Droid I'm never going to play a WWE game ever ever yeah uh, and especially <laughs> a mobile one maybe good I don't know I, that was my random pick that was kind of a joke pick and then number five is Battlefield Hardline that came out this year yeah that game sucks wow <laughs> which is I know you didn't give it a glowing recommendation I'm not I'm not huge into shooters uh, I also feel like a lot of the charm from the Battlefield games which is the military weaponry is not in Battlefield Hardline so Hardline was weak or Battlefield it just Hardline. wasn't very good at all yep is this the category we needed to pick? What do you Excuse mean? me? We needed to settle on something? No. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Corey. He's talking about Steamy Turd. Oh, Corey. We had to settle on Arkham Knight PC because yeah. we had oh, a tie. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, we sorry. didn't have a tie on this one. I'm sorry. The, the the winner of this one was everyone. everyone's gone to the rapture. The runaway winner. No, it was close. You oh. drunk? The kind of winner. It beat out it beat out Evolve by one point. Okay. <laughs> the kind of winner. So, Will, did I cover you? Yeah. All right. I didn't get mine. Right. Okay, Eric, Fair go ahead. Enough. I only had four, Dan. Okay. Four was Devil's Third on Wii U. I've heard nothing but terrible things about that I've heard that that's game. bad. I heard the multiplayer is good, but the whole game other than that is bad. Afro Samurai 2 apparently is supposed to be terrible. I heard that's bad. 
Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer sounds god awful. <laughs> and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, we already talked about. Yep. Let down. Why are you hating on Animal Crossing? <laughs> I'm not, but Happy Home Designer sounds fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Can't even joke argue on that. <laughs> Sorry. I just... As Giant Bomb said, they took the worst parts of Animal Crossing and, and made, made it into a game. Out, a game. Of, of, out of it, that's funny. I've never even heard of Giant Bomb. Yeah, me either. <laughs> okay, that's I covered everybody, right? If I forget, yeah, you, you just you, let me know. You hit everybody because I'm likely to forget. Everybody. You good? You good? Someone. All right. Uh, so the winner for the 2015 game least likely to play, Thummy goes to everyone's gone to the rapture. Oh, god damn it! I'm out of here. All right. <laughs> no, best that's new, a good one. Best new IP. I want to that's see more one. of. Uh, this is fairly self-explanatory, too. We don't need to get into what best new IP I want to see more out of is. Number three, Splatoon. Mm. Mm, stupid. Number two, The Order, 1886. Okay. And number one, Pillars of Eternity. Are you kidding me? Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, you guys. Go ahead, Corey. Take it away. Uh, Yeah, so Pillars of Eternity was my number one for sure. Uh, I thought they did a great job of, uh, mechanics aside, creating a universe. Mm -hmm. Uh, That, as somebody who is mildly into Dungeons & Dragons, is mildly into all the offshoot universes that Dungeons & Dragons created, uh, Pillars of Eternity was great. And uh, as th- I think that was also my number one, the one that got away. Um, I really need to get back into that universe, and I'm really curious to see what they create from here on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that number is one. my my number one. That was yeah, also we, my number one. Um, wow. Yeah. What wow, a, you two guys choice. ruined this category. <laughs> uh, Bloodborne was my number two, a game I had a great time. Wait a minute, with. that was my number two also. As a Souls fan, uh, Dark Souls and and beyond, um, Bloodborne was a great game. I have very fond memories of Bloodborne, but I'll talk about that a little more specifically uh, a little bit later on. Um, Rocket League was my number three. I'm curious to see what happens with the Rocket League cars. I know it was just a I'm stupid little aside. I'm in, interested in the lore of it. Whether yeah. people in the cars are call it stupid. or they're using the uh, – <laughs> or if they're people controlling remote control cars. Exactly, yeah. That's very um, interesting. Because, I agree with that. Because somebody asked the question uh, to Psionics, the developer of Rocket League, uh, what's the deal with the cars? Like who are they? What are they? And they said, oh, we're keeping the secret for a very specific reason. So they have something in mind for – the uh, intellectual property of, of Rocket League. Or you know what I would have done? I would have been like, I never even thought of that. Let's create something now Yeah. at this point. Yeah. They may not have done that, but that's what I would have done. Sure, yeah. That's very exciting to me, and that's that's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Invisible Ink was another one. I thought they did a great job uh, creating that silly little spy universe, uh, and I'd be curious to see what they do next with it. Uh, but my last one was Dying Light. Which only edged out Sunless Sea because Sunless Sea was based on a previous intellectual property, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize until I actually researched what it. What was it? I can't remember the name of it specifically, but it was based on like a, like an old RPG book or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really into the Sunless Sea world. But, but, but Dying Light uh, 
for a zombie kind of thing. I thought was was really well done. Um, and I would like that, to huh? see Dying Light number two. And see what they do with it. Yeah. Okay. Eric, what do you got? A better list than Corey. Um, number, <laughs> number five, Super Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't have to be Mario, though. That's not that's not what really a, a new intellectual property though. Yes, it is. No, it's it's Mario. No, but it's you making games. Okay. There's what a lot if of, you could make Zelda, or what if you could make say, Metroid? There's a what? lot of demand for uh, Zelda Maker. Yeah, yeah. I want to see that. I mean, if that's how you're looking at it, yeah, I totally people, agree with people you. People can make cool shit. Yeah, sure. Not yeah. me, but other people. No. Uh, Splatoon. I think it was a really cool shooter, and I think they they got something to build off yeah. there. You know. Yeah, that's good um, too. Until Dawn, and not necessarily the same characters. Obviously, they die, so can't be the same characters necessarily. But or some of them die. Something maybe. similar to Until Dawn from the same creator who's done it better than other people in the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same kind of game. Um, Bloodborne was my number two. Such a good game. Um, I I think, you know, as fans of the Dark Souls series... And as Bloodborne now, I think uh, Bloodborne is probably is my favorite game of anything that From Software has done, mm-hmm. and I would love to see what what else they can do from here. And I know Dark Souls Three is coming out, but and they said it's the last one of the Dark Souls series, so yeah. I'm interested to see are they, they could going still to do a do Bloodborne, Bloodborne. too? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd, love, I'd be day one. That's definite buy for me. Mm-hmm. The last one, The Order eighteen eighty six. Uh, I and I said this when we did our review of this game. That was your number one, right? That was my number one. I feel like this is a great like it's jumping off board, like I did with Destiny last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a great place to start. It may not have been the game that everybody was hoping for this year, but it, it was a great looking game. Uh, I think the characters were pretty cool. I thought Galahad was awesome, and they set it up for a second one at the end. So I'm I'm really excited to see where that goes from here. I. W- I liked that game more than a lot of other people did, so mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to see where that game goes from here. That's okay. it. Will, what do you got? Uh, number five, I had Rocket League. Uh, number four, Story of Seasons. Three, Splatoon. Two, The Order 1886, and one, Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, mine's, I guess, somewhat similar to Corey's. For, I didn't have a number five. Number four, I put Codename Steam. I think it's a good stepping stone for for I think they'll learn from their from their mistakes for the for the next one. Hopefully, they may not continue it. It didn't do that well. No. I don't think it sold yeah. well. Which no. didn't review a code name Steam. Steam. Uh, but I would like to see more in that. I really was interested in the world and the and the characters in the world. Um, I think if they if they polish the mechanics and stuff and make it more give it a little more depth, I think it'll it'll be a good series. Uh, number three, I put Dying Light. I talked about Dying Light enough already. Uh, number two, I put Splatoon. Love Splatoon. I think Splatoon 2 could be even bigger than Splatoon 1 was. Um, and then for number one, I put also Pillars of Eternity. Uh, I freaking loved Pillars of Eternity. Yeah. Um, it was a very, very unique and interesting world. I didn't like play you said, this game. Like you said, built off of old D&D, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know. Well, from square precedent, one, it's not precedent. based on anything else. It's, no, it's no, just, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But it's 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 in the line of the old like Baldur's Gate, Icewind Dale, Neverwinter Nights type yeah. of games, and that's what I really like. In playing it in the first, the playing through it the first time, you felt like it was a fully realized world that has existed for very ever. long time. Yeah, and and, and it wasn't. You it's know, got it was a very well, very recently realized, very well planned out lore. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 
one of the games too that that can take very vastly different uh paths based on how you play it too which is also interesting yep. and they can do that with that type of game because it's a very reading heavy uh system of dialogue and um you know it's very very well done so the winner for the 2015 thummy for best new ip i want to see more out of is pillars of eternity Woo! finally i agree with one <laughs> weak <laughs> okay now, Console Wars Award. Yeah, we're uh, into For the it most now. valuable console. <laughs> Xbox. Woo! Xbox. Uh, Xbox. Number two. One. Wii U. And number one, tie between <laughs> Xbox One and PS4. You've wow. got to be kidding me. So we got to hash it out. Yes, we do. So really? I'm assuming Dan and Corey picked Xbox. Yes. No, I didn't. I picked Xbox. I picked Xbox. I picked PlayStation. You picked Xbox? I did. What the fuck? <laughs> You're a heel. This is why. Will turned heel. Go ahead. Well, I think PlayStation is my preferred console. It's your floor, Will. But Take it. the Xbox did the new dashboard update and fixed a lot of the things. The crummy dashboard, which was huge. So, I mean, the new one's okay. It's better. It's better. It's, ta- okay. it's okay. They're taking steps in the right direction for that. Two, backwards compatibility. Who cares? I do. Honestly, who cares? I do. You want to play a lot of people do. I don't think they do. I think that's a misnomer. They think they care, but do they really care? I like playing old games. I do. So that matters to me, too. Because I have. Yeah, but I don't think the majority of people actually care about playing old games. Well, no, but it might attract people that just have an Xbox 360 still. Don't want to trade in because they don't want to get rid of all their games and not be able to play them. It may attract them, but they're probably not even going to play those. You never know. You never know. I like to play old games. I disagree because I already downloaded. Fable you guys two are and different three. from I think a lot of the majority of gamers. I think if you're waiting to upgrade, you have an Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Xbox One comes out and say you can play a lot of the more popular Xbox. I think Xbox 360 games on Xbox One. That's a reason to trade in your system, but keep all your games. It's still. a nice thing to have, and I, I think at first I was excited about it, but now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, I don't need to play these games. Right. I have a new console with new games to play. Why do I need to play these games? That's fair. And you guys always play old games. Oh, yeah. And I'm the 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 different one at this table right. in, in terms of that kind of thing. And I think most gamers are more like me in that. I don't know. I, I, I think so. That's mm. fair. I do. I just do. Yeah. I, Con- I think console gamers want something new on their console. I don't. I, who wants to go fucking back and play Dirt Three? Yeah. On their Xbox Three Sixty, like why? Uh, I don't think that's a good example of a backwards compatible game. T- pick one out. What's a good example? Halo Reach, Fable games. There's like two good ones I'm, on there. I'm, 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 There's like two good ones. I'm kind of with Eric on this one. Here's um, a war. As someone who just has a, they just put out a remaster. Why would you go play the fucking Three Sixty version? As someone, three was the best Gears of War game. Okay. As someone who just has an Xbox 360, right? I don't have a, a newer console. Um, if I'm getting a new console, it's not to play the games I have on 360. It's to yeah. play the games that are new to whatever console I'm buying. Right. Um, granted, uh, I think there is a very small audience of people who have uh, very specific old-gen games who would like to play them on their new console. But if you're... Small. Up- yeah. If you're upgrading, I really, really feel like you're upgrading to play new games, not to play the games that you've well, that's yes. already had. Yeah. It's a nice option to have. I'm not right. arguing that. Right. It, it gives you more value for, for your purchase. Sure. Yeah, I, yeah I, I agree that it does. But, like, at the end of the day, 
I'm not going to play them. I no. I I took the prospect of like be, Xbox One gave me re, like I was this close to buying an Xbox One this year. Why? Had, it had the better better exclusives. You think Blo- so? Bloodborne was the only good exclusive. What were the good exclusives on Xbox One? Halo. It's okay. It's Gear, okay. Gears, I know, but I love Halo. Yeah, and Rise of the Tomb Raider. And Rise of the Tomb guy. Raider for you. Fair enough. Uh, Gears of War, I love too. Uh, that's Gears that's of War the, remastered. You count as a great exclusive. I love Gears of War. I always have. You count a remastered but, game as a great exclusive. But and, and you know, next year too. Come like on. PlayStation did nothing to convince next. me that I felt like I needed to buy one. And plus next year they've got I mean Fable Legends if you care at all. Mm. Some don't. Quantum Nobody Bre- does. Quantum Break. Is I care about game. Quantum Break. Uh Scalebound, which if you care, yeah. yes or no. Platinum. Yeah. I love platinum. Yeah. So. Platinum games. So Dan is another one. Um Dan Dan and I are different gamers. That's true. My um as someone who does not own a console, uh, my what was my, your what was your thought process when you went? When my you... thought process, as it was last year, right. and I caught shit for it, uh, was games, right? And Bloodborne, Bloodborne to yeah. me was the, the one of the best console exclusives. Uh, and for I agree. Me, with that. It was the best. It was console the best console, console exclusive. Mm-hmm. That's I agree why by I, far. Yeah, that's why I put PlayStation Four as my number one. See, my favorite uh, exclusive was Until Dawn. But I liked the exclusives okay. overall on Xbox. Until Dawn more. and Bloodborne are arguably then the two best exclusives of the year. See, I didn't play Bloodborne. Okay, but three of us also, did, and I've agreed that it's the best well, console exclusive. I think one game though. I one know, game. but I'm saying, and Will likes Until Dawn yeah. is his best, and I agree with him that Until Dawn is good. Halo Five is an okay shooter. The campaign is meh. The multiplayer is great. Mm-hmm. Gears of War is a remastered game that we've played. Yeah, Forza is a racing game, which is very specialized that not everybody likes. Yeah, what else? But what game am I going to go back and play repeatedly? Halo Five or Until Dawn? Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. And Until Dawn. You said you wanted to play Until Dawn repeatedly. I you did. Said that. I would only do one more playthrough. I'm going to get way more playtime out of Halo Five. Really? Yes. You think you will? Yes. I argue that you will not. I get, what, a total of 16 hours total out of Until Dawn? You're going to go back and replay the Halo 5 campaign? Multiplayer, are you kidding me? How often do you play it? I play it whenever my friends play. But Which I've been, is how often? A lot. And I've been doing thummies. I argue that. I've been doing thummies work for all of December, so I haven't gotten a chance to play it. I've been only playing new things. I argue that you're actually going to go back it's and play it. It's my favorite shooter of this year. I know, year. but I, I really don't think you're actually going to go back X- and play it. are Xbox, completely wrong. Xbox One, for me, disagree. for me, also added the feature to stream games to your PC, which is important mm-hmm. to me as someone who has differ. to share a TV. Which is where we differ. I cannot play game. I cannot monopolize the TV twenty four seven. Dan and I literally could not be more opposite gamers, schedule wise, sure. games that we like wise, and things of that nature. Yeah. But if somebody asks me what my recommendation is, I'm always going to say PS4. Always. I mean, P- Grant Xbox had some good exclusives this year. Great. Yeah. Halo Five's okay. The multiplayer's great. Maybe Forza's a great racing game, but like it's a racing game at the end of the day. Gears is a remastered game. Your Tomb Raider's coming out next year on PS4. You had plenty of shit to hold you over till next year. Like, I don't know. Um, I, was, I think, was, I think it's, was it it's, as good as it was built up to be? I don't think of, so. It's a type of situation where if you only have a console to game on, you're probably better off with the PS4 because it's it's got it can handle better graphics, uh, all that, all the multi-platform stuff. I'm not gonna play any multi-platform games at all. On a console, yeah, I'm going to play it on my PC, mm-hmm. so that wipes out 
all multi-platform Take PC games. out of it. Yeah, take PC out of it. I don't even... PC shouldn't that's, even count in this. That's uh, that's that's where I think we go back if, to... But it if factors PC into my decision-making. If PC counts in this, we shouldn't even have this category. Well, it has to factor into my... Because then, I don't, then we should get rid of But I don't category. play any, anything multi-platform on, on any of he's these consoles. Gonna, he's going which to, is... I know, and I understand that. But that being said, I don't even think we should have this category. If PC factors into it at all... We shouldn't have the category of most available console. So why should it affect Dan when he's talking solely about the exclusive games because he's not going to buy the multi-platform games for the other console? I, I'm just saying I, I don't think that PC should factor into it because PC is not a console. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be any part of the argument. But it doesn't matter regardless because he's talking exclusive games. I, no, and I, I get that, but he just said that the PC does factor into it, and if it does, we should scrap the, the whole thing. I, 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 I see Eric's point. Um, because I have always based this category on the fact that I have a PC. So with me, it's not come down to features. It's not come down to anything other than the games that come out for the various platforms. Yeah. You don't think what Xbox has done you has been impressive at all. I also don't I mean, think you yeah, can't it's analyze. Okay, but the system was shit when it came out, and the, the even, dashboard is okay now. It's not like any yeah, great thing. Yeah, but in, everything they've done, they've improved on it so much. Yeah, and Sony been, has stayed... Stagnant because it was already good, and yeah, that, and that's why <laughs> that's why uh, if we're so this if, year, how is Xbox not more valuable than I don't PlayStation? Think, because I, they improved doesn't make it better. It just means it's better than what they had, which was shit. You had shit to build from, and the new dashboard is better, but it's not anything like earth shattering. Like is, this is where we completely differ because I feel like everything that they improved upon to make it better, make me use it first of all, is impressive. Yeah, it's impressive, but it's not any better than the PS4. So would you say it's the same? No, point. I would I would argue that I would tell somebody to buy a PS4. If they asked me, which should I buy, I'd say, See, you know, Xbox, unless you are a big Halo fan, like a fucking huge Halo fan, then you should buy a PS4. Halo's the I only t- reason. A game like Halo appeals to way more people than a game like Bloodborne. Yeah, fair enough. I, I guess for me, it doesn't. And that's, we'll just have to agree to disagree. Yeah. That means we're not going to come to a winner for this category. I also don't think you can analyze it in a vacuum tie? because we're not analyzing. We're not. Yeah. It's a tie. There's a tie we need to decide. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to decide. It's on. I'm not budging. It's on. I'm not budging either. Um, I would absolutely buy an Xbox. Well, that, that's where Eric Eric's point about uh, do you factor PC into it? You I can't. Think, you I think ca- really matters. Yeah, but you also kind of have to. No, then we should get rid of the category. Do you, Corey? Do well, you? Uh, give me a minute. You do. Let me suss it it's out. Best here. console PC should not be involved. If it is involved, we get rid of the. But multi platforms are on everything, so that's Eric's, not a factor. I realize that, but, Eric's but right. then we get rid of it. I, I agree. I agree with Eric in that the best uh, platform category, and we talked about this last week or whatever week we discussed it. Um, it's it's an argument for the the whole fan gamer like yeah the console war kind of thing. Um, and you're right, Dan. I'm with you that when I evaluate it, I base it on the fact that I have a PC and that, you know, I can play all these games on PC. And what's most impressive to me, based on all these things, features aside, is games. Um, but maybe that's not the best way to evaluate the best console. Well, as I said, one of the huge features for me and a selling point for the Xbox One was the fact that you can stream it to your PC. Steam Steam, and game, PC gaming aside, like that's a big factor for me because I cannot monopolize the TV 24-7 yeah. to play video games. Yeah. Streaming to PC is a great feature that I can use. I, I agree with you, uh, and, and, and I, I think I told you uh, the ability to push a video to like Xbox 360 was revolutionary for yeah. me. Uh, which is fucking ancient to most people at this point. But to Eric's point, 
uh, that to me says we're not. Well, that's specific. That it's specific to me. Right. I base it on me, on my needs as yeah. a gamer, not what everyone else may I can't need. stream it to my PC. Right. It won't yeah, work. Yeah, your internet's not good enough. Right. Your router's not good enough. Right. And, and but that, that's a huge factor for me. And that, that was huge. That to me kind of... And de- playing old games was also huge. It kind of... But defe- you're in the minority there, and I will not, I will not concede that's that. Fair. It, that's it, fair. That's fair. It defeats the spirit of the award to what me. Is? I think we scrap this for next year. Because uh, category I mean, if you're arguing exclusives alone, we you. Even this year, when it had weak exclusives, no. as compared to last year, no. Bloodborne's pretty good. I agree. Bloodborne is <laughs> Bloodborne. really good. E, no. But in a, in a weak year for Nintendo, they came out with Splatoon, Mario Maker, and eh. uh, and Xenoblade. <laughs> Mario Maker is huge. Yeah, if you, if you know, look on Twitch, I just don't see. If it. you look on Twitch, it's always in the top ten. That's not an easy game to stream. That's not you can press a button on your on your Wii U and have it stream to Twitch. Yeah, that's a compli- That's buying extra hardware. It's a complicated process. No, I know. So people it's... are playing it and people are watching mm. it. For me, I don't buy Mario Maker. I mean, I didn't get into the hype either. Like I played it for like ten hours and then I was done. But to say it's it's not popular, it's it's super popular. No, I'm not saying it's not popular, but I I don't. It, the, the Wii U is not the most popular con- or the most available console. It's fucking done. The, it's done. Like the issue. You're right. You're right. The yeah, issue with that. me is uh, as somebody who is uh, ex- almost exclusively a PC guy. Yeah. The console argument means relatively nothing. Same here. And it's it's one or the, two the, games the, versus one or two games. Exactly. And that's me, what it is for me. Too. For me, this year, yeah, Bloodborne. It's Bloodborne. That's fair. And that's all it boils down to. That's fair. And it's really like to Eric's point. It's really hard to to sit here and like compare one to two games to one to I two think games. That last and year, I think it's silly to to have that agreement on. I something. think last yeah. year this category maybe was more necessary. Was this year it's probably not as necessary. Yeah, I think we just just scrap it. Yeah. Well, Agree like, to disagree. like you said, it's it's hard to evaluate a system. You know, they're they're almost identical. Well, as in, in as, games and PS4 runs every multi-platform game better, right? But like half as good as a computer. Well, I know, but so, that's why we should get right. rid of this. Well, right. Category. That's that's why all the like because because I agree to your point. Like if you're suggesting a system to someone, you say PS4 because mm-hmm. it, it runs games better. Well, there's that's no not the only there. reason, but that's one of the reasons. There, there's no question there, but that argument, like Corey said, is irrelevant to us. Um, because it's it, it's really hard for me to sit here and objectively compare. Well, yeah, it's all ba- like you said. It's all based on the ser- the games that you like better. Yeah. You know, like I said, uh, Bloodborne was Which, a great game and I loved it. But one game to like right. probably three or maybe three on Xbox is which it's uh, a tough sell. I can't. I just don't. To, well, what three though? What are the three games? I told you, Gears <laughs> of War. How I love Gears of well, War. It was, I love it. Average. It's a fucking remaster. <laughs> It was easier last year because Wii U had yes. oh, yeah. four or five games. Absolutely. Uh, whereas this year, it's it's honestly, it's it's Bloodborne Until Dawn versus, you know, your Xbox flavor yeah. of the week. Your, your Halos, your Gears of Wars. Rise of the Tomb Raider would have been one for me. I would I definitely would have bought that. Halo is so fucking beat now, too. It's so beat. It's... I, and that's the problem is like I'm with Eric on this one. It's I think so fucking beat. I I think Bloodborne is such a fantastic game compared to anything Xbox. Ugh, at Microsoft least PlayStation's doing year. different things. Fucking Bloodborne and Until Dawn and the Order. At least they're fucking doing something. Like you're putting out a remaster and counting it as an exclusive. And fucking Halo is so beat. It's fucking beat. It just is. Okay. Uh, I say we scrap uh, the category. Yeah. 
I don't like fair. that. I don't like that idea. Yeah, We're not going to come to any. I'm not going to concede Xbox. I'm just not. I'm not going to concede Xbox either. Right. So I say we scrap it and don't do it again. It's a uh, draw, where, where I guess. Where are we going to argue? It's a draw. Who cares if we argue? It's a draw. Still, really. Everybody says that on here, oh, it's always good when we argue. I just think, okay. It's a, what's the point of sitting here all night and arguing, though? The, the Xbox argument for me. Argument. Yeah, gotta you got to have arguments. All right, but we we're just going to go all night? Like it's, no, no, no. It's 11 o'clock. The Xbox argument for me is <laughs> it, uh, comes down to, to features more than games. Uh, the backwards compatibility, like all that stuff. I feel like there's more of an argument there than there is for the games. Which is exactly which what I, I said. Which I don't understand how you right. can dismiss that. Because nobody wants to play it. It's a great option, but I who do. the fuck play I know, but you are in the but, minority. But I'm a person. I, that, highly, that I, I highly doubt I have a voice in this. that we're in the minority. I would almost guarantee you're in the minority yeah. of people that actually would use backwards compatibility. Disagree. Almost guarantee. People don't have their 360s anymore. Nobody know, but has nobody, it. Because nobody wants to play I those do. games. Well, because you don't have a next-gen console. Nobody plays those PC. games anymore, or a current-gen console. I'd love yeah. to see some data of people that actually use backwards compatibility on a consistent basis I would too. I would play Xbox One. I would play Fable 2 in a heartbeat. Yeah. I know, but you are the minority. That's I know fair. you would. And but, I know, but you guys all see, play fucking Final Fantasy VI and Final Fantasy Tactics every year. I don't think a lot of gamers no, are right. like that. I don't think they are. I just don't. I'm not. With, I don't think. The young, I don't think the younger how, how ones. How are you with I, that? I think because the older, I'm right. I think the older right. ones do. I think the older ones do. I don't think the younger ones do. I know. I, I I don't know. I've I've never uh like purchased a next gen console with the with the intent of saying intent oh of I need to fucking like go back and play Halo games. Reach. Yeah, because I'll just play well, that. Nobody does that. Console. You're right, but it's, it's a great option for people. It is, but you're not going to use it. People do actually use it. No, yeah, like for an hour or two, but it's not something consistently that you're going to get well, use where, out of. Where am I going to go play Fable 2, Fable 3? The only place I can do the, it is on here, my Xbox. Here's your answer. Who the fuck cares? Me. Who the fuck cares where you're going to play them? You don't need to. You've already it's, done it. It's something that, sh- like, here's the problem I have. with It's something that should come included in the console. It should have been there from day one. Well, I agree with that. Nintendo, sure. Nintendo's been doing that. You can play GameCube games on your Wii U. Sure. And people do. Because... Why not? Like, if I had GameCube games, I play them, and that's I've got, the exact thing. I've got some. I've got some Wii U games that I play on my on my on my uh, Wii U. The answer Wii, is Wii games on my Wii U. Why not have the option? But I don't necessarily give a shit. Right. Well, it, I mean, for me, it comes back to the whole PC thing. Like, I have a PC because I can play old games, old fucking games Absolutely. forever. Uh, if I'm buying a next gen console, it's not to play old games. That's it's to fair play enough. New games. Yeah. And that's just where I where I come from. So here's the thing: should we add Steam, maybe specifically, into the most valuable console? No, because no, we get rid of the. I'd much rather just. I I don't even. I I I would prefer a tie, honestly, because for me the uh the the like most valuable console argument comes down to the whole like console wars thing. Yeah, it's like which one do we think is most valuable? And I guess maybe it's a tie this year, and there's no. There's no Way consensus. Yeah, We're, you guys aren't going to cave. I'm not. Gonna, Eric and I aren't going to cave. I wouldn't move PS4 up over over the Wii U for yeah. me on this one on this yeah. year. And, so, and like I said, that's you fine. are you have your in weird a little bubble thing. of a gamer. I don't know. In man. my opinion, Dan, are you honestly telling me more people are going to pick <laughs> Wii U over PS4 that sold how much? Are P- you really P- PC Wii that? U is a big thing. That's what a lot of people are going Take with for generations. Take the fucking PC out of it. It's I know. not a console. But it factors into your decision. It shouldn't. But it, we're, like we said, we're not playing in a vacuum Then here. we fucking erase That's it. That's what I'm saying. We should. Done. I'm in. Totally. Nah. 
I don't like the idea. I don't like that idea. But why we're gonna sit here next year if you same fucking argument? And I hope we do. You know what? If if you're gonna do most valuable console, I think you have to include everything that you play games on. Uh, Isn't that fair? Everything that you play games on. Because PC I wins can't, every year. Yeah. We might as well say, okay, PC. I not true. I, well, I would I, not pick PC. I, I can't not. look at I can't look at most valuable consoles every year. In 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 a complete vacuum, like I said, and and, and pick right. it without factoring in yeah. what I already game on. Yeah. I'm I not I'm not right. willing to do that. As somebody who does not like playing on a PC, I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah. I think I think uh, I think you're both right in this. Uh, honestly, uh, you're right, Dan. I can't evaluate consoles in a vacuum. I can't because ninety percent of these games I can play on PC. So it just comes down to the, which exclusives. Features aside, like oh, you can stream. Oh, I don't give a shit because I can stream on PC, no problem. Yeah. I don't evaluate the consoles based on that at all. It's just games. Yeah, that's I all. Just, it comes down I just to. don't think you can look and, at it in a and, vacuum. I really then, don't. Then most valuable console. Should not be in a category. I agree. I, I, honestly, at this point, I'm with Eric. Like, I think it's silly to sit here and argue about it because we can't evaluate it objectively. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, a lot of our categories are arbitrary, but right, that's a hard one. But that's one we specifically decided. It comes down to the console wars. Yeah, and if we can't sit here and base it on that, if we can't evaluate it based on, like, in a vacuum, then what's the point of even arguing about it? Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. I don't know. Sure. We'll reevaluate when next year comes. So. All right. PS4. So. (laughs) Most valuable console. uh, 2015 Thummy goes to uh, a split between Xbox One and PS4. Can I just point out that Will's the guy who told me he didn't want to buy too many games for his Xbox One? I just want to point that out. (laughs) I'm not going to argue because you're just not going to see my point, and then you're just going to make it's ridiculous you're the one, arguments. You're the one Honestly. that said that. You said that. Last year it's or re- early this year. Honestly. fucking weeks ago. That's not true. This is one we argued about last year. <laughs> That's not true. And we are, we argued about number two. Out, you're trying to bring out points from last year. You said it like a month ago, dude. Not true. You did. Well, he, he, what have I played most of my he, games on within the last three months? <laughs> Guess what? I asked, you to buy, I asked you to split something with me, and you, I don't remember what the game was, but you assumed I wanted it for Xbox, whatever it was, and you said you didn't want to get any more games for your Xbox One. But here, here's that the thing. If he's going to play not true. If he's gonna play a console game... I you're the one who's, I just made it up. You're the one who says you never he, remember anything anyway. Hang on. If he's going to... If he's going to play a console game... PS4 has better graphics, better resolution. Mm-hmm. That's why he wanted to play him. It doesn't me, necessarily mean it's a more valuable console. Man, uh, you know based it's on options. You no, know that's not the way he's. Eric, that. I don't know how you can sit here. Didn't you say your Xbox that. One is full too? My what? Xbox One is full. Full of what? Storage. Hard yeah, drive. I had to buy a uh, solid or not a solid state, an external okay, hard drive. Okay, well now now what we're arguing is like semantics, semantics and silly yeah. little arbitrary school, hardware. Eric's issues. bringing up arbitrary arguments. Well, right let now. me let me it's jump all in Eric's here. Fault. Because it sounds like this is more interesting conversation than anything else we've hit tonight. Let me ask Eric. Um, Eric, if I come to you and say, I like the PlayStation 4 because I like Bloodborne. Okay. Is that enough for you to be like, hell yeah, man. Jump aboard. I mean, yeah, sure. Okay. It's. I just think it's better overall. Is it better overall or is it better because it has a better game? Oh, no. To me, it's better overall. Okay. As See, somebody who doesn't and, have cable and doesn't care about cable TV, so the TV stuff's out for me. And uh, the the exclusives on Xbox are weak this okay. year. I mean, Forza honestly 
is probably the best one. Halo is fucking beat. Halo's okay. beat. Gears of War is a remaster. You're getting Bloodborne, Until Dawn, and The Order. And I, I don't know if I'm missing anything. The Uncharted uh, free Collection. Free Rocket League. If you want to get into yeah, Free Rocket League, if you want to get into remasters, how about the Uncharted Collection? One, two, and three. I, okay. The only reason I bring that up is because, uh, like, I'm on your side because of Bloodborne, and that's it. Okay. I, I, I mean, I don't. That's what I'm trying to say. It's just like it comes down to one game for me. But you're also considering that you play everything on PC. Exactly. Which is why Which we is, should just get rid of the fucking category. And that's, yeah, that's why I'm on your side because it's it's silly to evaluate the consoles based on the fact that I own a PC and I play everything on PC. Yeah. I don't know. I'm in the same boat. I, it's it's hard for me, like I said, to I don't give to, a shit to evaluate this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to get either one of them. Yeah, but. Like, I borrowed a PlayStation to play Bloodborne. That's what I, I did, loved too. loved Bloodborne. I had a great time with it. As did and I. And that is the reason why I'm choosing PlayStation 4 over the other two. Yeah. See, I took That's it. That's it. I took it more as we can move on, but what would I buy? If I was going to buy a console right now, what would I buy? And it would be that. In my opinion, you are the minority gamer. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <sighs> you specifically. So- I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's move on. Uh, best indie game. Oh Self-explanatory yeah. category. What did I be? Independent game. Uh, number three, Soma. Number two, Undertale. And number one, Rocket League. Rocket <laughs> League is the victor. Um, I'll go with my list first. Uh, I had Hotline Miami at number two. I know you guys what? didn't care. I liked Hotline Miami a lot, actually. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. I know you guys didn't care for it, but no, I like. I thought it, it was fun. It, it wasn't as good. as the Corey first one. didn't care for it. No, and I agree, it wasn't stupid as good game. as the first one. But I, I did really like it. I had Rocket League at number four, Invisible Ink at number three. Rocket League at number four. Yeah, I mean, wow. I didn't play it that much, and only with you guys. Oof. Number two, Massive Chalice, which I loved. Is number, that count as an indie game? Yeah, Double Fine. Double Fine. Double Fine's indie. Produced and distributed. Published and, yeah, by. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, number that. one, Undertale. I know I was cool on it at first, but I ended up fucking loving I Undertale. I never got the Undertale love. I, I really loved didn't. Undertale. I liked it, but so I just good. didn't. It didn't. I don't know. That's fair. Maybe I can, we can see talk it, about it. I but can see it not, not not tickling everyone's fancy, but I, I mm. by the end of it, I was blown away by it. I loved that game. Wow. Really good. Okay. So all right. Well, go ahead. Uh, three her story. Uh, two Undertale and one Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. What do you got, Eric? What? Indie games. Uh, th- I only had three. Uh, Hotline Miami 2. What? Was my I third. I didn't play many indie games this year. Ugh. Okay. Okay. I liked Hotline Miami. How dare you? Yeah, play? I know you guys liked it a lot more than I did. I put I really two cool as uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, even though I didn't play all that much of it, and one was Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Uh, My number one was Soma, a game I wish more of you played uh i absolutely adored soma i cannot wait to play soma and while we're on the subject uh excuse me when i asked you guys earlier about like most flawless game of the year i think soma is my number one flawless game of the year mm-hmm. it's not my game of the year um well there's a lot of other factors that go into it might be in my top five but it's fine <laughs> uh in terms of like solid experiences delivered without flaw soma 
is right up there. Mm-hmm. Probably my number one. Um, it was a fantastic game. Uh, very well crafted, uh, especially from an independent developer. Um, beautiful. Beautiful game to look at. Beautiful game to play. Great story. Uh, very intriguing. I wish somebody else played it, but nobody else did. I wish I had played it. I, I kept really trying to, it, bruh. I kept trying to get Dan to play it uh, as somebody who really supported the Fallout 4 narrative, uh, the, the theme of Fallout 4. I think Dan would, would have really enjoyed it and would have gotten a lot Soma. out of it. Soma? Soma. Okay. Uh, but yeah, because I see a lot of kind of similarities in the Last of Us story. Uh, some of the some of the <sighs> the not not in the story, but in the what? Watch it, Corey. No, I see some. Th- there, there's one specific thing Will... in that game that I'll talk about at, an- at another point. But we can talk about Last Joel, of Us Joel, when we talk about Life is Strange. Joel drinks black Ooh. coffee, by the way. Joel drinks fucking yes. green Dan, tea. Someone Dan told me to bring that it. up in chat. Dan nailed it. Joel drinks green tea and then he rubs himself the f- off. The most Italian it's roast black coffee. Fucking but, pathetic. Go ahead, Corey. Uh, but no, like these last like four categories yeah. mean more to me than anything else we've discussed all that's, night. That's fair. Uh, Soma is was such a good, awesome, fantastic game. Like one of those games that I'm still like reading articles about because the idea of uh, like – how long is this game? Minor spoil. Like eight hours. Okay. It's super short. Oh, it's like a that. very solid, uh, like, played experience. Uh, like a couple sittings. Yeah. Couple it's sittings. one of those well crafted, like. Oh, was this on your rainy day it's game? Genius. No, it's not because it's not a rainy day game. It's just right. a short little adventure game. Yeah, but maybe a good eight hour um, rainy storm. But such a good story. And I'm still reading articles about it. Like, I'll still see the headline, like, oh. I played Soma, and my mind is so blown, and I'm like... I love that. I'm going to read all about that. That's what I liked about Pillars of Eternity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I Not Pillars of Eternity. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tal's Principle. Yep. Um, so that's my piece on Soma. We might talk about it a little bit more. We'll find out. Uh, okay. But The Beginner's Guide was my number two, a game that nobody else played. Uh, another one... Uh, the Beginner's Guide. Who was the developer? David something? <sighs> what did he work on that was, like, a big deal? Hmm. I'm not going to be able to come up with it off the top of my head. David if someone, Henry? If someone doesn't look it up, I'm not going to. It's from a it. guy who did something. But anyway, he's friends with this developer who made, like, games that nobody ever played. Uh, and he walks through a number of this, these games that this guy developed and, and narrates them. He's like, oh, my friend Charlie did this when charlie is i'm just making a name up uh, my friend charlie did this when he was super depressed and this is where he was at and in, in this point when he sent me this game to try for him mm-hmm. uh but he narrates it in a way that's like really really interesting and meaningful um and there's like some big twists at the end uh the beginner's guide was a really really good game i want to play that and i would like for all of you to play it yeah, I've heard nothing but great things about the Beginner's Guide. It explores uh, a little bit of game design, mm-hmm. but it's also like super. Like I have a, a acquaintance, Eric might know my acquaintance, who is super creepy and weird. Who <laughs> might, you know, it's a little general. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. Yeah, um, Rocket League was my number three. Wow. Uh, and here's my thing on Rocket League. As much as I love that game and had such a good time with it, and and this goes back to the whole, like, uh, a couple of years ago when we were talking about Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Like, that was a game I had infinite fun with, and Rocket League's another one of them. But 
when I'm like wrapping up my games of the year and thinking about what I'm going to take with me, like through the future, Rocket League falls a little bit lower. Yeah, for me, for that. That's why I battled with Heroes of the Storm or Rocket League for my competitive multiplayer. Yeah, um, yeah. I struggled with that because I took, I definitely took more from Heroes of the Storm. Right. But as I said, at this point, if you guys were to say, hey, let's play Heroes of the Storm, or hey, let's play yeah. Rocket League. Yeah. I'd be like, no, I don't yeah. want to play Heroes of the Storm, <laughs> but I absolutely would play Rocket League. Yeah. Um, don't but get anyway. me wrong, I absolutely love those games, and, yeah. you know, I still play Rocket League, but when it comes down to, and, and, and this is what I talked about when we talked about Black Flag, is, like, it's what I get out of a game. It's not what I get when I'm playing it. Mm-hmm. It's what I take, take home with me, me yeah. and think about afterwards. Yeah. And uh, Rocket League, don't get me wrong, is probably the best multiplayer best sports game in like, a long sports time game i've played in ever. a very long time yeah. maybe ever really <laughs> um it doesn't feed into what i look what i what i use to evaluate the best games i've played in the year mm-hmm. um and and one of the things i think about is like okay if i can take five experiences from the year which ones am i taking and in rocket league for me i kind of like set aside for that because it just comes down to it's a super good sports game. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to take that home with me. You should stop now and pick we this can, back. Yeah, we can, we <laughs> can pick, pick it up it later. later. Um, I feel like this chat deserves a different category. Yeah, Eric, Eric's right. But uh, indie game was huge for me, and, and that's that's honestly where I'm at with uh, – did why, I do my number five? Why were, you, why were you cooler on Undertale? Oh, oh yeah. Rocket League was my number three. Uh, Undertale was my number four. I didn't get it like everyone else got it. I'm I thought it was cool and interesting, but like that game got better the more you played it. I thought that's how I felt about it too. What What did you guys take out of it though? Did you beat it, Corey? Yeah. I don't know, man. I just it's hard to talk about it without spoiling any of it. Let's but spoil it. I don't care. I don't know. I don't give a shit either. I'm not going to spoil it. I. You can't let's. You can't evaluate these games without spoiling. I think the the reveal. Yeah. If you know what I'm talking about at the end. Was super interesting mm. to me. I didn't think it was interesting at all. I know. How could you like, not? That's 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 your, like that's oh what you thought. oh it was it was interesting, but it, like what did you get out of it as a human being? I don't know. I just like that the whole time stupid. the game just, the got, game had you feeling one way about things, and then it completely turned those things on their yeah, head. That, when that's you get to the end, creative of the game. and clever. But what do you take but, out of that experience? Nothing. And, and the well, thing, it wasn't just that. It was it was the the music I took out of it. I still hum the music. Oh sure, when I'm just thinking about. Don't get me wrong. I mean, as a a package, but as a package, I got a lot from Undertale. Not to mention that the game was funny, well written for one person, wasn't it? And that's don't get me wrong. I agree with you guys. I think it's funny. I think it's clever. I think it's creative. And also encourages multiple. When it comes down to like the like like uh, what's the quote about you know give me something, give me something, give me truth. I don't feel like there's any truth well, in Undertale. It's just, like, clever and creative and funny. Well, this and that's game, it. this game turns that game, like, that combat, like, you can spare things and show mercy, which plays a huge role into it. And that's not something that those games do. I like the mechanic yeah, but of that's all where that it, stuff, that's too. That's where it ends with me. I'm not sure why. It's like, oh, oh, that's that's clever. Like, I don't have to kill anybody. But I don't get anything out of it. You know, you don't have a soul. You have no soul. Yeah. I think I have a soul. I don't know because there are some games that do a really good job of taking like that kind of thing, and and putting it into a a, a mirror that reflects real life versus just a silly little indie game, like Undertale. 
<laughs> I, I got a lot out of it. Yeah, I can't explain why I did and why you didn't. I think it was clever. I think I it was, was tickled, mechanically tickled me- by it. By mechanically the end. sound like mechanically. Oh, this is clever. This is this bucks the trend of video games. But that's where it's, that's where it ended with me. Yeah, but that's a lot. Video games that, that bucks is, the trend of video, video games, games is is pretty high praise. And Listen. maybe you guys get more out of that than I do. <laughs> As somebody who didn't play this game. You're you're making a pretty good argument for Undertale, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're like, like it's it's clever, it's funny, it's interesting, and then you're like, but that's all I got out of it. It's like no, no, no. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. Good it doesn't. It really doesn't take it to the next level. That's fine. I really like, liked it. Like it I doesn't mean, take it to a human level. But if it bucks the trends of video games, doesn't that take it to the next level? No, that's where it stops with me. It's like oh. Oh, this bucks the video game trend. I don't. I really don't know why that's so funny. I, like that's honestly just, where I'm at with silly, it. Corey. I think that bucking the trend of video games is like the highest oh, that, praise that it can get. That's fine. So do like stupid movies. You know, like, Gone Home. Like oh yeah, Gone Home bucks the trend of video games, but it doesn't. It doesn't mean anything to me on a personal level. Yeah. Okay. And Undertale did nothing for me on a personal level. Yeah. Okay. I just thought it was clever and creative. Yeah. Okay. Do you not get as much out of Clever and Creative as the rest of us? Do you enjoy killing little bunnies? Do you like video games is what I'm asking you. I think you guys... We're going to talk about a game that I got a lot I wanted, more out of. I wanted to hate Undertale. I really did. I'm With how much praise it was getting, I wanted to hate it. I'm sorry. Oh, don't be the hipster. I wanted to hate it. Corey, I'm sorry really to did. think that the game... But I didn't. I really loved it. ...that you've been referencing is the same game I've been... Yeah, I don't know why you guys are giving me such a hard time over Undertale. I'm not. You're giving us a hard time about Undertale. No, I'm, I'm standing up for myself and saying I didn't get anything out of it. Right, and you're yelling at us about it. <laughs> No, you guys are yelling at me about I'm it. I'm not. Nobody was yelling. I'm just like, okay. We were yelling five minutes ago. Here's my thought as an innocent <laughs> bystander Let's here. Let's hear it, Eric. Uh, we have a winner in this category. <laughs> we might just move on. Wait, what was the winner? Rocket League? I don't know. Rocket League. It was Rocket League. <laughs> what category are we in? Best Indie. It's Daboo's oh, talking. Okay. okay. I don't know. I just thought right off the bat when Flowey said that EXP was experience and the LOV was love, and then it turned out to be something completely extermination points. Oh, like that's so clever. Well, it is, and that's because, where it ends with me. No, because the whole the whole <laughs> game, you're taking that into consideration, and then at the very end, that's not the only time that the but, game but, pulls but, the rug out from yeah, underneath you. Exactly. But my thing is, that's fine, and that's clever, and that's creative, and that's a good video game. But I don't take that beyond that that's into fun. my own life. Did, did you that's think fun. the characters were good? No. Really. I really like. The I really like the characters. Oh, they're clever and creative for video game characters, but you don't take any of that and and take it into your own life and and reflect what that game means on a, a greater scale. Like, look at a game like To the Moon. You know, you play that, and I will agree that it doesn't compare to To the Moon in no, any way. But no. I really did enjoy Undertale. That's fine, and I think it's a great video game. Honestly, I really do. Well, but we're when, talking about video games. Yeah, but when I'm personally evaluating video games, I don't. I really don't know why that's so funny. I'm, just, I'm, just I'm confused by your. I'm laughing at Dan said. I'm confused by your arguments here. My argument here is when I'm evaluating video games on a scale. I know, but you're saying it's clever and creative and good for good characters for video games. That feels like it's a slam. That they're it's not, not a as, slam. They're not as meaningful as characters from other 
forms of no, media. No, no, no. It's not a slam. All right. But when I'm personally evaluating video games, especially yeah. for like game of the year and beyond, and don't get me wrong, Undertale made my top five indie games. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm evaluating games for this, it needs to mean more to me than what it means as a video game. And Undertale does not hit those marks for me. And that's all I'm saying. Laugh all you want. Maybe it's hysterical to you guys. What's your last one? I don't that was number four, right? I don't even remember. <laughs> it was it her story? Why are you yelling at me? Oh, uh, Rampage Nights. What a great okay. game. Oh, that was an indie game? That was a fun game. Yeah, yeah. of course it was an indie yeah. game. So I left off two indie games that I should yeah, have had You left that. Rampage Nights off both the main categories, Will, and you really let me down. How That's dare fun. you? That was a really good game. But fuck you guys, really. Like, fuck you down to your core. Not me. I'm no part of this. <laughs> Thank that, God. Who, who that, did I get you, Eric? What's Indie that? games. Did we uh, talk to you? Did, did Eric even go? I don't know who went and who didn't. Yeah, you, so got, you got me. Okay, Will, did I, did I cover you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you need, worst. Corey? Best indie game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 2015 Thummy Award goes to Rocket League. Dear God. That was good. I hate you guys. That was a good follow-up to the most valuable console I felt That was like. a little more comedic of an argument. <clears throat> exactly. A little less heated. Okay. It's just because uh, you're... <laughs> I don't get it. Like, is it really that hysterical? I don't understand. Well, you were yelling at us about Undertale. <laughs> and when we weren't arguing back. Oh, you were, you were telling I, me... I started to. You're like, oh, I don't understand what you're that, saying. First of all, that wasn't the tone. I was like, I asked why... I don't understand what you I do. hate you guys. I hate you both. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next category, Dan? Am I crazy? <laughs> no. I... No. Don't know. Oh, are we gonna do? Are we gonna do music now? Best ambassador game. Oh, okay. Category for best ambassador games uh, for the Thummies 2015. Uh, best ambassador games. Obviously, that can mean different things to different people. So, uh, take, can it? Take because that, based yes. on the last category, I'm not so sure. <laughs> yes, it can. Uh, number three, Super Mario Maker. Wow. Stupid little game. Number two, a tie between Undertale and Rocket League. And number one, Life is Strange. Yeah. Woo. So go, right. go, go ahead, Corey. Yeah. I'll let Eric go. No, yeah. I want you to I go. He seemed like he had something to I say. I have a big horse in this race. Go ahead. Um, it's tough. Uh, this is a category I base mostly on what I would recommend to other people. Yeah. People who... Uh, Draw in people who maybe don't play games. People who don't play games. People who consider uh, video games as a taboo hobby. Um. And I think uh, Life is Strange is one of those rare games where you could almost introduce it to anybody, and I feel like they would get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I could get more in depth. Maybe I shouldn't. I at think this we point. should wait two more categories. I want to okay. argue this. Okay, go ahead, Eric. Don't you feel like somebody that doesn't play video games would get bored? Uh, no. Yes. Yeah. Because well, uh, who said I yes? Forced, we, he said yes. I we all said yes. You. I, I agreed with you. Here's the reason, though. Um, Go ahead. I forced my girlfriend to play it on New Year's Eve. Okay. She she was working, and we had a plan. When she came home, I would have her play Life is Strange. Uh, and she came home, and she played it, and I totally expected her to love it. And within, like, 30 minutes, she's like, this is boring. You can't even jump or shoot or anything. <laughs> right. I love that. <laughs> exactly. As someone who hates video games, she was looking to be able to jump and shoot and stuff. Exactly. Uh, which didn't happen. Which leads however, me to my number however, one However, 
However, what's the however, Dan? You don't have a however? Uh, we. Uh, however, I love it. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Well, I know, well, but what, I'm what, asking what, ambassador-wise. What, what's redeeming about it for someone who doesn't play video games necessarily? This game goes deep. Because obviously one... And I, one, get, I get that. One person isn't a good test. No, but yeah. I, I get that. But I feel like that would be the overwhelming majority of people that don't play video games playing this game. It's you're right. Like maybe maybe it was a bad pick for Ambassador Game, but I feel like it isn't. Why? It goes into relationships with best friends and like, which is hear, something. Hear me out. Yeah. I get your argument yeah. there, and and this is a game that I like and want to play. Yeah, but I didn't. Did I put that on my list? It was in my number five. Okay. I didn't put it higher because I thought to myself. If I'm going to give somebody that doesn't like video games a game to play mm-hmm. to try and get them to like video games, they're going to need to get hooked like that. Yeah. Life is Strange is, not, is the, not that game. The first episode of Life is Strange is the worst one because it's setting everything up. And so, it, yeah, you're and right. And it is not that game. And, um, that, and that's why I picked Mario Maker. Yeah. Okay. That was my that's, number one. That's a really good point. Uh, if you think of it like that, like what are people going to get hooked on? It's obviously not Life is Strange. Uh, but if it's if you're giving if you're handing somebody a message, I think it's life is strange. It, yeah, um, well, fair enough. But I, you're right. I guess you're, we look at it a little different. Exactly, and and maybe I think honestly, after talking about it and making my girlfriend play Life is Strange, I think Eric might be more right. Yeah. Like, what is yeah. the game that people are actually gonna think about? Uh, maybe Mario makes a better I, choice. I, I played part of episode one with Christy, my fiance. Yeah. I think she liked it a little more than your fiance. Did. Okay. I don't think she was bored with it. Or, not, I'm sorry. Not, <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> Whatever. I'm drunk. No, it's, um, it's fine. I was just <laughs> Yeah, I think she liked it a little more than your girlfriend did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is weird. I don't know why. That is weird. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I'd actually like to talk to her about it. Um, but I think I'd, I'd like to continue playing through it with her and see what she thinks. But I, I picked Mario Maker because I feel like a Mario is something that almost everybody of any age can relate to. They know who Mario is, right? Yeah. There's infinite levels for them to play. Mm. They can learn how to make video games oh. yeah. on there. Yeah. It's it's literally got anything you could ask for. Yeah. <laughs> You're making a really good case for game of the year. No, I'm definitely not. <laughs> making a great case for ambassador game though. You're right. That's a good point that I never thought of. That is a good Mario point. Maker. It's it's just you know, like like considering the critics of of video games, I feel like life is strange answers a lot of those kind of calls. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I feel like there is a little bit of uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um, help me out here, Will. Uh, there's kind of like a lesbian aspect of the two characters, which I feel like a lot of people latch onto. What's the word? Which you can go for or not. Yeah, to a certain extent. I didn't um, at all. What's the word? Oh, there's a very specific word I'm looking for that I can't think of that is really important to the to conversation the I'm talking about right now. Um, Run the sentence by me again. Like the whole uh, the whole lesbian aspect of the two main characters. Yeah, it's what's the word? Is that where that game's going? Because you just you, saved me uh, a lot of time. If you, that's where it goes, you don't have to go that way because I didn't at all. And totally, I totally blew the the argument I was making. But anyway, um, I yeah, Eric's Eric's kind of right. Yeah, no. Uh, I that I, I just could give 
two fucks about being gay. Like, I don't give a fuck if somebody's gay. Good for you. The like, game. The game actually isn't about that. And and, and I hope not it because isn't. I'll be really disappointed. It's, it's not about that. And no. and even if that's what you're thinking, it. What's most interesting to me about Life is Strange is that it challenges that aspect of it. Yes. Is it almost knows that that's what people are looking for, and it turns it on its head a little bit. Good. Because it asks I don't you to really question it and then move on from it and go from there. I don't know. Okay. I, th- I think it's it's really well done. You yeah. guys haven't played Fair it. Enough. No, but, I'm, I um, want to, though. I'm I really looking forward to it. I just don't know as if it's the best ambassador game. You're right. Yeah, right. that's, I, could, I could see your point. Okay, um, when I especially picked, based on what we just talked about, because a lot of the ones I pick were message based, I guess. Yeah, no, story ish. Right, right. I hear you. I guess so. I was just going more for what game is going to get people hooked. And yeah, you're, you're like, right. And that's a really good point. Mario Maker is a great example. Number two, Corey. Uh, Soma. Soma. Uh, definitely my number two. Another game that maybe people wouldn't get hooked on because it's kind of boring. But as somebody <laughs> who plays a lot of video games and is looking for a little bit something different, uh, it tells a great story. It's really entertaining. There's no killing for the most part. There's a little bit of killing, maybe depending on how you play. But uh, it's very, it's a very well told science fiction story in a universe that uh, is really interesting and well crafted. Um, I love Soma. I really, I can't say enough about the game. I wish somebody else played it so we could have the conversation, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't happen. I kept trying to push for it, but, uh, and also the beginner's guide, uh, another silly little stupid game that tells a great story and hit all the emotional beats for me. You play somebody else's created little stupid video game levels and, uh, Somebody narrates it and explains to you what that person is going through in their life while you're playing them, and it's really that's cool, emotional and interesting. And there's a huge twist, and the game isn't what you think it is, and you're reading about it afterwards, and it's great. Um, absolutely love the Beginner's Guide. Her story is another one. Uh, unlike anything else I've ever played ever, you're just searching through a archive of interview footage of a woman who may or may not have committed a murder uh, and piecing together. Game of the year. I just... Fuck I, Polygon, I by guess the, way. the difference... They, is that who they picked? Yeah. yeah. It's the stupid. Difference, the difference oh. between your list and my list, I think, Corey, is you're picking, like, um, the artistic games that you want people to see. Yeah. And I'm... See, my list, it's not, I have specific personalities of a person that I picked out my games for. It's it's not so much... That I think someone would like. Arti- I'm not basing my decision on artistic games. I'm basing my decision, which maybe not be the correct way to do it, well, but I'm basing my decision on the games that I would like critics to play to see this is a very normal artistic endeavor that yeah. people are engaging in and that tells a very important story. I yeah. guess, but at the same token, and I, and I'm not even saying I don't like any of these games because I haven't played most of them, but yeah. like, at the same token, as somebody that plays a lot of video games, I don't even know if I would consider a lot of those video games. Right. Yeah. Her, no, I, her I see story, your point. Her story specifically yeah. is very light on the gameplay. That's the one that I was specifically thinking of. Yes, definitely. Right? Light on gameplay? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not Very criticizing little. your pick. I'm just saying that no, no, that's you're, one you're that's right. specifically yeah, you guys are, super light on I'm gameplay. I'm not disagreeing with you guys. Yeah. Um, this is just, if, I, like, I envision myself going to, like, a congressional hearing of, like, 
do video games matter? What do they mean? And, like, what are the games I would take from this year to deliver to that congressional hearing saying, like, no, there's very interesting stories being told, meaningful, creative, like, step forward. Interesting visual things that might draw someone in that, you know, might not otherwise appreciate. Um, And my last one is Rocket League. Mm -hmm. I, I think, honestly, you know, soccer car. I think that holds up. Yeah. I really do. I'll, I'll piggyback off you, Corey. I picked Rocket League as number one. Okay. Um, soccer, biggest wow. sport, biggest sport in the world, biggest sport in the world. I think if you were to uh, take a game, you know, for someone, if you if you sat someone down, some a soccer fan, maybe someone that didn't play video games, and had them play Rocket League for ten minutes, don't you think they'd be hooked on it? On I mean, that right. game, yes. Yeah. I, think I that guess kinda, I was looking broader picture. Well, yeah. that kind of goes to your point, though. Like, what are people actually going to play? Right. Yeah, but I guess with mine, I was trying to get them into video games, not a video game. Where Dan's saying if they play Rocket I'm League, taking they're, specific going, people. they're going to get hooked on Rocket League. I want them to well, get hooked I think, on video I games. I think Rocket League would be a... Uh, it, it, could, it could be a... Uh, uh, I can't see somebody gateway. jumping on... Ah, see, I can't see that. Rocket League is it's a, it's a very specific... It's a competitive... It gets your competitive juices flowing. Like, right. if they get hooked on Rocket League, then they're just going to get hooked on like FIFA or like competitive Heroin. shooters, Video games. and that's it. Cocaine. Video games. I can't. No, I can't. I can't see them getting hooked on Witcher Three because of Rocket well, League. Well, no, no. But I'm saying games, like games in general. Like if you're t- if you're going to someone that's to to sell them, like okay, this is because it's a video game. Like this is what you have the opportunity to play as a video game. Rocket League's so shallow, though. Well, I, I and I agree, but like if if you're if you're like like I said, soccer is the biggest sport in the world. Uh, if you take Rocket League to a someone who's huge into soccer and and they play it and they like it, like I, I just don't like if you were to buy a PS4 say to play, I don't think you're gonna just play Rocket League. They they might it might be a gateway to other things. I'm saying yeah, and and I guess you're right. I just disagree. You're, you're right. The Witcher Three probably wouldn't be one of them, but you know FIFA, uh, possibly competitive shooters. You never know. But that that's one that I think you could get someone into video games with. All it takes is one game. I don't. I just don't see Rocket League as that game. Number two, Splatoon. Mm. Uh, for families, for families that maybe haven't gotten any games yet, uh, it's a very family fen- friendly shooter game. Uh, it's fun. It's easy. Even if you're a noob, uh, you can be effective in the game with and and you don't have to worry about someone shitting on how bad you are because there's yeah. no way to communicate with with the, the other teammates. So um, that's <coughs> one. This one I'm kind of questioning. I put The Witcher Three Wild Hunt. Um, that's specifically for people who like fantasy and fantasy stories. I think that would be their type of thing. Maybe someone who like loves Game of Thrones, uh, but at the same time, like it's got some meaty RPG elements. I think that may not scare someone away. So I'm questioning that decision a little bit. Uh, number four, Pillars of Eternity. Now I picked this specifically for someone who played. Point-and-click RPGs back in the day maybe fell out of love with video games because that's a mm-hmm. genre that a lot of people thought had died. That's why I had it at number four. A lot of, a lot of people thought that type of genre had died, the point-and-click RPGs. Uh, Baldur's Gate, Icewind Dale, that's, none of that stuff has come out in 15 years. Yeah. Uh, so that would bring someone back into the fold okay. for video games. All right. See, I think you were going a little more specific than I was. Yeah, I was going for a specific personality type, definitely, no doubt. Uh, at number five, Skylander Superchargers. The child in me... The kid and me, if I had had a toy when I was a kid 
that you could put into a video game and play as in the video game, I would have shot myself. Do you know how day. bad I want to buy Lego Dimensions? Uh, exactly. <laughs> that stuff is crack for children, I think. Yeah. Crack for 32-year-olds, Well, too. yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah. But, Turns but, out. But, but, but I, think, I think back to, like, like, if I was maybe six or seven and I didn't know anything about video games and someone showed me that they mm. could take their toy, put on this thing and play with their toy in a video game, I would have loved that. Yeah. I like... Um, I, I'm torn between really liking the way you took this category and really wanting to argue with you a That's lot. That's fine. I mean, I as I said, I went for very specific types yeah. of people yeah. that I wanted to attract yeah, to I, the video I, game. I, I could see both sides of it, so that's why I'm just going to... I definitely didn't go generalist. I, yeah. went, I went generalist with mine, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, number five, I had Life is Strange, and mm-hmm. after arguing about it, I don't even want that to be on my list, <laughs> actually. Uh, number four, I had Witcher 3. And after thinking about it... Um, yeah, I'm not so sure about that one the now. The only reason I would take it off is because if I'm interested in video games with somebody, Witcher 3 has shitty controls. Yeah. And that would probably turn them off. But it's also got, like, relationships and stuff like that that people can get into. Interesting characters. Sex. Yeah. Characters. Sex like, yeah, it's got stuff yeah. like that. Humping and stuff. But I, I feel like my list really, 3 to 1, is where I really put the games I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, at number three, I put Star Wars Battlefront. Because if I'm introducing video games to somebody, Star Wars Battlefront is the most casual fucking game that came out this year. <laughs> yeah. It looks fucking great. Yeah, It sounds fucking great. Mm-hmm. You can play it with your friends. Like, what more do it's you Star want? Wars. Who as hasn't a, heard of Star Wars? New, and it's got Star Wars. I left out the biggest thing. <laughs> it has Who Star, hasn't heard of that? Yeah, it has Star Wars. Yeah. Like, what more do you want mm-hmm. to I, I, introduce to somebody to video games? I yeah. see your point, and, and maybe this just comes to how we interpret the category. Oh, definitely. Um, but I don't think a, a shooter based on Star Wars well, does anything to buck the video game uh, stigma. No, you're but right. No, I, I'm just saying. Like, if he's th- trying to draw people in to play video games who maybe which is don't, how li- I took this. don't like video games. I, I'm, I, I agree with Eric on this one, definitely. Uh, Star Wars is Star probably Wars nerds. maybe the That's second. a casual gamer's game, like 218. It's very yeah. casual. Yeah. Okay. It's very, very right. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. My number two was Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Um, that game is very accessible. It controls well. It's got amazing graphics. It's got a, a female lead character, so you could bring in the, the female population as well as the male population. Uh, it's it's just, it's it's damn near a perfect game from what I've played from it. I can't see any reason that somebody wouldn't like playing that. Yeah, there really isn't anything to it's complain got a- about. It's got action. Like, yeah. it's got kind of relationships building. Like, I honestly don't know if that shouldn't be my number one. But like I said earlier, Super Mario Maker was my number one. I feel like you could get people invested in making their own levels. You could say, here, I'm going to set you up. You, you play, like, play ten levels of yeah. Mario. Oh, you thought that was cool? Here, try and make your own Build for it, people yeah. to play. You can even download it and then change it how you want to. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like Mario Sounds Maker like a is great such game. a good indi- uh, uh, such a good introduction to video games. And a great video game overall. No, it's it's a good video game, yes. It's fantastic. It's not a game of the year. You're right. <laughs> okay, well, Sorry. what do you got, Ambassador Games? Uh, I'll be quick. So, five, Rocket League. Four, Her Story. Three, Undertale. Two, Until Dawn. And one, Life is Strange. Uh, give us the Until Dawn argument because I don't think anybody has made that case yet. Tito in the chat agrees, Will. Okay, so Until Dawn is a game. There's a lot of people that like horror out there, and I feel like that this is something that they would love to a T. 
even if they don't like horror, I almost I, I wish I had switched until dawn and Life is Strange. Uh, it's something like that game will keep you on the edge of your seat. Exactly, you're making a lot of choices, which I think is pe- something that people are drawn to. Dude, yeah, like having an impact. Because no matter even if you, like what you choose doesn't have that much, because you basically decide who lives and who dies and yeah. how you play. Like that's something that everybody can get behind, and some of the characters in that game are really really good and really killable. Uh, Emily. Some people yeah. you don't mind letting them uh, right. get strangled by a... Some people die? Or gored by a wild boar. Exactly. Because, like, characters like Mike, who, in my opinion, went through the most story, don't be like Mike. story arc of the game, who became this jock D-bag who ended up becoming the, like, Nathan Drake-like character. Like, <laughs> it's just... Watching those characters go through that, it was just awesome. And I feel like this is something that everybody would be into. And horror is something that people can get drawn into pretty quickly because you're all going up to a cabin and from right off the bat like stuff like happens it's a pretty relatable game too like people people can you know relate to all the different kind of stereotypical characters that are in there you've yeah. seen it all before in yeah, different yeah. movies like, even if you're older like we are you've seen that type of character in a movie exactly and if you're younger like you probably know somebody no, yeah, like no that. someone you, in school you know somewhere. dickhead jock guy yeah like <laughs> you know that guy yeah you know <laughs> Bitchy girl that's probably dating him. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. <laughs> probably a miserable. See you next Tuesday. Yeah, I think Until Dawn's a good option. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, best one ever though. Still Journey. Moving on. I played that this year. Mm-hmm. I was confused if I could put that up for anything. No, I did. Yeah, no, I don't we didn't. Think so. We decided not. I think we decided no not remasters. To do remasters. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that rule. Okay. I'm. We, I don't know. We'll have to see what games are coming out yeah, next year, but next year might be a good remaster year. Yeah, could be. Yeah, I mean, Dragon's Dogma is popping into my head because it's Final coming Fantasy out in fifteen uh, on the fifteenth. Yeah, Final January. Fantasy Nine. Yeah, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, boys. You know, <laughs> Eric's all in. It. I'm in. Eric's all in. <laughs> no, I actually want to play Final Fantasy Nine. Let's do it. That's some people's favorite. I want to. I like play. that. It's I don't like my think third you guys or understand favorite. my dilemma. I want to play Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's such a time commitment. It is a time commitment. Mm. Yeah, and I think that one's like, if I remember correctly, it's like, I want to say 35 hours to beat it. It's a commitment, no doubt. And it's an older game. Yeah. I mean, even if it's remastered, it's still, those don't yeah. always those don't always hold up very well. Yeah. Um. So, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, best ambassador game, the 2015 Thummy goes to Life is Strange. Should so. we take a quick break before we do we the last we can take a quick break we got two more categories two more to go categories, categories. Um, yeah we'll Just take quick a and then... quick yeah. break and we'll come back with best score slash soundtrack uh, in just a moment Welcome back, everybody. Episode 232 of the Thumbs of Athletes podcast. Uh, we are continuing with our last two thummy categories. Uh, the first being best score slash soundtrack really didn't come prepared. No, it's okay, Dan. Do you want me to start? Oh, okay. No, he's going to not see winner first. He's got to open the envelope. All right. Do you want me just to tell you? (laughs) (laughs) Number three, Metal Gear Solid Five. That's a good one. Number two, Life is Strange. Another good one. And number one, Undertale. All right. Okay. Corey, why don't you get us started? Um, Well, I would like to give you an audio cue. Uh, you got something pulled up? So what I'm going to do, I, th- oh, I think I do have something pulled up. 
Um, one of my favorite bits from from Undertale was the Snowden song. Now, in a game filled with great music, completely, you, you picked one specific one out. Uh, one very very specific tune, um, and and I was doing it. <laughs> I was kind of playing along uh, in the car today with Will. I I put the Snowden song on, and uh, I was playing along with one of my favorite moments of the game. Which is something I would like to do next year is uh, favorite, favorite moment. moments category. Yes, um, that's that's a good one. Okay, so this is uh, Undertale's Snowden song. Jim's proposal award for I, best moment. I was gonna say that number twenty-two from the OST. Maybe if it loads. Played, wa- played from an iPhone. Dan's Wi-Fi is notoriously. It's a little bit stressed out right now. Notoriously, notoriously bunk. stupid. very earthboundy. It is. Give it a minute. It's just that one. <laughs> see, some of the battle music was my favorite music in that game. Um and yeah I could I could totally see that. I think uh what's most impressive from that game is the fact that it was all created by one guy. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. Toby Fox did it all. Uh and that's really impressive to me, especially for something and that's what really stood out for me is playing that game and in hearing the Snowden theme song was like this is great. This is awesome. I feel like I'm in that Are you going to get this segment muted? No. Okay. No, I don't think I don't think any of the Undertale music is under that. No, that that uh, be hilarious takedown on YouTube. It could be, yeah. Whatever. Well, whatever. Who cares? Stupid little YouTube. <coughs> yeah, our lawyers will take care of it. We'll we'll, we'll have our lawyers get on it. Our lawyers will call their lawyers. <laughs> they uh, but will anyway, laugh at us. that's really what sold it for me uh, for Undertale. Um, and that was my was that my number one, Dan? I don't know. <laughs> Where are we? Best score soundtrack. Well, the problem is uh, if you use Evernote on the iPhone, which I do, you never really know where it's going to go. Uh, uh, but you, actually, when you bring it back up, right? My number one was actually "Life Is Strange." Okay, uh, there were some really good tracks. From as little as I played of it, there was one really good bit of yeah. music in there. Uh, what a great soundtrack! Uh, anytime there's Alt J in a video game soundtrack, mm-hmm. I'm what's like, Alt J? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, what is old Jay? I don't know. Uh, but my number one was Life is Strange. So. Oh, wow. Wait, Eric, I'll play a little old Jay. You gonna get us muted? Probably. This will get us muted on YouTube. Right, but that's pause fine. It then. We'll play it after. Well, no, we can. As long as we talk over it while we're playing it, I don't think we'll get muted. All right, I've heard enough. Um, this is Alt J as performed in the video game uh, Life is Strange by Don't Not Entertainment, published by Squeenix. Uh, this is Alt J, published by Squeenix, <laughs> Don't Not Entertainment. Uh, but anyway, this right. is my number How's one. There's a there's a number of uh, really good tracks. This is one of my favorites. 
followed by Bright Eyes, uh, Lua. Corey. Yeah. You know the part in... Thank you. You know the part in episode five when Max is driving the car to the Two Whales Diner? Uh-huh. When everything's hitting the fan. Yeah. she got the phone message from Nathan, who is apologizing to her and saying that he's about to be killed. Not sure I got that message, Will. That's bizarre. Really? Yeah. Okay, do you remember when she was driving to the Two Whales Diner with everything's hitting the fan? Yeah. Okay. So you didn't get the message from Nathan. Yeah. Okay, that music, that bit where she's looking around uh, and seeing the tornado and everything like that and people running in fear with that music playing Yeah, was my favorite video game moment in years. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Since the year Final Fantasy VII came out. Uh, Final Fantasy VII isn't one of my favorite Final Fantasies. Yeah, get it together. Six, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Tactics, Eric. Tactics, I'm sorry. Um, But anyway, Life is Strange is my number one. Uh, The Bright Eyes, the Alt-J, the whole soundtrack is right up my alley as somebody who listens to that kind of shit that you guys probably don't really care for and think is stupid, and that's fine. Hipster music. Uh, Undertale is my number two. I played you, Snowden. Uh, That little piece right there is what convinced me to put Undertale my number two. Especially uh, considering it's composed by one guy who also made the entire video game. Talent. Um, it's really impressive. Good for him. I had Xenoblade Chronicles X as my number three. Dan and I talked very briefly about it. That's one I wish I had put on my goddamn list. The, the like, hip-hop. It's um, weird, but it just fits so well. It's really weird. It's like It's, like... Futuristic sci-fi hip hop. Yeah, uh, but it's it, very, it, very weird. Yeah, it fits in very well. I don't think awful. I don't think I would like it if I listened to it on its own. Oh, but no. it fits in so well not. with what's going on in the game. Right. But. Yeah. You go into New Los Angeles and yeah. it's just like this, uh, like ambient hip hop, uh, like ambient science fiction hip hop going on in the background. You're right. Like, yeah. It's cool. And then there's some like orchestral music, and it's really like weird when the music changes and kicks in it's it's very strange and i know a lot of people were really critical on yeah i really Um, enjoyed it though but i was into it i I wish i had put that on my list i had axiom verge as my number four a game i played really early on in the year but uh really hooked me with its kind of retro thing sure uh and then i had metal gear solid 5 as my number five um play hollow notes on a helicopter and that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. there was a lot of good name the best song there's a lot of good like rebel yell uh huh. Take on me, yeah. the man who stole the world. Yeah. Uh, the cure. Yeah. There's a lot of really good tracks in in Metal Gear Solid Five, and the fact that you could kind of play them when you wanted, and where you wanted was made it even better. Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. Yeah. Sure. What do you got, Eric? Uh, Dan, this is one I don't really care mm-hmm. about to be honest. Mm-hmm. But uh, number five, I had Ori in the Blind Forest. Four was Bloodborne. Three, Hotline Miami. Two, two Metal Gear Five, and number one, I had Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Splatoon's music was good too. Yeah, I really like that. Very multi- fitting. The multiplayer song, it, like as immediately when I hear it, it just brings me right back into yeah. the multiplayer. It's really good. Go ahead, Will. Five is Rocket League. For every reason, it makes me really want to play Rocket League. When Tito I... loves the Rocket League soundtrack, uh, yeah. and it's not even my kind of music at all. But it just like makes me want to hit a ball around in my car. I don't yeah. know why. Um, number four is Splatoon. Three is Undertale. Two is Fallout Four. I'm surprised nobody else had that. I don't know if you had that, Dan, but no, I tended to skew towards original music. Really, Fallout Four? How could you not like Fallout Four soundtrack? I really I did like it. I feel oh, like I heard it in Fallout uh, Three. Classical channel. Yeah, yeah, sure. 
I feel like I heard it all in Fallout. Some 3. of it is in three, but oh, so there's new stuff. Are we ready to argue Fallout yet? No, it's not time. Uh, And one is Life is Strange. Great music, and as I said, that moment with that music playing, listening to a depressing message while the world is ending. May I share my musical moment in in Life is Strange? Uh, When Max and Chloe do their messed up stuff uh, at Blackwell Academy overnight, and then they spend the night at Chloe's house, and they wake up the following morning, and there's Bright Eyes playing Lua, and they're in bed, and, and it's a such a great moment in that game and this that game does such a good job of capturing nothingness and max like she's running through commentary in her head and mm-hmm. you're just sitting and just like looking around at all the characters acting around you mm-hmm. and she's delivering her narrative while the music is playing and then you can just sit there and just keep listening to the music and she doesn't say anything and it just falls around all the Ever. other characters yeah. around you and you're just like watching yeah it's great those, it is great. And there's a handful of those moments in that game. It's uh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's moving. Nice. Really it really is. It really is moving, some of the stuff in that, yeah. And the soundtrack really helps it along. Did you do your whole list well? Yeah. Okay. Uh, for me, I had uh, F- Pillars of Eternity, five. Love the music in that game. Very atmospheric. Uh, the Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Again, all original music. Very well done. Number three, the Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain. Um, as I said, I, I skewed more towards original music in this one, but that had such a good soundtrack and such a fitting soundtrack that I couldn't leave it off my list. It was really. Plus, well you could play in the helicopter. Yeah, that was really cool. Too. Yeah, you could play play the that songs was, you wanted. Yeah. Number two, I had Hotline Miami two. Really dug the music. Oh in that fuck one. yeah! Uh, number one, Undertale. Loved music in Undertale. Undertale's music is uh, specifically the specific... yeah the, the the song you hear when you're fighting the spider. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just love that song, There's, and I actually like listen to the music on it, occasion. It's it's that that for me is is almost more impressive because one person did all of that. Yeah, like the battle that you're fighting. Oh, the same person composed the music that yeah. you're doing it to. It's yeah. incredible, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, totally good pick. So yeah, the winner, best score soundtrack for the 2015 Thummies is Undertale. So I'll take it. I'll take it and run with it. And now. The main event. Mario Maker. Thumbstick Athletes. 2015 Thummy Award for Game of the Year. Do you want me to just read the winner? Yeah, just read the winner. Who cares? Who even cares? The winner. Number one. Life is Strange. Yeah! God, this is so depressing. Max fucking Caulfield. So I'm guessing, you, yeah, you picked it. it Time Warrior. I gotta say, I hate that you guys just played this game, because I feel like sometimes you need to marinate on games. And This game is powerful, though. You're not wrong. Eric's not wrong. Uh, no. That's depressing to me. Eric is not Can wrong. You read the rest of them? Sure. Uh, number three was Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Number two was a tie between Bloodborne and Fallout 4. Oh, man. I thought it was going to be Fallout 4 or Rocket League. Rocket League didn't even make the top three. I didn't even have it on my list. I didn't either. I'm not surprised you didn't. You guys are crazy. Yeah, you are. Oh, wow. Life is strange. That's uh, depressing. May I say, uh, because I knew Will was playing it, I did not, did I exuber? did I uh, sell it to you at any point? Like, I was very quiet and polite and very nonchalant about the whole game. I'm pretty sure the only time we talked about it when you were home was after I played 3 uh, yeah. and when 
what happened to Chloe when all you're trying to do is help her and her family happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Corey, that moment was unbelievable. Okay. And you're like, yeah, the game's messed up, all but right. so good. All right. And that's um, all you said. Uh, I'll 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 take lead here. Yeah, I was gonna say before we get too much further, let's hear your your specific list. We, we, your game of the year was okay. Um, my game. I was convinced my game of the year would be Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably for the last two months, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, Since it came out, that's how <laughs> that's how strongly I felt about Mario Maker. I think, um, I think for Nintendo to take something that has meant so much to video gaming culture for the last 20 plus years and to basically turn the keys over to those people um in the way that they did i think they did a great job of it granted had its flaws like it was really hard to find good levels um, but, like at least they're working on it at this point and they've made some significant progress since since the game came out yep. three months ago and that's a huge boon to nintendo like they've been they've done such a good job of listening to the community which is something they haven't really done in the past right uh, no. with mario maker yeah no uh mario maker blew my mind i really like i can't remember i don't th- i've never done what i did with mario maker in that i was constantly refreshing the mario maker subreddit on my phone yeah. To just, like, see, like, oh, what's the new levels? Yeah, what's, what, people, what are people yeah. talking about? What are the little mini hacks that they're doing <clears throat> in Mario Maker? Um, it just, it was really, <laughs> there were some really good games to come out before that, but for them to, like, take something that was so ingrained in video game culture for so many years and to just say, like, we're done with this. This is for you guys yeah. now. And to hand it over, I don't know. I thought it was... It was one of the things, too, um, that, like, when they were probably designing the system, they may have had this game in mind. It's one of the few games that makes good use of the touchscreen controls yeah. on the Wii U. Yeah. It's yeah. maybe the only game that makes good use of the con- the touchpad controls on well, the Wii U. Zombie U. <laughs> I haven't played that. I don't know. Last year. Two years that ago. That came out when... That At was a launch title. Three or four years <laughs> ago. Yeah, I think it was three years ago. That was a launch title. Yeah. <laughs> Eric's right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Mario Maker was my number two. I had Life is Strange as number one, but we can come back to that. I had Bloodborne at number three. And uh, as much uh, – I loved Bloodborne. I had a great time with Bloodborne. Um, my biggest issue with Bloodborne was that there was no uh, – unlike the Dark Souls games, there was no – like, bi- there was no focus on, like, your build. Um, it was – it it came down to you, like you could you could start with basic equipment and level up that equipment through the whole game, mm-hmm. uh, and you were good, which is what I did. Especially I had the threaded cane. I just leveled it up through the whole game. I never swapped out the weapon, which for me kind of took away from uh, fat loots, like fat loots, and like spending time to to like farm a monster to get a certain drop or kind of you know. Uh, it kind of took away from the longevity of the game because once you played through it, like, you had the best equipment no matter what. Like, you just leveled up what you had, and that was the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. But what also sold me on Bloodborne, this is a very silly thing, but I talked about it when we did our Bloodborne episode or maybe No, there, you didn't play it until a lot after. Right. Yeah. yeah. A ways after. Uh, there was a moment playing <laughs> Bloodborne where this gentlemanly knight showed up in his shining blue armor and walked me through the uh, the. I watched the that which is. Oh, I watched you stream that it was on a Twitch. Whole zone, yeah, Dan saw it. It was a whole zone like the witches, something or other. 
The hat. Um, the witch's hat. But we were in like a hay barn and everything, and he was running me around. I know what you're talking about. Silent. And that's what I love about Blood Blown more than anything is that there was, at, at, uh, most of the time, there was no music. It was just silence. And it used that to such a good degree. And I was following this, like, much bigger, like, handsomely dressed soldier, like, marching me through this building and, like, yeah, slaying point, all point, the monsters for Pointing me. out all the secrets. Yeah. And I was just standing in the background watching him. And I think I commented at the time that it was one of the most romantic ex- experiences of my life. <laughs> um, nice. But, yeah, that's, like... One of that moment is one of the big things that sold me on Bloodborne, and I think it's a great game anyway, uh, which we've talked about. I also had Soma as my number four. Mm-hmm. That's the hipster pick in me. Um, when we talked, when I brought up earlier, like flawless games of the year, I really feel like Soma is flawless in in a lot of ways. I cannot think about that game and pick out anything that I really didn't like about it. Uh, it was smaller than a lot of the games that I really did like. I mean, it it didn't do all the things that, like, Mario Maker did. It didn't do all the things that Life is Strange's did. I had a lot of problems with Life is Strange, by the way. Yeah. Uh, But Soma is just one of those, like, straightforward games that told a very (laughs) interesting story uh, that was flawless, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. You know, there's nothing for me to sit back there and say, well, they could have done this better. Um, It was just that. And and Rocket League was my number five. Uh, A game that, again, like, for the most part, is flawless. Uh, fantastic multiplayer. But for me, and this goes back to the whole like black Assassin's Creed black fat black flag argument. Um what do I take out of that? You know, like yeah. Rocket League is a very fun game to play with friends, uh very competitive. Like I have a great time with it, but like what do I get out of that? And for me, uh it doesn't compare to a game like Life is Strange. It doesn't compare to a game like Soma for the category of game of the year. Yeah. Um, I think, like, to the future, what am I going to be thinking about when we come out of 2015? And, you know, again, Rocket League is a lot of fun, but I'm not going to be having interesting conversations about it Mm -hmm. beyond what it is. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Eric, let's hear your list. Um, all right. So number five for me was Metal Gear Solid five. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't higher because of all the jank that happened like with shortly the after the stuff. release. Yeah. The, uh, stuff I talked about earlier with the insurance policies and all that bullshit. I don't think a lot of people liked that portion of the game. I saw it more, makes me never want to play it again. It more often than not. I saw people criticizing that oh, there was sure. only for every, like, Eight or nine complaints, there was, like, one person that was like, hey, I really enjoy that part of the yeah. game. Uh, otherwise, it could have been higher mm-hmm. on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, number four for me was Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. Um, based solely on the fact that the Bloody Baron questline and the Crones was one of the best things I've ever played in a video game. Yeah. Uh, that was fantastic One of the me. other podcast awards, too, talked about that being the best character. Yeah. And, and that whole questline being the best Dude. thing from video games this year. I wasn't as big on the Bloody Baron, but the Crones I thought was fucking Bloody brilliant. Baron was yeah. amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I was just hugely into the Crones, like the characters, and and I don't know. Well, they're more <laughs> fantasy than the Bloody Baron, right? Right. I and think I, that, I, I think, think you're more of a that. fantasy guy than yeah, I am, for sure. Um, number three for me was Fallout Four. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure whether I would put 
Witcher, Fallout at three and four, but I think uh, overall I enjoyed my time oh, with Fallout better. four more than I did with Witcher three. Um, for its bugs and everything, I mean, whatever. I just thought that the the world was more interesting to me. I'm not really into fantasy as much, um, so I, I got more out of Fallout Four, and mm-hmm. I liked the the base building shit. Yeah. It was really fun for me. So, um, number two was Rocket League. Uh, that game is we've talked about it too much. Uh, that is the thing that I will remember even more than my number one game from this year. Rocket League is the game I will remember from this year. Yeah. Uh, number one for me was Bloodborne. Uh, that game is just so good with the atmosphere that it creates and the difficulty <coughs> and the overwhelming feeling of like joy and glee when you finally beat a boss. Yeah. That has been kicking your ass. Touché, for, for me, sure. it was the Blood Starved Beast. I know other people was like Father Father Gascoigne or whatever his name is. Um, I didn't end up beating that game, but I did put over thirty hours into it, so I, I do feel like I played enough of it. Um, it's just such a good exclusive for the PS4, and I just it's just fantastic. Like I think it's my favorite. Like I said, it's my favorite of the From Software games. It's I don't know. I really couldn't have asked for anything more out of Bloodborne. I don't feel like. Mm-hmm. Bloodborne so, was excellent. Yeah. I think it's interesting for me, though, because I think back on Bloodborne and I'm like, well, why didn't that score higher on my list? And it the problem with me is that I, I, I can't help but compare it to the Dark Souls, Souls games. Yeah. And, and where the only Dark place. Dark Souls 1, specifically. Right. And the only place it falls short is in <clears throat> the longevity category. You know, it's the, like, working on your build kind of thing, you know? Um as much as I loved that game, I don't. I don't see why that wasn't. Why would that would be important in Bloodborne though? Well, it's just it. It comes like I said. Like it comes down to the longevity of the game. It's with, why. Why does that prevent you from wanting to play that game? I don't. Because I'll never play it again. Because there's no reason for me to. Did you play any of the Chalice dungeons or anything like that? No. Well, that's something you missed out on. Well, maybe, but there was no, there was nothing calling me to play that. You know, okay. there was, there was no. As I think I, I, I actually did. I did play the the basic, the first one, a couple times. But as somebody I don't know. who didn't play Bloodborne, what is in this for longevity? That's, does it need long? Does Life is Strange have longevity? Absolutely not. But uh, Life is Strange also tells a way more personal, interesting story than Bloodborne does for me. No, fair fair enough, but uh, I really hate that that was our game of the year. I really do. <laughs> it uh, happens, man. Like, uh, there's been time I for think it. it's because you guys just played it. I really feel like that's why I won. <laughs> well, I think you're came, right. It just, the, the last episode just like, came out sure. not that long ago, right? Yeah, it came out in, like, November or yeah. late October. Oh. And I'm not even saying it should be Bloodborne, because I didn't expect Bloodborne to win. I sure as fuck didn't expect Life is Strange to win. I didn't either. I, yeah, and I that's why I, like, I was really careful to talk about it. Ask Will. I was really careful to talk about it around Will because I didn't want him. I didn't want me to influence his opinion of the game at all. You started to walk into my room to watch me play and then left immediately. <laughs> yeah, I was like, said, I'll let you handle this. I better this. go. Yeah. <clears throat> and even well, when again, you texted me, you're like, Life is Strange is so good. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Like yeah. I was like, yeah, it's pretty this good. This is another category where... Two first place votes are enough to carry the category. Me and Corey had two of those earlier in Xenoblade and right, Pillars right. of Eternity. But yeah. I think that's because because there are so many good games that came out this year, we all played a lot 
a I lot know, of games. I, I just can't believe Life is Strange is the one that won. I, we might as games. well be Polygon. Uh, which is what I said in the fucking chat. I said I mean, all of a sudden we turned into Polygon. I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not anti the decision. Don't I get me wrong. I didn't get I'm to play it. I'm fairly anti so. the decision. Don't I, get me wrong. Uh, I really like just Bloodborne. based on what I, really I what like. I played of Life is Strange, which was fine. I cannot imagine it's better than those games. No matter it's, what it's, happens, I, I agree with you, Eric. And that's what I was trying to like kind of explore a little bit early on when we were talking about objectivity versus subjectivity. Like, uh, I think. I think Game of the Year is a very, especially the way we categorize it, is a very subjective category. I think, honestly, I think... Because, again, I, like, I picked my favorite games from this year, not necessarily what I think is the best games that came out this year, which is a very different thing. Yep. And and before, we didn't talk about what your games are, but before no, we do... No, me and Will have to go. Uh, before we do, like, objectively, ob- objectively, I think Life is Strange is bad. Honestly, it has a lot of flaws. Right. Uh, I was very annoyed with a lot of things, but it spoke to me on a more personal level than any other game I played this year. Yeah, uh, and that's like when you're comparing what we do versus uh, what video game journalists do <clears throat> when they kind of have to remove themselves from the equation a little bit. I know they do. You know, they keep themselves in to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, we have like I feel like we're able to be more subjective in in our personal opinions, whereas they have to evaluate games from a distance a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're talking to somebody whose top three favorite game is Journey, who appreciates an experience like that. Sure. Yeah. I just I blows my mind that Life is Strange is well, going you didn't to play forever it. be. I mean, I I played some of the first episode. Fair enough. I didn't play the whole thing. Yeah. I cannot for the life of me imagine it's better than those games. I get that. I 100% get that because the first episode when I played, I was like, meh, too. Uh, and then it really picks up steam from there. Well, that's funny because the first episode for me, I was like, this is my game of the year. And this is really coming. Yeah. This is coming from somebody who decided Mario Maker was their game of the year Before. two months ago. Yeah. Uh, and where it almost lost me was episode three. The end of episode four into episode five a little bit. Really? Yeah. I, it really lost me. It got way too convoluted and silly, and I was like, where are they going with this? <clears throat> I didn't think it got convoluted. And it was really close, and it just barely pulled me back in. Really? I thought I thought it got really silly. I really did. I don't know. Mm. Corey and I are going to argue over our game of the year. <laughs> No, it's the game of the year for this reason. <laughs> you want me to go? Know. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Number five, I had initially put Undertale, but at the last minute I'm going to make a change because I think Xenoblade Chronicles is more deserving as my number five game of the year. Okay. Um, I love that game. It'll, it may be my 20, 2016's, 20, 2015's, 2016 game of the year. I don't know. Uh, but I love that game. Uh, number four, Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain. Uh, blew me away. I love that game from the very first minute I started playing it. I got a little angry with it towards the end when they the the forced stealth stuff, but uh, the game I thought controlled so well that that wasn't as big of an issue. That's kind of that was actually kind of my turning point too on stealth games because as everyone's aware, I've not been a big fan of stealth games, but I think um, playing that and and figuring out the the you know methods 
uh, in a stealth game. I think I think Metal Gear Solid was was kind of the the turnaround for me for that. Number three, Pillars of Eternity. I loved Pillars of Eternity. I like that. It was fantastic. That's good. Pick. Cannot wait for more Pillars of Eternity. I will get the DLC at some point. Um, yeah, I loved it. Number two was Fallout Four. I had a hard time with number one and number two. Fuck that game. I'm re- I'm gonna I'm gonna stand my ground on that. I thought right that now. would be your number one. That's game. fine. No, my number one. I called it when it came out. The Witcher Three Wild Hunt. I loved Fallout. Not a I had I did not have a single uh I didn't have any jank. I didn't really uh I didn't dislike the story. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um I just played it for the experience. I sat back, I explored the wasteland exactly how I wanted it to. I, and like a lot of people are like, well Bethesda yeah, we talked about this before, but Bethesda gets a free pass on on their buggy games, but like my, my personal experience with it was I had very little very few issues with it. So, I can't really factor that into my my analysis of the game because I I had one prop one like repetitive problem that was fixed early on with the patch so and I'm torn about the bugs thing because if they their vision for the game is gonna have bugs yeah. making games that scale so it's hard for them to like scale back to make sure it's not buggy you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. So to me, I just didn't have the level of bugs that some of the other people were having. Nor did I. Yeah, same with me. I had a very bug-free, very smooth experience. You know, I keep the frame counter on the top right of my top right-hand corner of my screen, and when I sense a frame rate drop, I always look at that first thing. I only had a few frame rate drops uh, indoors, and that uh, fixed itself relatively quickly. I actually played Fallout Four a little bit in the past, like two weeks. Yeah, same here. uh, Just Mm. to go back to it and relive it a little bit and. Love and it. for me, I'm not somebody who's going to get mad when dog meat's floating through the air. Like, I that never happened to me. That happened to me a couple you times. Guys, I don't. I don't know. I'm going to put my foot down on Fallout right now and say it's not a very good game overall. That's fine. I don't I think, think. I think you don't like open world games for one thing. Uh, well, we briefly talked about it a little bit early on this episode, but I, I'm at the point now where I don't like video games anymore. Right. So. Well, no, you yeah, you like video games, but you're looking for. Uh, more specific, streamlined experiences, which is the and the opposite of what what Fallout I, Four is, and and, and and what The Witcher is, and what I thought I liked in video games, right? You know, yeah, because all of your games of the year were all for the most part directed. Yeah, Life is Strange, Mario Maker, Bloodborne, um, Soma, Soma, Soma. I mean, League. all my, all my games. Were big games. They drop you in the world and they let you go your way. All five of them. Because, like I said, I put Undertale, but that was kind of a mistake. I meant to put. I wanted to put Xenoblade. Yeah, I'm just not impressed. I, honestly, as much as I like Fallout Four, I'm not impressed with it at That's all. Fine. I think it's. And then The Witcher Three, obviously. I, I said it when it came out. Right. That was going to be my game of the year. Sure yeah. enough, I had a I had a hard time uh, between Fallout Four and The Witcher Three, uh, but ultimately, like I really liked a lot of the characters a lot better. I'm definitely going to take more. From the Witcher Three story, I'm the same way as you, Corey. I like to, I like to have something to take with me from a video game, and and I definitely got more out of the Witcher Three right. than I did Fallout Four. I think that's so. where my next trip is is down like playing through Witcher Three again. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Um, but Fallout Four, you know, I, like I played through all of it, and I yeah. just was not at no point was I like this is a great game. I was just kind of annoyed with it. I'm, I'm it, also honestly. not I'm also not trying to say that it was a great game. I just loved it. Yeah. It's a completely different thing. <sighs> it was I, fantastic up until the hunt for dandelion. Then it, it was it fucking fell off a cliff. Are we for talking me. about Fallout? Fallout. Oh, I'm sorry. Fallout. That's okay. 
<laughs> that's okay. I got thinking about Taco Bell. And- <laughs> yeah, Taco Bell's coming soon, so that's cool. Yeah, I don't know. I would not put it as one of the best games that came out this year. Well, but me, I would put um, it as my my favorite one of my favorite games that came out this year, definitely. Let me before Will goes. Let me jump back to my my question. Uh, most flawless game of the year because for me it's Soma. Honestly, like what's your game that you found no issue with that you also really enjoyed? I would have to go back and look at my list. Splatoon. Probably you, Splatoon. You seem like a Splatoon kind of guy. Was that not in your top five? I thought that was going to be your game of the year. It, I wasn't, so on, it wasn't even on my top five. I had no. you pegged for Splatoon as game of the year. No. No, because, again, I didn't take anything from it. It's just a fun multiplayer Rocket game to League. play. Rocket League's Rocket a good League's choice. Rocket League's a good choice. I, I think Splatoon technically is... Life is Strange. Flawless. Well, Rocket I haven't League's done my list one. yet. Uh, I'm asking, right, like, off flawless. the top of your head, flawless game. I mean, Life is Strange is definitely not flawless. No. It has a lot no. of issues. But That whole nightmare sequence was stupid silly. Most of it was like most of it was silly until Max talked to Max. That that's my biggest takeaway is uh, I'm gonna miss Max Caulfield's like commentary on yeah. everything. You and, know, and when it was Max versus Max, I was like, everything that the other Max was saying to me, yeah, I was like she's right, but she's also wrong. Yeah, so just minor spoilers for Life is Strange. Uh, we've all played the Telltale games, mm-hmm. which Do you Life want me to strange. go over my list before we talk more Life is Strange? Yeah. yeah Get up your ahead. game of the year list, Will. What do you got? Five ahead Splatoon. Uh, I thought the single-player aspect of the game was actually pretty solid. Yeah, I was, was surprised fun. by it because it felt a little bit like Portal Yeah, to me. It, it was did. a puzzle platformer, mm-hmm. and it was it was a lot better than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, because you told me I could skip it, but I played it, and I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. The boss fights were fun. Uh, it was like a fun little small side game to it, to the multiplayer, yeah, which is also very, very, very fun. Nothing to write home about, but it was a fun puzzle platformer. Yeah, I think this was one of my... I don't want to say underrated. It's an underrated game to me. Uh, I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did uh, yeah. for it to crack the top five. Beat Out Syndicate, which is another game that, as I said, was very absent on my list, and I feel bad because that game was really good. Uh, at four, I had Fallout 4. Um, <sighs> this game, I had no issue with it like Corey did. I didn't have any issues with the bugs. I wasn't expecting them to... I was expecting Fallout 3 in a different... Uh, yeah. Area, and that's yeah. what I got, and that's what I wanted. Did you just get tired of digging through junk and fighting raiders? No, because now you can use it to build. Yeah, because I think they took the know, they took the junk part of the game and made it to have worth. Oh, yeah, it has value now. Yeah, hardly. Well, if you didn't enjoy the building part then, then you, or crafting, even then it had. No I did a lot to of it. crafting. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, and, and a fair needed, amount of building. And I just you got that, so like nauseous digging through little. Corey, I see your stupid point. Chests. I see I your. I, I so see your point. Stupid. I can't tell you how many stupid little towers I walked through and had to like go up elevators and stairs and dig through garbage. It just got so old to me. I'm like, I'm so over yeah, this. Yeah, see, I didn't really do the, that much dungeon crawling. I mostly walked around and talked to NPCs to get quests. I didn't do any dungeon crawling. And their quests were crawl them, through the tower. And no, go. some of them were really well done, really well written. Did you do the one with the robots and the pirate ship? No. I didn't do that. That no. was fantastic. I don't know, man. I spent a lot of time with that game. I really did. I gave it its everything, and I was just underwhelmed. And the fact that they pitted you against the faction that you had built relationship with the entire game, 
just stupid. That's just I, depending on what you chose to do. It was stupid. It was stupid. Minor. A little, a little bit. It's stupid. It was really stupid. I, mean, I yeah, really think it, it's stupid. It, it I kinda, thought it added to the it story. It kind of telegraphed that from the beginning of the game, in fairness to Corey. It's not a huge spoiler. Yeah, but it it didn't. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, like, you have to pay I guess I didn't catch it. <laughs> what made uh, the Elder Scrolls game so great is you could build a relationship with a faction and do their quest lines that, and then move on. That's definitely true. Whereas in this one, you build a relationship and then, oh, you have to go back and kill all your buddies that you That's built based on with. the choice that you made in the game, though. But I didn't make that choice and I didn't have to do that. Easy, 95% of the choices led to the destruction of another one that you had a relationship with. Depending on how you played the yeah, game. Yeah, that's fair. And but but I actually never ended up having that. I somehow messed up my main story because my faction was supposed to fight against the Brotherhood of Steel. It wasn't interesting. There it was just no role playing in Fallout. Happen? No role playing no. in Fallout. Really? I, I know. I had the one like weird uh handicapped playthrough, like <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I, it just it just didn't happen stupid. for me. I don't, I don't know. know. There was no role playing in Fallout Four. See, personally, I prefer, a lot of people complained about the voice acting and how that limited things. I personally like that. I mean, I like my character better. I liked the voice acting. Don't get me wrong. But it, there was no role playing. That's fair. I didn't, I didn't feel like I role played anything in that game. I don't feel like I had any influence on the world. Hey, you're, not, you're certainly not the only one. Yeah. That's a fairly common. And don't get me wrong. I love that kind of game. I had a good time with it overall, but. For what I expected out of a Bethesda Fallout game, it totally let me down. No, it was exactly what you expected, and, and uh, what you what you expected from a Bethesda game. No, I expected something more, considering the last time we had a Bethesda game was four years ago. Skyrim. You honestly, I th- I think you have a problem with what with what you are expecting. I think there's a disparity between expectations and the final delivered product. I think that's it for a lot of people. I mean, that that's game. an easy uh, criticism to to place on me. I, it's not a criticism. It kind of there's nothing wrong with having expectations. Yeah, you're okay, your favorite you, developer. Okay, well, okay. What were my huge expectations? Because that game was nothing more than what we've seen in the last right handful but, of Bethesda but games. You were expecting more. I feel like I was just expecting. I don't think that's unreasonable considering. I got exactly what I was expecting for Bethesda it. games. No, were... we're not saying that's wrong. Because yeah. um, you and a lot of people were expecting them to make a... Better is not the word I'm looking for. It was for, worse. But, but progress more. It's definitely not worse. I thought it was a step back. I really did. I really did. I do not think it's worse. While no. I disagree with you there, Corey, I do hear your argument. I thought... And I see your point. And I think you could reasonably expect more than what you got. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying for me because I expected Fallout 3 in a different area, and that's pretty much what I got. My expectations were met to a T. Snooze fast. Uh, they were just met. The glowing sea was cool. I thought that part was cool. Yeah. When you go out there and you have to put a, some kind of hazmat suit on or whatever. That Power was cool. Armor. And there was the worship, the worshiping people. I thought that was cool. Uh, what was the other cool moment I talked about on the podcast? I can't remember. Now. The f- Brotherhood uh, of Steel, the when they Perdwin, arrive. the Perdwin coming. Yeah, in. yeah, there was like two or three cool moments, but otherwise, I'll just I'll just go back and play New Vegas and be happy. I don't mm-hmm. care. It's stupid. Which by the you way, you can do that on Xbox One backwards compatibility. Oh, I can. Nice. <laughs> I like what you did there. <laughs> That console argument we're going to come back up now? Nope. 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 Taco Bell's too close. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just think 
don't get me wrong. Uh, I enjoyed Fallout. I just felt like this was the opportunity to get it all out there. I don't think it's a very good game. I really don't. Fair enough. To I don't. Each their own. And I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that it got any accolades, really. No, it didn't. It didn't. I'll take Metal Gear over New Fallout. I'll take yeah. The Witcher Three and I over can the New totally Fallout. Totally see that. Yeah. I was not impressed. I really wasn't. And I played it. I beat it. I, you know, I, I put a lot of hours into it. I probably would have taken Metal Gear over Fallout if they didn't just Screw turn into such a shit storm of a company. Yeah. That's Konami for you. <laughs> they really burned a lot of bridges this year. They really did. I was uh, going to buy Pro Evo Soccer, and I refuse to do it now. Good. Anyway. I bought, I I bought Battlefront, though. <laughs> Go yeah, ahead, we bro. all have our... Uh, things that we do. At number three, I had Heroes, <coughs> Heroes of the Storm. I had Fallout 4 as three, but I figured a game that I've played almost every day since, like, middle of February uh, and sunk so much time and money into uh, and still play to this day had to definitely be on there and pretty high. Uh, I love that game a lot, and I never thought I would love a MOBA so much. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Blizzard knocked it out of the park, and I'm really disappointed to see that it got no nothing this year. Well, even from us, and that's what I was getting at earlier when I said, like, as as much as I admire that game, I just couldn't bring myself to put it anywhere. But did you see it? On in, my list. Did you see it for anything for like best competitive game, like people's no. top tens? Like no. it was nowhere to be found, and I no. was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, because for me, it was one of the more important games I played all year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, when you look at gaming websites or journalists or something like. The amount of time you have to put into a game like Heroes of the Storm to truly appreciate it, none of them are going to do that. True. Yeah. And I feel like but this has the best chance out of any MOBA. Forget It the, does, you, but I still I don't think overall. it's... Overall. You're, you're definitely probably right not possible. Because I know the only person that I know that really likes it was Yannick Larock on Kotaku and Chris yeah. Carter on Destructoid. But those are the only two people that I know that ever wrote about it. Yeah. So uh, it just disappointed me to see it get no love. Uh, yeah, Because I think it is the best MOBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number two is Until Dawn. Uh, I've talked about that game a ton. I think that game's incredible. It was my game of the year uh, until I played Life is Strange. Nice. And I'm a guy who takes a message out of a game, and Life is Strange hit me hard. Uh, I feel like Until Dawn would be on my list if I had played it. I think you both would have loved might, it. Might have been I really do. too. Uh, but Life is Strange. Life is Strange. That's good stuff. I think Bloodborne probably would have been on my list if I had been able to play more of it. I didn't feel comfortable only playing four or five hours of it you and putting t- out my list. You could have taken my PlayStation. I mean, I look back at my gaming time, and I didn't have a lot of extra time to play it. And yeah. I didn't want to borrow your PlayStation for any length of time, you know. I think I had it for three or four days. Yeah. But, so so if we you're can just, saying we could have changed this list. If maybe. we can give just Life is Strange a, a it, couple of minutes here, because we did choose it as our game of the year. Much to the chagrin. If of, we have to. I mean... The, the voting is in. I can start the car and turn the heat on. Yeah, Could you true. please? Sophie, <laughs> um, start the bus. One of the things I really like about Life is Strange, and it's a it's a small moment that's not a big deal, but uh, we, we've we played a lot of these kind of games that like telltale, you know, make decisions along the way that influence how the game plays out. But one of the things that Life is Strange does that's great is how it gives you the ability to, and it's a like small science fiction element that it inserts into the game, but you can make a decision and see how it plays out and then rewind mm-hmm. to go and back. change it? And to change it. And not only can you change it, but if a character says to you, 
something that's important information, you can rewind and use that information in the conversation again. Yeah. So if a character says, oh, my mom's really sick, leave me alone, then you can rewind and be like, so how's your mom? Yeah. And use that. That's interesting. In the game, which... It's made by the Remember Me people. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which Uh, makes sense, because it looks like There's an interesting mechanic in Remember Me. Yeah. The one redeeming thing about that game. Which is, is that really, I replayed this year is really way. quite brilliant. So I mean that's a, a mechanical thing that I think was really intelligently done. Yeah, uh, we talked a little bit about the story that it does. It's you know teenager coming of age kind of thing. Uh, I constantly feel like I'm having a quarter life crisis, so it spoke to me in that regard. Um, but there's a moment in episode four where you take all the evidence you've collected as a character, put it on a cork board. And the game asks you to find out what's interesting based on all the information that you discovered. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. And it's really well done. And it's something I wish that all, like, the Walking Dead games that I played, you know, I played the Game of Thrones game, uh, the Wolf Among Us never did, that this game did really well. Is it took everything you had explored in the last three, four episodes, put it on a cork board in front of you, and you had to pick out what was the clues mm-hmm. within all that information. And yeah, you could figure it out by trial and error, but if you were paying attention to all the facts and figures and everything, you could suss it out earlier yeah. and the game would move on from it. And I thought it was a really clever moment and, hmm. and, and a way, great way to take that kind of game and and suck you into it. Um, I don't know. It was just, it was fantastic. And that game got me to the point when I would receive a text message in the game, I was excited to read it. Right. I was just like, oh my God, Warren texted me? Yeah. Or like, Victoria texted me? What's going on? Your bromance. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just... And I like how in that game that my favorite moment of the game was something Corey didn't No, really I, don't, I have. really don't know what you're talking about. I didn't experience that. Which is crazy, because that moment was so my, unbelievably well done. My favorite moment in that game, I think we talked about it a little bit already, um, but they give you time to just let the scene marinate in front of you. Mm-hmm. Which is something that doesn't happen very much in anything. No, it really doesn't. Game of Thrones. Yep. That's about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I think I said it already, but you do this kind of like heists with this other character Chloe um, which is the core of that game is the relationship between your character Max Caulfield and her old timey friend Chloe Um, you kind of do some behind the scenes stuff and you spend the night at her house you're like a teenager Uh, you wake up the next morning and you're just in bed and Bright Eyes Lua is playing on the radio which is a great song and you're just like sitting there and you can do nothing for a little little bit which i would do and just let the scene marinate and you're like in this teenager's room and this, the camera's just panning around and you're just chilling and i'm like how can this not be my game of the year i don't know i just thought it was it it just had the moments that got me uh yeah. with the message yeah. in the game at the end that it would just like it's gonna be in my top 10 probably that's how much i liked it yeah i think this is the best um interactive story game yeah. uh, that I've played. I agree. But I think it trounces The Walking Dead in my sure. opinion. Sure, absolutely. I agree. Um, and like I said, it gets into some really like heady topics. Like yep. when you're trying to save Kate from jumping. Yep. Like I did. I did you? Yeah. Yeah. There's a character where you have to, there's a time where you have to talk a character down from jumping. Yeah. 
and it's really good. Yeah. And if like your decisions leading up to that situation play into it, but you can also like in that moment influence things. Oh my god! And in that moment, your rewind doesn't work, so you have to do it right. And if you don't, do I it like right, that. Yeah. Then you have to live with your con- the consequences. Yep. And at the end of the game, it makes you make a really hard decision. Uh, yeah. Which I I literally looked and stared at it for literally like a minute or two before I could decide. Hmm. It kind of lost me, and I was kind of getting at this a little bit earlier, but like I said, there's like that lesbian, like, will she or won't she kind of relationship that's going on throughout the entire game. Um, but it, the game is really smart in that it challenges that aspect of it. Um, because at a certain point, your character discovers the... It's very butterfly effecty. Mm-hmm. Your character discovers the ability to travel back in time um, and hence manipulate the, hence things. Hence the rewind. Leading up to it. And she kind of gets a little carried away and Could... discovers an alternate universe where things are real wonky. And that's the point where you stop, like... I don't know. You stop thinking in terms of are we going to have a relationship or aren't we? It's just I want to make sure you have a life. Like a, a life. A good life. Yeah, yeah. Because Chloe's life is pretty messed up, and you go back in time, and you try to fix it. Yeah. Because honestly, everything, like, I played the game, I was just trying to make everybody like me and, like, help everybody out as well as I could, and I was really nice to everybody, even the characters that didn't deserve it. I was nice to them, and, like, all I was, I had the best intentions and it just everything fell apart at one moment. And I, was I actually like, really like that when that happens in video games. And there's a moment where <laughs> another character is giving you a lot of crap about it, and it's just like you're just doing this till you're popular and stuff like that. Like The Witcher does that sort of stuff really well too. Yeah, it's just, they're just trashing you and everything you mean. Like, well, I was honestly just trying to help everybody. Like, yeah. I wasn't trying to be a bad person. And, and like, this is the mess you made. Um, that's why this is all happening. And the game also kind of pokes fun at itself a little bit because uh, it has the luxury of releasing in episodes. Yeah. Uh, so early on, like episode two or three, you have to collect bottles. It's Without you know getting into too much description, you have to collect a bunch of bottles in a junkyard, and they're kind of a pain to find. Ugh, I had to look it up. But later on in the game, like... Or uh, Max is having like a nightmare situation, and she's like seeing bottles, and she's like, "Oh no, not bottles again!" So it's, yeah. you can kind of see like the developers reacting to their consumers' response to the game and mm-hmm. being like, "Well, let's have her be annoyed by the bottles because that's how all yeah, our consumers those felt." That annoyed yeah. our players. It was really cool. Um, one of my biggest complaints is the use of Hella. I could have used done without that every. Yeah. Well, that's what we talked about earlier when we were at dinner. It's like, is it actually how teenagers talk and interact, or is it how uh, some 40-year-old thinks teenagers talk? I think for the most discuss? part, they do a pretty decent job at it. It's just yeah. some of the dialogue is kind of cringy. Yeah. And I'm just like, ugh. There's, there's moments that are real. Well, bad. I mean, if you were to listen over here a conversation between high school kids, you probably would cringe. Yeah. yeah. Is, yeah that you're, right. is that what you're talking about? Like, it's it's fitting. And, or or yeah maybe all right you you brought up that point I didn't even think about that that overall just like high school conversation can be cringy yeah so yeah that's a good point I'm just I'm really gonna miss Max Max's commentary on mm-hmm. things because oh, yeah. there's so many things you can just press the button on and she'll be like oh. I remember when blah, 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 blah. It's just like... Oh. And they they do a good job redeeming some characters, too. I'm going to miss it. Yeah. Well, I look forward to playing it. 
no doubt. I will get to yeah. it this year. Hey, it may be my 2015s, 2016s. I hope not. I hope you guys. <laughs> I hope you guys like it. I don't even want to play it. At no. least it wasn't her story. That's not much of a game. See, from what no. I hear, so as the us being as neat as it is. The us being polygon, this is way better than her story because her story is literally an hour and a half of doing nothing, watching videos. Yeah, I don't think I would have enjoyed Life is Strange if I hadn't played the Walking Dead games, the Wolf Among Us. You know, yeah, because you got an appreciation adventure games where you know your your dialogue choices influence the story. Um, because I think this game does it so much better, so it's right. good to have that foil of okay. you know this is what else you could do with. Maybe I'll play a few of the others before I play Life is Strange. Yeah. Because I've got to play Game of Thrones. So. All right. Thumbstick Athletes 2015 Game of the Year will go down in history as being Life is Strange. <laughs> what was the runner? Runner up was a tie between Bloodborne and Fallout 4. And then The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt was number three. Okay. So. I'm good with that. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. So shitty. <laughs> Shall we call it a pod? Yes. Yeah. All right. Call that'll do it for episode 232 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. <laughs> <laughs>